Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. The Brewing Network Sunday Session is brought to you by More Beer. Featuring the new easy-to-sanitize threaded diffusion stone. Check out the new threaded diffusion stone at morebeer.com. Item number KEG590. I was pouring in my mouth and it just wasn't going down. My first beer was an IPA. The best IPA I've ever drank. Mostly because I brewed it. If you have a scale that is good for measuring cocaine, you're probably good for measuring hops. You're, you're scaring me. <laughs> I think the information is awesome and the audio sucks. Make some sugary water, throw some yeast in there. And you're going to drink good beer. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. It's fine. Damn it, man. Oh, my God. Oh, uh-oh. From the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Studio with a nice, refreshing Kolsch, brewed by my good friend Chad over there. It's a nice beer. What do you think? I think it's real good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. That's a Handles, Handles original. Ooh, never before tasted anywhere else. That's right. Shit. It's pretty easy to drink. So it's uh that uh we're starting up here in a couple weeks. Yeah, in a couple weeks. Is that opening in a couple weeks? Or opening it... in a couple weeks. Really? Yeah. Nice so, work. Uh, yeah. It's uh, one of two beers that we've brewed so far. Uh, the other one is an American Brown that I have. And uh, this is the first. Sunbathe Blonde. Sunbathe? Yeah. You didn't name that, did you? No. Good. <laughs> Such a chick name. Topless Blonde. And it's not sunbathing, it's sunbathe. Sunbathe. It's a, a command. Sunbathed. Bathed. Oh, the okay, past tense. Okay. <laughs> Not like oh, that's dry. better. I that's like that better. better than sunbathe. Yeah. Sunbathe! Blonde! <laughs> yeah. Okay, totally. It is a command. Uh, it's a real nice beer, man. I think Pretty you're going to get a lot of people ordering another one and another one. It's I hope pretty so. pretty easy to drink. I hope so. Yeah. That's the plan. That's the plan. <laughs> yeah, it's just not one off and then that's it? No, no, no. no? This is, uh, I think this is going to be the big seller. 
Good. I man. think this is easy drinking. We got a nice big beer garden outside. People can sit in the sun and pound these and bathe and bathe. Well, you're in the warm beer. weather, so this beer will work out great. Yeah. For that. Yeah. What's um, ABV on this uh, little unit? Probably just over five, somewhere approaching five five. Love it. Yeah. Uh, Love a little it. higher than you know I wanted at first, but this is the first brew, and we'll. Uh, We'll craft it a little differently next time. Are you going to take it down a couple? Probably a little bit. Yeah? Yep. Yep. I think this beer is a little better, uh, a lower ABV, but man, really happy with this first batch. Be even, just a touch better, just slightly yep. smaller. Yep. It's really good as it is, though. Yep. So, Handles. Handles Gastropub. And I'm sure it's referring to a, a plethora of tap handles, not the size of the people going into it. Correct. Yeah, not the muffin tops of Pleasanton. <laughs> Pleasanton. Uh, an all-new uh, gastropub down there in Pleasanton. That um, well, you know, interestingly, we have a we have Matt Simpson, who's a beer sommelier, coming on the program. The the beer the sommelier. beer sommelier, and uh, Chad is in essence the beer sommelier of um, of handles, right? Beer guy, you're the beer guy. You just prefer beer guy. A sommelier is yeah. You're not into. That's it. too much title for yeah. you. It's a wine term. Yes, you want to separate. I think. Yes. Yeah. But you're doing you're you're building the the keg system the, the tap draft system tip. the draft system you're you're buying all the beer you're you're brewing the beer you're you're having the beer contract brewed yes you're designing all those beers correct you're going to that brewery and making sure they don't screw it up crafting them there yes you're doing all of the you're doing everything beer for, and wine for this place wine on tap sixteen wines on tap really oh, so man. building that whole system as well and man it gets expensive when you start putting wine on tap I bet those parts aren't cheap. Really? Everything's got to be a higher-end stainless steel because uh, the amount of sulfur and regular stainless parts. I see. No chrome-plated brass and stuff like that. So is that why wine is 11 bucks a glass Oh, at restaurants? Yeah, yeah. That's a good yeah. point. See, I think we'll probably fall in the range of uh, you know 7 to 10, depending on the wine. So uh, it's a greener way of doing uh, wine as well. You don't have to do all that packaging and recycling of bottles. Well, thank God. Um, it's basically under a blanket of nitrogen. Um, so it stays fresh and served right. So yeah. that's true. That that is the problem when you go to uh, when you go to restaurants. They don't, you know, you you order a glass of wine. That bottle's open. You don't know how long it's been open. It's oxidized, and some wines, you know, do pretty well the day after. Uh, two days, not so much. So you're paying premium price for a glass of wine that's just, you know, have been half open for three days. That's Good right. Point. That's yeah. right. And uh, I mean. You know, the bottle is, is another thing. I mean, people really enjoy popping the cork and doing all that good stuff, so we'll have plenty of that. But, uh, you know, the keg wine, I think, is really good. We can also do our own house blends, buy a couple barrels and blend them. So oh, yeah. you can have a lot of fun with keg wine. So Great. It's, it's it's more approaching brewing, you know, where it's a little more, um, I don't know, we can kind of finagle some, some fun stuff. So when is the grand opening? 29th is what we're shooting for. Okay. Of yeah. August. So still yes. some finishing nice. touches going on down there. Yeah, training the staff this week, and then uh, we're going to do a soft opening, you know, a couple lunches here and there. and So we all get to go for free food for that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Now we're talking. <laughs> you, uh, you, you ask the hard-hitting questions. I like that about you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the free shit. I, I think you guys are going to love this place, you know? Okay. I mean, well, we've got... Fucking better. Yeah, 38 yeah. individual taps uh, for beer, 16 wines, and uh, just a ton of, like, smoked meat, and just comfort, oh, great. local... You know, American food. Is there going to be some sort of huge ribbon that's cut? Because if so, I want I want that giant pair of scissors. Uh, I, don't do I don't know about that. We'll have to look into that. <laughs> Bevo, I would like to invite you to go to dinner with me down at, at the soft opening of Handles, if Thank you're interested. You. I would love, I you like say, food. Ask her. Great. Um, so I'm assuming you'll drive. <laughs> of course. <laughs> okay, perfect. So, all right. There you go. It's all set then. Can I be third wheel? Uh, great. Okay. Well, I'm excited for you, Chad. Yeah. 
it's it's moving along. I'm really excited too. Very cool. Thanks. All right, we'll give you our full report after the soft opening. We'll see how uh, <laughs> yeah. see how Chad's really yeah. been doing down. We'll there. see how soft it really I, is. Oh, I, actually, I had a visit from the Dan this week. He came down. Oh, to, yeah? to taste some Gordon beer nice. beers with us and. Uh, Man, he was all pumped up about the place. He wants to come back on the show, and he says hi to everybody. Good. He's cool. doing well. He's got a Fest beer out. Just came out. Um, you know, he does the Fest beer every year. And yeah, it's a good beer. It's tasting awesome. Is that going to be pouring at Handles? You Absolutely. Get some oh, cool. Yeah, and I think we're going to do the Hef as well. Great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, people will like that Hef. He, he wants to bring down one of those wooden uh, barrels. Oh, yeah? Yeah. To do a, like a, <laughs> a, an opening type thing? That's right. You know all about that. Oh, man. <laughs> Is he going to do that just for the opening or on a consistent... He sounds like he's game whenever. Wow. So Cool. Yeah. Nice. We'll, we'll do a lot of fun stuff like that. Love that guy. All right, cool. Yeah, Handles down in uh, Handles Gastropub down in Pleasanton. Look for it soon, and uh, we'll let you know how it goes after we go check it out, too. As I mentioned today, we've got Matt Simpson, who's the beer sommelier on today. We'll be talking to him about, uh, he's been doing it for quite a while, I think, and we'll be talking to him about his writing and uh, different appearances, and he's done some beer education, and he does consulting, and uh, really preaching the word uh, of good beer and education, uh, a lot like our great friend uh, Ray Daniels at Cicerone does with the Cicerone program, uh, except that Matt's kind of done it on his own way. And so we'll talk about how he's done that and everything. Um, the phones are back up this week. Poor JP uh, last week. You know, the reason you guys didn't get any Drunk of the Week calls is because the phones were down. What happened? Did you forget to pay the bill? No, they forgot to send me the bill. I got oh. back uh, from my trip. And there were there were four there were four invoices all dated the same and one was invoice for installing the new phone lines the second was the cost of installing the new phone lines the third was the first bill and the fourth was uh, you may have noticed your phones have been shut off because you didn't pay your bill but it all came in one, on one day like the day before uh, the bills were due um, which was as I was on the road so it's right a really on. weird. I've never, I don't know, very strange. I forgive you. So poor JP, uh, you know, he's wondering, God, people don't like me. Even the drunks don't won't, won't call me. <laughs> I thought it was so weird, too. I was like, we sat through an entire break, and I'm just, I sat here through the whole break waiting for a Drunk of the Week call, and I was like, we right. have nothing. <laughs> well, for future reference, um, you could do this. Oh. And yeah. know whether or not you have phones. I didn't even think uh, about it. You know, I mean, you know, the we, we've had problem-free phones for a while. I Don't figured. tell me what to do. I figured just the listeners because last week we got like four and they were awful calls. Yeah, they were. Uh, so I I'm figured sure it was a good thing. Yeah, that's what I figured. I was like, well, everyone's just you know realizing they suck, so right. we're not calling in. Well, they work today, so if you want to call in and ask questions of Matt Simpson or us uh, or anybody, eight 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 four zero one beer. That's the number eight 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 four zero one beer. Bevo's over there taking your calls, and she's also in the chat room if you want to. Uh, Hit the chat now button on the homepage, and you can ask your questions that way too. As always, um, so real quick, I just wanted to give a uh, you know just a quick thanks to everybody. Uh, um, uh, as you, as some of you probably know, we lost a good BN soldier this week in the biscuit, and uh, the biscuit uh, had kidney failure for a long time, and uh, her kidney kind of just totally failed, and um, we had to put her to sleep on Tuesday. And I, you know, you know, it's weird. Um, I never thought, uh, especially when I used to make fun of Facebook so much, I never thought that Facebook would be a comforting uh, thing. But I have to tell you that the amount of comments from people who uh, don't know me and didn't know the biscuit but saying nice things and saying how they felt like uh, she was their dog too and and stuff like that was... uh, um, um, It was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Be moving, yes. 
So, uh, yeah, just thanks for all that, guys. I really appreciate all the support, and um, it goes a long way. I, 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 I thank you. She kicked off before she had a chance to maul a two-year-old? Yeah, no uh, no, no dead kids in, the, in that dog's life. It's weird. Failure. Yeah. Um, you know, we had talked about mounting her and stuffing her. What, yeah, what are her future plans? Uh, she's, uh, she's been cremated, put in a box. Yeah, and then what? And I'll keep the box. Where? Just with me all the time. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, just gonna carry that dog everywhere. This wasn't that big; just the wallet size. You know, I I thought about the I I really did think long and hard about stuffing that dog because I just couldn't imagine walking around this house or any place without her. That's wrong. But yeah. um, I in looking into it, and I and actually I saw part on that. Have you seen that show about taxidermy? Um, no, seriously. And there's a really hot daughter in it. Um, oh, I gotta who watch does this. Does the taxidermy too? Holy shit! I gotta watch this. But what I discovered is that the problem with stuffing pets is that the the taxidermist can never get the face the way you remember the face. I hear it's the eyes. It's the eyes, and and in a, a biscuit was a very expressive dog. She yeah. was uh, smiling. You know. I couldn't imagine looking at that dog with some some Your face dog. that didn't belong to her. That's that not wasn't good. right. And and so I just I kind of took the advice of a couple people and just said, you know, you could do this, but it's not going to look like your dog. And that that would have creeped me out. I would have, you know, we should have put her in a live action pose, like licking that fucking paw of hers or that <laughs> skanky vag or something, like right. just nose deep in that thing. Right. Then you just put her in a corner. Man, I'll tell you, that little vag leaked until the day she died. Oh, I was here uh, Monday. Your boy dog. When Kate the Gray was telling me about it, and I'm, you know, sitting there on the back patio, just scratching her and look down at the ground, and there's, you know, yeah. <laughs> a little leaky vag. A little puddle. That a good So girl, you got you to. I cremated her. I put her in a box, and uh, I'm waiting to get the box back. And I didn't it takes, put her. It takes I didn't about three weeks. Yeah, I didn't put her in the beer box either. I'll tell you. I'll be honest with you. It was no joke. I was a fucking mess. It's I'm, different when it actually happens. Yeah, I'm yeah. still kind of a mess. I, I didn't. I just couldn't even mess with it. They, the vet came to my house and 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 put her to sleep here. And and I just said, yeah, just you know, do the cremation thing. Kate dealt with a lot of it. it just gave him you know what to say. Yeah. So, um, I've got a stack of boxes. You know, I was going to say that I used to kind of think my dad was real creepy because he has a stack of boxes, yeah. but I get it. Yeah. That box isn't going anywhere. I got a stack. Yeah, we got the stack of boxes. It's better than, you know, you bury them in the backyard and you might move or stuff. Right. And, and Well, and that's the thing. Like, people ask, well, what are you going to do with the dog? And I was like, you know, the dog really just wanted to be wherever the hell I was. It didn't care where I was. So the dog's just going to stay with me. I can't spread her in the water. She hated the water. If you, like, flicked the water on her face, she'd run the other direction. So you don't do one of those, like, nice, you know. And I can't leave her here at this house I don't, that I don't even own. Right. Uh, she's just coming with me, you know. Uh, how about this? See if you can get the ashes turned into tattoo ink. Mm. A coloration know, for ink. I, I, I mean, no. I've talked about that, actually. Have Yan you? and I were talking really? about that already, that it's possible. You literally oh have biscuit God, in you? Who comes up with this? Yeah. I don't know. I do, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know the science behind it, so I'm not as creepy. Yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, one step at a time right now, I'm just going to get the dog back and you know, it'll just sit over here. With me behind the desk all the time. I think you made the right choice. Really? Taxidermy in general is a really freaking bizarre ritual. Yeah, if you think about it. I know, but if I would have felt that they could have made her look like her, I, I would have done it. Just I don't care. Would you have done the I, whole dog? I didn't or? need her to lick my face or anything. I just needed to be able to see her over in the corner. That's all I ever did anyway. <laughs> would it have been just the torso mounted on wood like a no, moose? No, no, no. It'd be the whole dog. <laughs> the whole dog. I could just pick it up and take it camping and shit. Yeah. Turn it into a cooler. Isolate one of those isolates coolers. Just pack it with fiberglass. Right. 
Man. A little water dispenser at her leaky twat. There's an example of taxidermy in my booth. Yes, there is. Beer oh, tap. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We have a, t- a squirrel up yeah. there. Yep. And see, you that know, squirrel looks cute. But we don't know what that squirrel's face was really like. That expression sure. might be a stranger to that squirrel, and and that was the thing. You, you know? mean the other squirrels wouldn't have recognized the other it? squirrels? Wouldn't have, yeah, <laughs> its mama squirrel would have gone. That's not my squirrel. Uh, so the box. I'm just waiting to get the box back. Yeah, the box is a sad thing. You're looking at the box. Yeah, well, like, oh, when box. they tell you the box yeah. is ready and you got to go pick it up. You don't go pick it up. No, I'm not going to. I already thought about that. Kate, you, you let it go. So, yeah, I gotta get that. Yeah, oh, shit. You know, yeah, Kate yeah. the Great's been great, and and she'll she'll go get the box for me. I'm sure. Living up to her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. But thanks to everybody, and she was a good soldier. Uh, okay, so uh, Brewing Network on the road. Uh, obviously, I'm back in the studio now, and was on the road for just about three weeks. Um, I'll have you know, Doc, that that Volkswagen. Carried me from Vancouver, British Columbia to Pacheco in 20 hours straight, no problems. Just hauled ass, pulling a trailer. Well, it's, you know, north to south, it's all downhill. Right. <laughs> yeah, only Grant's Pass yeah. was, uh, you know, the slow part. But I did develop a pretty decent oil leak. I think that front main seal is leaking again. Oh, that sucks. And so that kind of blows. Um, other than that, man, that bus is a tank. And a champ. And it took me all over the Pacific Northwest. We uh, left here three weeks ago and headed to several beer spots. Um, and what we did along the way was take some short videos. And three of them are now available. You can go to the BN Army blog and check it out. Or you can always go to the Brewing Network YouTube page. Just youtube.com slash brewing network. And uh, the videos that are up there now are from Hopworks Urban Brewery in Portland. I think that was a, pr- a real cool video. Uh, especially because it had a, um, a, a keg, a tap a keg dispensing bicycle. That thing was freaking awesome. A two tap bicycle, Doc. That wow. um, I hate to tell you and your family, we have to build one. <laughs> so okay. I'm going to need some of your time some, at some point in the future. Can we slot it in after the art car? Oh yeah, I don't. I don't even have a time frame. Just when you see this, okay. Doc, you'll know what I mean. At some point in our lives, before one of us kicks the bucket. And let's be honest, who knows which one's going to go first, the way you live your life. Uh, <laughs> well, if you're tagging with me, it's going to be you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but before we die, we need this bike. Uh, okay. It'll be in one of our funeral processions is what, I, is what I'm All predicting. Right. Uh, so go check out that video. If nothing else, just see this rad bike. Um, and then we went to uh, a place that everybody in the world of beer should go to, and that's the Cascade uh, Sour Barrel House. In, oh man, that was good. Also in Portland, and we got to talk to Ron uh, Gensberg, who's a really interesting and nice dude. A um, little on the strange side, but it's Snip- reflected in the uniqueness of his awesome beer. Snipping beard. all those sour fumes. Yeah, yeah, I love the guy. Really, just a nice guy too. Um, and, but <laughs> you'll see. Just watch the video. Check it out. You get to see some good stuff, and you get to see his barrel room and. Um, he took us back there and gave us samples right out of the barrels, which was just very nice of him. So yeah, check out that video. He was video. so excited about it, just bringing us from barrel to barrel. Oh, yeah, yeah. try this one. No, oh, wait, no, try this one. Sure. I, and I always feel bad about this. I don't want to bother anybody. It's a busy week. And no, no, he said, no, no, you don't leave before you try this one. And now try this one. And Very nice, man. So check out that video. And then a video we just posted was from Seattle. We went to Elysian Brewing Company up there and talked to Dick Cantwell, who's a real nice guy also and has a good vision of beer. And his, his I think he has three different locations in Seattle right now. And then they're building a production brewery so that they can actually meet demand. 
Um, so just great videos, and they're short. You know, our goal was to just bring home, uh, you know, five to ten minutes of our time on the road at each stop. And uh, all those videos are brought to you uh, by our good friends over at craftbeer.com, celebrating the best in American craft beer. Uh, so check them out. And there's a fourth video uh, that will be coming up next week. And that's of a place. Go ahead, Bebo. From Forks? Um, no. I, I'll, uh. Hang on. I'll get back to that. Uh, uh, Black Raven, who Whatever. I've been talking about that brewery uh, since two years ago when I went to it the first time. And we, we haven't interviewed him yet. Uh, Moscow, I'm going to put you in touch with them. Um, great guys. And that video will come up next week, and you, you get to see that. They're doing a lot of cool stuff. They sell almost everything just right out of their tasting room, and they're brewing a shitload of beer. So I, Seattle is fired up about that. I brewery. think I saw that band the other night in Nate's show. Black Raven? Black Raven. <laughs> was it Black Flag? Actually, the, the, the brewer there, that's Bo, right, from Black Raven? He's actually got a sort of front man name, Bo Bowman. Yeah. Gotta love that. Yeah. What does. were the parents doing with that, by the way? I don't know. Bo Last Bowman. name Bowman? What's on the short list of possible names? Just name him Bo. Well, with Bo. So I did drive through Forks on my way because half of the trip in between was camping, yeah. and it turns out that that's the peninsula, that's the side you want to be on when you're driving up through Washington. It's where uh, Olympic National Park is, which is amazing. Did seriously though? Did you go to the rainforest, the Ho Rainforest? Uh, no, I was at a different rainforest though, but I did not go into the Ho. They have a rainforest just for hoes. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. The it's state. for the girls. It yeah. yeah, that's where it rained Beautiful. money. Yeah, it rained yeah. money. Be a good name for Bevo's V Dollar Bill Zone. <laughs> yes. So did you did you see the bat or the dog? Uh, no. No. But so so I did have to drive through Forks because it's on 101 on the way around. And now Bevo, the movies <laughs> like I'm just forget about the movies for a second. What a shithole! <laughs> Such a dumb. <laughs> That's what someone in the chat just said. Like that Forks is a shithole. It's a shithole. <laughs> it's the shittiest town I went through in the on my entire trip, and I drove through some shitty towns. <laughs> a piece of crap. And and the place acts like uh, like they got something going on. I stopped in at a shitty little shithole cafe to get a shitty sandwich from a shitty waitress who took shitty 30 minutes to get to my table, and there were two tables in the whole joint. How was her attitude? The shitty was the oh, she was real nice. That was the only thing that wasn't shitty. Was it the Forks Coffee Shop? I don't know, yeah. man. But all I could think was the fuck does Bevo come here for? I all right. I'll give She's you the got a benefit. Family there. It's the only place you can afford. I'll give you the benefit of going once because you're a fan of those shitty movies from that shithole. But you've been like eight times now, and there's nothing to do. Did you, did you play baseball in the rain? I don't. Maybe. Do I look like I played baseball ever? I hate you. <laughs> no, but there is a lot of really cool things to see around. Yeah, like the freeway on-ramp to go home. No, there's a ton of... <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. No, there's a ton of beaches and... There's, you, you, know, we spend you live 30 miles from the ocean! It's prettier there! <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Uh, they do have some great national parks. So you camp when you go there. <laughs> no. no. So you stay in one of them shitty motels <laughs> in shitty forks. Bring a black light. in the forks motel. <sighs> and then every window, like including... The goddamn post office has a Twilight poster in the window. Yeah, but that's a post office. Like, they have anything to do with that shitty movie. Yeah, well, they got to get some, you know, press and they, more yeah. people buy stamps. Residual yeah. fame. Tourist attraction. Is Twilight set in Forks? Is that the deal? The book is I, set I in guess. Forks. Yeah. I see. Now, JP, the one redeeming quality. Yeah. Hotnesses? Well, it depends on how you look. It depends how creepy you are. That's why I'm directing it towards you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Full of teeny boppers, just going from coffee shop to coffee shop, you know, trying to get their next piece of Twilight paraphernalia. And you got, 
I felt bad for so many dads, man. I'm just looking at these dads just hanging their heads because they had to bring their dumbass daughter to shitty forks so they could look at these vampire posters wow, in a window. Kids are making the pilgrimage like it's Graceland? It's what a, do you think she's doing? Wow. There are people, if you go to the Chamber of Commerce, there are people that have traveled from every continent. To forks. You know what someone should do? You know what? Actually, you and Ian should have done. Well, yeah. Somebody should make a video. Put it on YouTube and just make a tourist video. uh, And hopefully you will be helping out hundreds of thousands of dads going, look, look at this. We are not going there. Oh, these poor dads. Do you notice how it just changes from decade to decade? Because in the 60s, people made the pilgrimage to Liverpool. And the first thing they said was, this place is a (laughs) shithole. Right. Right. Yeah, it's just... So is there like a tourist trap or attraction oh, oh. for this place there? Is somebody cashing in on, on the, this well, phenomenon? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm quite yeah. sure that it saved the entire town, yeah, this, had this series of movies, it because... It did. There's a, there's a documentary. I like to call it the Forkumentary. <laughs> and it talks about... I it's hate Devo l- <laughs> right now. I hate her. It talks about how it's a logging town, and it was, re- it was dying. Good. And this town ta- and the series of books, like, it, it increased their... Tourism, a hundred and four million thousand trillion. Well, percent. let me tell you this: they're not spending any of that money on the town. No. <laughs> it still looks they're like really a not. dying logging town. I watched this movie. Oh, okay, I watched half this movie with, with my boys, and we both look at each other halfway through and go, "Nothing's happening." <laughs> right? Nothing. Nothing happened. That's nothing's that's, happening. Well, then the then the movie is true to its town. <laughs> Accurate portrayal. Uh. Town. So I did drive through Forks. And uh, now you've oh, been man. forked. Been, yeah, you, just, you stopped in forks. I stopped. Yeah. We were starving. I should have, you know, had I known uh, to just go on ten miles I further, I could have gotten a beer at a good beer bar in over a real in, town. Over in Sporks, uh, Port Angeles. Port I could have just gone to Port Angeles to a real place. Did you go to uh, Werewolf Peaks in Port Angeles? No, I didn't even stop because we had eaten that shitty sandwich and shitty forks. Oh, I was should have gone to. Peaks Pub in oh. Port Angeles. It's they make some good beer there. I've, I've I did hear good things. We had to get to Seattle by then, so people should have her own travel show. She's real good at selling it. <laughs> I hate yeah. you. This is a network. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, I went to Forks. I texted Bevo. <laughs> Basically, the text was simple. I'm in fucking Forks. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Whenever if you ask for a fork in the cafe to go, you're in it. <laughs> and that's a big joke. Their big town joke. Uh, it would have been good, I guess, but I didn't have to ask for a fork. I got a sandwich. Uh, whatever. All right, a couple of announcements. Uh, looks like next week's show is probably going to be a Monday show. Everybody okay with that? A Monday show. Tasty, you're going to be at the Russian River Revival till Sunday. That's perfect. Yeah. So I figured it would work out for you and it will Chad. Work well, yes. um, uh, you're Jay- not going. I thought you were going to go. I don't know because uh, Chad, the douche, didn't get us any tickets. Um, apparently, they sold out a long time ago. You got tasty tickets. He gave me some long story about a scalper and a hooker and a pair of scissors. And took his money again, didn't they? We're we're still looking for uh, some straight tickets. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm going to make other plans. I might just go get out of here again just for the weekend and and just do something else. It's all right. I'll go next year. I do want to go to that festival, but I think I'm going to skip it. Um, So so Monday show, it looks like, next week, uh, just so you all know. And then, uh, and then we're off to Burning Man, I guess. Here pretty Yeehaw, soon, aren't we? Babies. Oh yeah, I wasn't going. For yeah, a I thought while. you weren't going. What I happened? Had, I had bailed. I'm not allowed to not go. Did no. Doc twist your arm? Yeah. Push you over the cliff? Well, Big baby. 
then it sold out, so I was like, oh, well, there you go. Sold yeah. out. Well, but then our friend El Norte found me yeah. a ticket, yeah. and he needs me to bring a car so that he can get home. It was a whole thing. And anyway, with the biscuit kick in the bucket, I figured I could use a week of, you know, yeah. polluting my brain and body with things that are distracting. I remember you f- six years ago, five years ago. Yeah. I'm never going to do Goddamn that. Goddamn hippie. Fan. I'm <laughs> right. never going to Burning Man. Oh, this is my fifth year in a row. Yeah, I know. Now you can't live, you can't, you, now can't, you, you can't even say no, I'm not going to go this not year. go. Yeah. That's why I keep selling out. All those people that are there said they would never do it. <laughs> <laughs> now they keep coming back. Yeah. yeah, now they're up to 55,000 people who <laughs> yeah. said they'd never do it. You didn't, get the, you didn't get that ticket for free, did you? Face value? Probably not. I don't know. Miguel's a real El Norte's a real nice guy, so we'll see what happens. Um, it will probably it'll probably be in trade of some kind. Really? I bought the rental car, and it will, I'm sure we'll trade El Norte. The Bur- that's the other thing about the Burning Man crew. Uh, they've always been very good to me since day one. When I was, I mean, Doc bought me. Doc basically paid my way the first year just because he knew I'd never miss it again. <laughs> and uh, so I don't know. We'll see. But that was the thing when tickets sold out. I thought, oh, okay, well, he's off the hook because yeah. they were going on eBay. Yeah. Right after they sold out for like a thousand bucks, but you can find them on Craigslist right now for like five hundred, really. which is still out of my yeah, uh, range. It's crazy. But then I got a phone call from El Norte, who just uh, you know he didn't tell me what or what he just said. Your ticket is sorted out. So wait, how does this work, Doc? I'm I'm never going to Burning Man, man. Now, not for me. It's not for me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, that's worked for me so far. Throw some tits. Right. Yeah. I think I'm I'm, I'm way ahead of you. This. Yeah. I'm well on my way. Now, Alexa, on the other hand, if she were to say the same statements to Doc, she could probably go this She's year. In. Yeah. Air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right, so there won't be any shows during that uh, Burning Man break, as always. That's how it's been. So if you're new, get used to it. <laughs> new guy. <laughs> Noob. Uh, okay, real quick, uh, don't buy the iPhone app anymore. Uh, it costs you three ninety nine, and we're canceling it anyway. We're getting a new one. It's still working right now, um, so uh, if, you're, if you already have it, then great. But tell your friends not to buy it. I'm, I'm trying to get them to pull it off of iTunes, but I guess it takes a little while. And then I got a new one coming up, and just uh, it should be out in just a couple weeks, if, if not less. Uh, will the old one continue to work after the new one? It will, not, it will no. continue to work until the end of August. Okay. And then it will stop working. It will no, no longer work. That's how I listen when I'm late to the show. I listen on the way in. There's a new one. And the new one will be free. So I those knew there of was you, the reason I held off. He <laughs> <laughs> was the only one who's cheaper than me. Put that four uh, bucks toward your next trips. To Bebo, what are we talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? There's a reason you held off from buying the app. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, so I know you're going to complain. I bought the app. Whatever. The new one's free, and yeah. you know we bought enough apps to pay for the app to be built. I appreciate it very much. Um, but don't buy it anymore. It's new. It's better. Don't buy it. The new one's supposed to be better and work all the time and stuff. And things. Uh, and it's got so. buttons that work. Right. And it's free. It's free. And free. Okay. Uh, studio cams are back live here from the studio. You can go to justin.tv slash brewing network. Subscribe and join the BN Army. Keep us alive. Keep us eating. Keep me going to Burning Man. Uh, subscribe and join the Army by hitting uh, the donate button on the on the Brewing Network homepage. Keep me on my couch. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you can sign up for all these announcements and more over on Twitter and, of course, Facebook. 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 All right, send your show ideas over to Scott the Jew. That's scott at thebrewingnetwork.com. Uh, he's been doing a great job booking, and he will continue to do so, assuming you send him your ideas. Which they have been. Thank you guys for lots of awesome suggestions. And great. some bad ones, too. 
And, of course, you can send feedback over to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. All other questions, inquiries, and insults go to jp at thebrewingnetwork.com, and uh, he'll be sure to ignore that. Does Bevo have an email address yet? I think so. Nope. Yeah. Isn't she, like, big tummy at... Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Brewing you don't? Nope. I have my own email address. Oh. Which is... None of your business. Oh, well, that's weird. I thought for sure you had one. It's okay. Nobody needs to email me because I won't return respond. Right. Let's make her one. It's just a pain in the ass just once you get an email, right, Tasty? <laughs> just just right on and on. <laughs> Every morning there's a whole new set of them. Just I was about to, to ask. Write to Bevo without expecting a response. I'll read them, get creeped out, oh, exactly. and that'll be That's it. what I'm thinking. So just write to her and don't expect a response, but you know she's going to read it. They already want the webcam on Bevo's uh, pregnant stomach. That's gross. How gross is that? Let's see that oh. thing, Bevo. Let me see how you've grown since I left. Oh, oh wow. You got God. a baby in there. Swallowing basketballs. Baby. You got a big baby in there. When do you do next yeah, month? Yeah, but who does he look <laughs> October like? October 10th. October 10th. So I'll ask again. Soon. No GABF? <laughs> no. <laughs> what, October 12th? <laughs> no, is it like late September? Uh, no, it's I think it's October. It's a week before. You got Very a week. end of September, I think. Just yeah. leave that thing with Sam. I'm not yeah. allowed to fly at that point. <laughs> oh. Drive. Take a donkey. You'd probably, yeah, be able that to, sounds probably awesome. not be able to walk at that point. Yeah, I can barely walk now. What if we drive? True. What if What if we drive my bus? You can have the baby right in the back. Nope. <laughs> On me, the roof. <laughs> me, you, and Sam. Nope. Right what about back. if we go to Forks instead of JBS? Uh, no, my last trip to Forks, I was pregnant, and <laughs> I was standing there taking a picture in front of that stupid fork sign. And I was like, you know. I'm really too old to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, besides, you were, if you have the baby in, in Forks, it'd be a lot of blood and, uh, you know, <laughs> vampires everywhere. Right? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> you were too old to go when you first went, Bevo. Shut up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> babies. I'm not going to be too old when I go to Harry Potter land. <sighs> yeah, I'm going there. I hate babies. You want to, you want a real quick, funny, you'll laugh at this, Doc, and I'm curious if you've ever done it. Um, so... It'll give you an indication of what a great time we had at Steamworks. Um, the brewer there is just a cool guy. He ended up taking us out drinking for uh, a long time after the show nice. last Sunday. So uh, Yan and I woke up in the parking lot that we had parked in on Monday morning um, to get out of there. And buttoned everything up, got stuff settled, knew it would be a long drive, um, and started driving through Vancouver. We went about two miles and we got to a stoplight. Guy pulls up next to us and goes, "Hey, dude, the pop top's still open." Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> I drove halfway through Vancouver with yeah. my pop top open. Wow! Doc, tell me, I'm not the only hippie no, that's ever done yeah. this. <laughs> I, 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 actually, I, I was pulling out and I got to you know the guard shack on the on the uh, camping place is at the beach, and he goes, "Dude." Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. You just feel like an you just ass. You rub your eyes because you're barely awake. And okay. And you pull over right outside there and you feel like an ass because you got to get out and yeah. put it back down. Oh, I felt like such a dick. And I was just about to get on the freeway when the guy oh, let me it know. Tore yeah. Oh, it ripped it right off. And and we didn't know. I don't know. It sounded the same as it always sounds. Loud and windy right. in the bus. I right. We would have. Uh, I would have lost my top. And uh, you got to be kind of out of it, don't you? For, we to were not notice. real out of it. You'd have been like a convertible. <laughs> yeah, the rest what of the way shock. home. Yeah. And, and so we, you know, we pull over to that would have been expensive. To close it, yeah, that would have been real bad. Pull over to close it, and it's like right in front of a construction site, and there's just a bunch of dudes <laughs> just pointing and laughing at us, like you shithead hippies. <laughs> I'm sure they thought we were stoned. Well, because 
you know, they're working and you're yeah, not. They're hanging drywall. <laughs> you're rolling around right. in your Westie with your beard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Tasty, we had to leave just a few uh, cookies at the border. Oh, really? They asked for them with the with no, the no. Guards? We we uh, you got cold feet. You know, Yan's a foreigner. He's you know, coming in with a. So we thought, look, we can't. So he had three left. It made me wonder. Um, you know, it's a straight two lane shot um, down just a two lane highway to the border. It made me wonder how much um, how much oh, drugs are along soaked that. Soaked into the ground. Oh, on the uh, side of the road? On yeah, the side of the road. Go, yeah, pick up litter there. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. you ever got... Like, that's a great place to get community service, right? Exactly. Yeah, there's high school kids who probably look there oh, every day. There's probably, you know, wild mushrooms growing there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's three little tasty cookies on the side of the road now. Up there somewhere. Yen felt oh, bad. He's oh, like, with I don't your wanna, picture on them. Like, I don't want to throw them. And I was like, well, listen, Why we're either going to shove them up your ass or you're going to throw them out the window, Yen. you could eat them. Just eat him. Uh, I don't think he wanted to eat three. He ate one. We he had four. He ate one. He chucked three. And you didn't want to eat one? No, no, no. I, I can't do that. You, you, wanna drive, you, you didn't want to shove one up your ass? <laughs> I didn't want to shove <laughs> suppository either, huh? <laughs> you didn't want to drive all the way back to Pacheco on three of those? Well, and it's, and it's a good thing because we did get sent to the secondary inspection. Oh. You did? Because oh. well, you're hippies with beards. <laughs> and you now, got a French smelly guy with you. They Come didn't on. search our stuff. They just wanted to check his visa and oh. make sure that he was still on the same visitor's visa. Well, you could have just so. said he wasn't French. Yeah. Hey, Pax. How you doing, man? Sean Paxson just came in the studio. Good to see you, brother. Howdy, howdy. Thanks for coming. He came in with me. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break. Before we do that, I just wanted to thank our wonderful Brewing Network staff for holding down the fort while I was out bringing in content and goofing off and having a good time. Thank you. A round of applause to yourselves uh, because I think you did a good job. The shows I listened to, I really enjoyed. I think that JP did a nice job at the helm. And uh, I think that Moscow, man, I'll say it again. That uh, Jim Cook interview was something else. Thanks, man. I was I th- worried it was a, a little long, but that's not what everyone says. So. Well, yeah, I don't know. I didn't listen to the whole thing, so I can't testify oh. to that. But I will say this: I, <laughs> Neither I, did we. Don't worry about it. I think that we've. I think that I have looked over a skill of yours, which is to interview people, because mm-hmm. you know we hear your announcements, which are total shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. But then you do this interview, and you're comfortable, uh-huh. and you're and you're well spoken, and you've got great questions. Break well, because down, I'm, build I'm, them up. I'm talking to somebody, right? When I'm doing my announcements, I'm talking. Talking to my shades, which are drawn, right? You know, and it's right. just weird. Talk to Alexa. Well, I get—I don't know what you guys think, but I think I ought to put Moscow on some more interviews. Oh, that was great! I oh, listened yeah. to that interview; it was really yeah, good. Yeah, l- let's see if it wasn't the interviewee. Right, Jim's good. He that is. was a softball. Oh yeah, yeah, he can carry a topic forever. You just throw a ball and he'll take it and run. But it. half the battle is 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 being comfortable, and I felt that Moscow made me feel comfortable listening to the interview. Let's and, give and him somebody tough time. then. Let's see how he oh. mashes Interview out. Chad. <laughs> Give him Chad. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. After stone. Yeah, there's no, you won't have to worry about the Chad interview being too long. <laughs> right. Well, and, and the deal is, with this trip, it was a test. to Not to test you guys uh, per se, but to see if a, if a different format could work from time to time. Because I think it was a nice way to bridge this interview gap where, uh, let's face it, we've interviewed everybody locally. So now we have this string of phone interviews. Yep. And I don't love phone interviews very much. Um, so I, I, I kind of feel like this cross between is to mm-hmm. be able to go to the location and really get a feel for the brewer and the brewery like we do when they come into the studio. And their beer. And their beer. Mm, that's tasty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the beer was good. Mm, it was <laughs> good. So, we didn't have any, but it yeah. sounded good. 
Well, and and uh, I'll tell you what. I brought you guys beer. We're going to do it today on today's show. Oh, good. You I, said you would. I brought you guys Hair of the Dog, right. the all stuff right. that we were really all drooling <laughs> over. I brought you guys Steamworks, and I brought you guys Hopworks. Is that why oh. Paxton's here? So he can glom on the free beer? <laughs> you going to get my share of the fucking beer? What's he didn't work for it? Well, Paxton got, I think, everything I got and more when he was out there, oh. so he doesn't have to yeah, worry about it. I don't it. need any more because yeah. uh, Alan's a great friend, and he hooked me up well, so great times out there. You know, we had a real fun time with the dinner, and I know you guys had a good time. And Yeah, yeah he's, he's a good guy. He's a great guy he's he's beyond good he's great and all of our stops were that way and i wanted to test if the video format would work i wanted to test if we could do the show remotely like that and uh all of you guys uh, in here i i think proved that it could be done and i think uh i'll have to i think the listeners enjoyed the content i'll have to find out um but overall i think it was a success so i know i joke about how i'm never coming back to the studio that's not the case but you can be damn sure i'm going to get the hell out of here uh, yeah. when i can because i, I oh, thought yeah. it was just a fun way to get new content well, that's because we carried it like professionals but right. you got to be paid to be professional i guess <laughs> i'll leave next next time i'll leave five bucks on everybody's chair we fight over it. and then you can consider yourselves paid i got more from the tooth fairy <laughs> when i was like five that's because your parents are Jewish True. and they were loaded. Five bucks? <laughs> Shit. My kids don't even get that. The one you, yeah. I want to teach you about money really quick. <laughs> Did you get any feedback uh, from, about you know how people like the format? I haven't paid attention to the forum or anything else. So, uh, there has actually been very little. There wasn't any feedback in today's feedback segment. Really? So it's kind of, I'll take it as no news is good news. Yeah. So no banjo music? You know. Uh, we, uh, I do have oh, a couple have questions. Okay. We do have feedback. We're going to do it after uh, we talk to Matt Simpson, the beer sommelier, who we're going to come up to next. So I'm going to take a break. But I just want to thank you guys. And so look out for more of that. I figure, look, if we can do it here in the U.S. a little bit, man, uh, next time I'm just off to Europe for a little while. Oh, yeah. I'll just do the show from there. If you're going to Europe, uh, you know, we better get paychecks. (laughs) And beer. I don't understand the correlation. Well, you should. (laughs) I'm like, there'd be less money for paychecks. I really don't understand the correlation. Aren't you taking the money with you? Yeah. 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 I just, uh, look, I'm just going to go out there and do my job and expect you to stay here and do yours (laughs) for free. (laughs) All right, everybody, so thank you. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Matt Simpson. He's the beer sommelier, and we're going to learn about what that means, what he does, uh, how he does it, and, I don't know, maybe how we can do it, too. Hang in there. It's the session, and we'll be right back. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Summertime has arrived, home brewers, and the fine folks at More Beer are thirsty. With the arrival of summer's heat, More Beer's got you covered with great deals on temperature control and some fantastic lawnmower beer kits. Ranko and Johnson temperature controllers, thermal wells, and thermometers, as well as light and refreshing beer kits you're going to love this hot summer. Stay on top of your home brew's temperature and keep your kegs topped up, too. Summertime beer and gears from your friends at More Beer and morebeer.com. Nico, listen, our lawyer said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months and then to the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. <clears throat> 
Hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment nine years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Heller High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the homebrewed chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your homebrew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read. Read your way to better homebrew. That's it. I've had it. I am never putting hops in my beer again. What? Why? It's just too ridiculous. Insane prices, stupid contract, high shipping costs, crappy selection. Dude, you need Nico Brew. Nico Brew will rock your f***ing face right the f*** off your f***ing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states, plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a home brew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the Uber Special Secret Elite. Elite Bare Bones Club, where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy f***ing shit! NicoBrew.com N-I-K-O-B-R-E-W NicoBrew, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. This is Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Brewing Network. The Brewing Network. Saving your life, one beer at a time. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for sticking around with us. This is the session, and we are about to talk to Matt Simpson, who is the beer sommelier. Matt, you with us? Yes, sir. How are you? I'm doing all right. Hey, thanks for being on the show. I appreciate it. Thanks. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, you sound great. Good. I just wanted to tell you that the last time I went to Forks, I hit up this Chinese restaurant called the Shitty Walk, <laughs> and um, you know, I, I got to meet the owner, but he was in and out a lot because he was building a shitty wall. Yeah. Like, <laughs> They're shitty the- Mongolians. Yeah, beyond beyond the restaurant. So, but the food was pretty good. <laughs> it wasn't shitty. That's good. 
Yeah, it was it was all right. Sort yeah. of like your waitress. Yeah, she was the only thing that was all right. Even the sandwich I had was shitty, man. <laughs> it was no good. Uh, where are you located, Matt? I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. And outside. Have you always been based out of Atlanta as the beer sommelier? Yes. I, uh, I'm originally from um, from New Jersey. Don't laugh. There are <laughs> Too late. Some, some, some good people, some talented and intelligent people that come from New Jersey. Which exit? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a Rutgers University graduate. That said, um, I had another career years and years, you know, over a decade ago at this point. But um, I sort of shifted... Uh, shifted gears about four or five years ago and um, made a go at this. What was your previous career? It was uh, journalism and uh, network uh, video production, broadcasting video production. Okay. And uh, TV, I, I worked at the Food Network for a period of time. I worked at 24-hour news network. I did producing and directing for a, a small station in New Jersey and stuff like that, whatever. So what got you into the beer situation then? In short, I was I was tired of working for the man, and uh, and uh, and constantly looking for for work that sometimes made me happy and more often didn't. And uh, I spoke to my wife at the time and uh, told her I had this idea, and uh, I could. I figured we were sort of on the precipice at that time of something that was really growing and um, going in a uh, an upward and positive direction. And um, just started to uh, to build the company. I, I, I uh, figured uh, I'd make a go at at um, creating a, a consulting business because I didn't feature taking hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever to start a brick and mortar buying and selling company. You know, buying, selling, and uh, what is it? A, um, a beer? You mean? No, no. Well, anything. What's the old? Uh, I don't want to buy anything. I don't want to sell anything. Process. I don't want to process anything. I don't want to sell anything bought or sold or process anything. Anyway. You just wanted, uh, to, you, you wanted to go talk for a living like I do. Yeah. I mean, to tell you the truth, it, it, I probably could have eventually become a, a brewer, but it's just way too much work for me, man. You know, putting those waiters on on 102-degree days and shoveling grain, and it's just I'm too lazy for that. So I decided to uh, to, to go in a different direction. Why do something today that you can pay someone else to do for you tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Now, you said when you were starting it out, you, you talked to your wife at the time. Does that mean you talked to her at that time, or she was your wife at that time and is not your wife now? No, no she's, she was and still is is my wife. Okay. Yeah, yeah because fortunately. We're, we're you know, there, there are ups and downs, but yeah, we, we've made it through. Well, and I only ask because... Wife uh, at the time. It's, well, that's, what you, that's what you said. Yeah. It. And, uh, yeah. you know, starting the Brewing Network wasn't easy either. You know, uh, a couple of, sure. you know, a couple of people have gone by the wayside due to that, too. So I didn't know if maybe your, your beer career had gotten in the way of your husband career, you know. Yeah, there are times it does, but we... Um, you know, there's one word you need to keep in mind whenever whenever you put the ring on on someone else's finger, and that word is compromise. And so, as long as I keep that in the back of my head, and she does as well, we're right. we're all good. I you thought know? you were going to say prenup. <laughs> I've got a uh, phone number yeah. for you. Could you like dial that right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Doc needs help. <laughs> you don't have to say much. Just yeah. say compromise. 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 Now, Matt, just so you know, you got a lot of people in this studio, not just the voices in your head. Um, so <laughs> yeah. uh, they might announce themselves as they ask you questions as it goes. But there's just a bunch of us sitting here to talk to you. Hi. Hey. You know. There you go. Hey there. 
Uh, okay, so you consider yourself also. Tell me what it means to be a, a beer sommelier, because I'm, you know, I'm looking at your your, your resume uh, of sorts, and it's got a lot of different things on it. So, so tell me what a, a beer sommelier means to you. Well, well, I'll cu- I'll cut right to the chase. The the fact is, I didn't have any when I was creating the business. I didn't have any illusion that the general public could wrap its mind, especially at the time. Keep in mind, we're going back four, five, six years. I really didn't think that the uh, American public could wrap its mind around some amorphous concept or some new created word that represents something that they didn't even know yet. But they know sommelier. Some do, some don't. They mispronounce it all the time. But the fact is they've heard it. Okay. So they can sort of wrap their arms around it. And, And again, keep in mind, I was creating a business. I'm not running a blog I'm not, uh, you know, giving myself some self-appointed title. I'm. It's an LLC. It is a trademarked name. Um, I'm. I'm in business to do business, and everything else that comes along with it is a, a great piece of gravy, you know. Um, so the the fact is that I thought that term would be something that the the world could sort of understand when I hand out a business card or when they go to a website or they go to you know your your all hated Facebook page or whatever you know what right. I mean it's like you know I know I know you hate Facebook but it does serve a purpose at least for sure you know well that makes for, sense to me I think that's a I think that's a smart decision on your part especially uh, you know six years ago or something and and I say why not uh, uh, you know uh, if a sommelier uh, doesn't have to stick to wine I think it more uh, to me, the word more alludes to an expert and, and someone who really knows what they're talking about and somebody who can guide you through what you need to know to order, to pair, to uh, purchase, any of those things. So uh, I think you made the right move back then. Not that us brewcasters have a problem with making up words and appointing a word to yourself, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, and there's there, there's so much to it as well. I didn't... I didn't um, sort of narrow myself it it's sort of uh you know i've taken it to mean educator and uh and speaker and um consultant and event host and all kinds of things i sort of left the the door open for all kinds of uh Sure. All kinds of, of uh, facets to the business itself. So, so maybe what's more important, I think, is how you were able to convince. You know, we're we're a, a you know we're in our sixth year now, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Our sixth year, guys. I uh, think it's ten, <laughs> right? Uh, like but that. it's a new media that we do, and still occasionally have to convince people of, of why it exists and why they need it. Uh, right. How were you able back then to convince people that they needed you and that you could provide a service? That's a great question because Guns. a lot of people say, oh, it's a very niche business. The fact is I didn't fill a niche. I created a niche, and okay. that is really hard. But I'd spoken with a bunch of people before, including a lot of uh, um, uh, professional brewer friend of, friends of mine, one of whom said, hey, you know, years and years ago, people would come into the – it was a brew pub here in Atlanta, and he said people would come into the brew pub – and they'd want me to host these parties and tell them all about beer. And he's talking about a decade and a half ago getting 250 bucks to do one of these. And that's what sort of made it spark in my mind that I could be taking all this sort of some total knowledge of my passion for, for, you know, over a decade and use it, utilize it, actually sort of make uh, a way for 
for a business in doing that. And what I did was in the beginning, I tried to target um, hosted tastings as my sort of biggest chunk of bread and butter, so to speak. So you would go to a brewery and say, hey, we could do a hosted tasting here and I could run it for you. Well, I'll tell you what. Really, the the breweries are 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 a tough uh, line of um, of marketing and promotion for me, only because the brewers usually do it themselves. Right. Keep in mind, my audience aren't beer geeks. My audience is the general beer loving public, folks who want to hire me to do a birthday party for a um, and and this isn't my only line of work, but in that prong of my business, uh, the hosted tastings. It's, um, uh, who knows, uh, law firms. I've done um, hosted tastings for uh, bachelorette parties, and I was hired by Ernst & Young up in New York and uh, to do their sort of end-of-year uh, international sales force get-together, whatever it was. See, that's Stuff the way to go. go. Yeah, the right. non-beer geek route is the way to go. Yeah. Because, yeah. Uh, And I'm not it's discounting your knowledge, but even I sound like a smart beer guy at those functions. Well, I wonder how yeah. many wheat beers were at the bachelorette party tasting. <laughs> Believe it or not, the, the, the bachelorette was actually a huge Belgian beer fan, so we had a ball. Nice. It was fantastic. Uh, we did like six or eight really great Belgian beers, and we're fortunate. That one was here in Atlanta. And we get a fabulous selection of beers here in Atlanta. We've got some of the best beer bars and beer stores in the country here now. People, you've heard of the Brick Store Pub? Oh, yeah. Heard of Brick Store Pub? It's right here in Atlanta. I don't know if you've heard of Hop City. Hop City is right here in Atlanta. I and, haven't heard uh, of Hop City, but I've been told by many a guest and a listener that we, sh- we need to go to the Brick Store. It's, a f- it's a fantastic, and, and they are fantastic because... The law, the, the cap on this, our 6% uh, limit was raised, and we are, were, as soon as we were allowed, uh, you know, almost not quite limitless, but up to 14% beers, um, it really expanded uh, absolutely an immense amount. And so uh, the first, and the first beers that we got here were the Belgians. So we have a sort of a deep rooted uh, love of craft belgian beers here well but that said going back to what you were you were saying really quick and i understand exactly what most beer geeks think that you know i could be doing this why aren't i doing this keep in mind i've i also my my start was years and years ago i mean before i ever moved to atlanta i had probably over a thousand beers that i tasted that's just tasting and then i started homebrewing and i co-founded the um the beerseller.com I've been an admin on Rate Beer for what, like uh, four or five, five years now. Um, just sort of the and oh, I forgot to mention I'm a BJCP certified judge as well. So yeah, I saw that in I, my notes. I'm going to ask you about that soon too. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'd like to think that I've got sort of that entire range of skill set to be able to not only say what I need to say and and actually be competent in doing so but sure uh do it to do it in a down-to-earth way that's easy for joe say joe budweiser to understand when they want to so you know and um, i'm going to agree with you that that's the skill i i certainly wouldn't say that anybody could do this because knowing what of of the of the amount of knowledge that you have you you do have to pick which parts of it you're going to present to which audience and it's really very audience-based um, I, I would give a different presentation to a brand new brewer than an, than an intermediate brewer. 
The, yeah, there's no question. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This TV show thing that we did, we had to go do an appearance with a bunch of, it was just a, um, a business organization in San Francisco, you, it, like a membership. Several community businesses were part of this thing. They threw a party. They asked JP and I to go out and do a little beer presentation. And I kind of started telling them about how to make beer, and their eyes just rolled into the back of their heads within like eight yeah. seconds. I mean, it took it took it's like two words. It took the word mash and hops, and they and they. Nah, they, they see, it's a skill to know your audience. So, so uh, yeah, I certainly wouldn't say anybody could do it, Matt. Yeah, and in fact, actually, I don't know if I should be saying this. I don't know if I'm allowed, but I think it's I think it's all set. I think actually, the curriculum is being set, but. Well, no, I probably shouldn't. All I'm going to say is that there's going to be a large uh, brewing institution bringing their beer sommelier certification program to the United States, and I'll most likely be working with them. Oh, is that right? So that so that other people could be, uh, and, and their title then would be a certified beer sommelier. You're saying correct? I, Cor- I think I, I, you know, I don't know what the exact title of the certification will be but it'll be something like that sure right. something along those lines well i think that credentials are important um and especially well if you're trying to sell yourself credentials are important even with the brewing network it wasn't until we were able to kind of um you know post that we're not just a, a beer podcast we're the official webcast of the great american beer festival we're the official webcast of the national homebrews conference there are things that people want to see and want to hear to know that you're not just a guy who likes beer which is no like i agree half the planet. i agree 100 and in fact i didn't get my bjcp certification until after i started the business because i needed to there were different phases to building the business and one of them was a credibility building phase i i could have known everything there was to know but if i can't prove it then what good is it it's the same as marketing people hate a self-promoter but the fact is you could be the best in the world at what you do but if no one knows you exist then what's the point of doing it sure now let's talk about the bjcp for a second because i do see here that you're a judge and you've mentioned it but i also see that you don't really like judging i yeah well yeah i guess you talk to moscow about that huh (laughs) yeah we kind of have to yeah (laughs) So um, it's to me, and it's I have the dubious distinction of being the only admin in rapier history to have a zero zero rating profile. In that it's it doesn't say that I haven't had thousands and thousands of beers, but to me, the enjoyment of drinking the beer is tantamount. To me, I don't want to have to work when I'm drinking a beer and writing and concentrating and and scrutinizing and staring and sniffing is is to me um a lot of work and it makes my brain hurt if i have to do it for way too long and so i really i I, and i also have i guess what's known as a quick palate and my my buddies here in atlanta hate me because of it i sort of absorb a lot about a beer as long as it's at correct standing temperature if it's really cold, I have to let it warm up and then try it as I go. But if it's sure. at proper serving temperature, I, I can sort of smell it, drink it, take a look at it, and get the thing in you know a few seconds. I understand the Danish now. You know the Danes who drink a thimbleful and they do it. You know tens of thousands or whatever. They have all these huge ratings. But to me, I don't want to have to. Uh, to my mind. I don't want to have to sort of really concentrate too, too much. I want to enjoy the people around me. I want to enjoy the atmosphere. I want to enjoy the beer itself. 
without working too much towards that end. And the thing about a BJCP competition is it's all day of that. It's an entire day or more sometimes right. of sitting and, and picking out the flaws in a beer and, you know, uh, and seeing whether it falls within the, the, the correct SRM and IBUs it's and work. the alcohol's right and just everything. And you're, you're writing all about it and analyzing. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I, I can't I say have that to- I really enjoy it. You know, I have to confess that I've I've been wondering. Matt has his voice has sounded familiar since the beginning of this interview. I've been trying to figure out where I know him from. I'm pretty sure he's the voice inside my head. <laughs> he, he's, like, he's exactly the company I would have started if I weren't so stupid. Because his is even less work than my gig, and I agree with him 100. percent I just want to enjoy the beer, and I love talking about beer. Don't get me wrong, but but I don't want the work and the writing and the and the sniffing. Oh, what, what about everybody else in here? Well, I, I agree with the writing part. I wouldn't write notes about a beer. But I, I do start with a, sort of an analytical approach to the beer. I'm smelling it. I'm sipping it. I'm I'm, sure. I'm, 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 I'm measuring the temperature against flavor, and but I'm letting it warm up. And do you that. like that, though? I like that. It's like part it. of my enjoyment of the beer. I, I mm. So I mean, you know, but you also are not a BJCP. Ju- you don't go judge. Uh, I don't know if it's for I don't the same judge. reason. I, I, no, well, yeah, I don't like. To, I don't feel comfortable giving my opinion about somebody else's beer. That's you know, it's more my opinion, just my opinion. I see. Yeah, so, and and keep in mind also, it's everybody has an opinion. That's the great thing about the BJCP is it sort of certifies everybody um, to project the same opinions. You're 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 based in the guidelines. And so you may have your opinion. You may hate a beer, but you could give it a 45 out of 50 on a BJC. And I've done that uh, on a BJCP exam because it fits the style guidelines. It fits the, what it's supposed to be. But it's not and your I, kind of beer, not something that you'd go buy, you mean? Exactly. It's objective. It's completely a blind and objective. It's very scientific. And so you have to be as objective as possible while you're... You're doing these these judgings, and by the way, if I really am the voice in your head, send me gold. Send <laughs> right. me gold. Hey, you're asking the wrong guy, voice. <laughs> I was wondering which voice that actually was. Was it number two or number five? <laughs> yeah, I don't know yet. I'll ask my shrink tomorrow <laughs> which voice Matt is. Uh, and now here's another interesting fact about Matt that I have here. And now this one is not like me at all because I I just don't know how I would ever do this. But the guy's got like over three, uh, like three thousand plus bottle collection, and that's amazing. First of all, I don't even know where you keep that. But second of all, that's a that's a lot of investment of time and money to collect that many beers, Matt. And it's a lot of not drinking, which well, you're also yeah. not very good at. Right? You need friends to snake all well, your beer. There, you. Yeah, there's no question. I mean, it's it's taken a lot of years, and there were a lot of you know folks in the beer geek community a lot of haters are saying haters. Uh, it's a, you're wasting all your beer but the fact is first and foremost it's an experiment second keep in mind that i moved to atlanta when there was a six percent cap on abv so i had to bring with me every trip i made as much as i could possibly haul and this was before 9-11 so it was a hell of a lot easier to bring back cases right. of beer i went to belgium and i brought back like three quarters of a case of westy 12 back in like oh one or oh two whatever it was and it was a piece of cake back then it was real easy and so i miss those when days you're, <laughs> when you're bringing in bringing back to your home more than you can drink it tends to sort of back up and Keep in mind, I don't know if you, you've ever heard of uh, Keith Peterson, KP, the sort of uh, the, the notorious 
KP KP Seller. Uh, if you if you Google KP Seller, you'll you'll see okay. uh, part of him, and he's he's sort of an enigma, and he's definitely a, an Atlanta mainstay. And he was sort of one of my my mentors, and at the time he had what was probably the largest beer cellar in the entire world. Um, probably it was probably more voluminous than mine is now. And we'd have Ale Atlanta meetings where we'd have dozens and dozens of beers. This is in the late '90s, early 2000s, all higher gravity beers. And he would bring six, eight year verticals at a time. And so this was going back over a decade. This was my sort of uh, this was my formative period. And I was really um, I'd enjoyed beer before then. But this really sort of got me into the into the industry and into the craft, and so I sort of when I started creating my cellar, I did it with making verticals in mind, and in doing so, you have to collect year after year after year in order to do that. But yeah. as I said, it's it's an experiment, and um, I've found that the uh, all the the ones that didn't make it, the the lower ABV beers, the ho- big hoppy beers. They're gone now, and I'm filling them in with more sours, more uh, what I call Uber beers, or the the really ultra high gravity beers. So, what like, does your uh, cellar look like in ter- for our beer geeks in in the audience in terms of uh, temperature control and and even use use of space because that's a lot of beer. What's your cellar great like? Question. Very good question. When my wife and I were looking for a home, uh, her requirement was the uh, master bedroom, so she would go upstairs, and my requirement for the home was the cellar. Okay. And we have a, uh, a three-quarters unfinished cellar with one quarter being finished, and that one quarter is what holds my beer cellar. And in, in that, uh, there is a dedicated uh, vent. So during the summer... The doors, it has two entry doors. They're both closed, and the air conditioner runs, uh, and it keeps it between 50 and 60 degrees, generally speaking, almost at all times. And then during the winter, I uh, seal that up so the heat doesn't enter, and I just open the doors so the cold gets in, and it, again, stays usually between 50, 55 to 60 degrees. So it's a uh, it's a, a workable situation. It works really well, and I've got a little thermometer in there, so I can always tell about what it is. Okay, and and storage wise, uh, do you store yeah. all your beer upright, or do you have a kind of wine racks down there? No, all the beer is stored upright. I have a few cases of various wines, and they're stored on their sides, but uh, all beer definitely upright for so many so many reasons but um, give us a couple of those reasons is it just so the sediment goes to the bottom uh, what about the cap tell me just a couple things of why it should be upright not so much the sediment but one yet yeah, i mean caps obviously you don't want to rust caps you don't want too much uh contact with the cap but especially where the question usually arises is the um the, the corked and cage 750s and these days obviously the the um you know, the 375s and 500 milliliter bottles, but all those for a number of reasons. Um, one, the, the composite corks today don't sort of, uh, they don't dry and shrink like they used to. They're really hardy and they, they, they just, they hold up almost like a cap does. So, okay. uh, there's no need to keep them damp. Second is the, you want as little contact with the air that's uh, obviously you're you're trying to oxidize extremely slowly and in a good way. You don't want to get that cardboard paper musty kind of oxidation. You want to get the sherry notes. You want to get the, the dark and dried fruits. You know the plum, raisin, pears, and if they're imperial stouts, you want to get that melded 
chocolate, a little bit of coffee, and sort of fade those hops and the alcohol away. So in order to do that, you want as, as slow and, and little oxidation as possible. And it, it, the top of a, a bottle at the neck is maybe a nickel in size around, but if you turn it uh, laterally, if you turn it to uh, to 90 degrees, then you'll see it's this big, long sort of piece of, of, of uh, air that it's being exposed to. And whether it's carbon dioxide or not is is arguable i know there's there's carbon dioxide but you're, you're going to get some air in that space as well and so okay that's one of the other reasons as well but again you know it's always it's always best and i've learned the hard way through storing a lot of older belgians on their sides early on in in my uh, in my experimentation and a lot of them especially the uh, the trappists like la trap i used to have access to la trap quad so i pick up a bunch of bottles at a time and that that after a couple of years always turned so cardboardy and musty. It just it, it wasn't very pleasant. Mm, so okay, um, I've learned from one of the best, Joris Joris Patin in in uh, in Belgium. He's one of the admins on Rape Beer as well, and he's a font of information. The guy is fantastic. Now, and uh, he's here, he's written whole articles on it. So okay, here's a beer geek question for you that might tell us how much of a beer geek you are. What's how, a cork? How- <laughs> I'll try my best. <laughs> How do you inventory these three thousand? Do you have some like immaculate list, or you just it's in your head? Well, that, uh, well, first that doesn't necessarily. Uh, uh, dictate whether I'm a beer geek or not. Just how anal I am. And right. I'll tell you this. Sure. I used to, up until maybe three or four years ago, when I had a Palm Pilot. That'll tell you how long ago. I used to actually keep an inventory. But they started coming in at such an advanced rate, and I started moving things around so much that I just stopped. It's in it's in rough alphabetical order. I, we have an IKEA here, and so I got uh, nice, like really nice wooden shelves from IKEA, something like you would see it uh, like in Belgium, you know, yeah. in any really good comes with the Allen wrench store. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. You know, like Mania, I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, with Beer Mania in Belgium, but that's, you know, he's got the the most awesome setup and that's the kind of stuff that I wanted for for mine. It's not quite like that, but you know, okay. nice wooden shelves for my key and I try to keep them basic alphabetical order and what I do is into the front, out from the back. So the the older years are in the back and then the newer newer stuff gets put up front and, and what i do is take a silver sharpie to each one as it comes in and i will write the year on the front on the front of it i'll write um in two letters you know 08 09 11 whatever so okay all right so we've I, got our uh, we've got our good friend sean paxton in the room here today and uh, i don't know if you know of sean he's the homebrew chef and yeah, we know uh, how you doing oh you know i'm is great that tra- is that trademark <laughs> i'm working on it <laughs> So right. here's what we uh, first thing I wanted to do. Is, we, we wanted to test you just a little bit, Matt, to find out about your Somalianess. And um, yeah, so, so I know that Pax just has some like pairing questions. But just before we do it, Pax, and I just wanted to compare a little bit because I've seen your beer cellar too. How many how many beers do you think you have hidden away in that yeah. garage of yours? Oh, I actually have to count them. <laughs> <laughs> right. If you had to guess, oh, what would you say? At least a couple thousand. Yeah, yeah I was going to say pretty, th- three. Uh, well, oh, and well, now I mean, I have. I mean, is is it just commercial beers? A homebrew? Is it you know? Uh, oh, I count homebrew. Come on, we're homebrewers yeah. here. No, I, I count that. So, I mean, oh, yeah. but that's I wouldn't. So, Are we talking your homebrew? Asshole. Or like, or like, oh, <laughs> nice. I wouldn't even more like that step. <laughs> well, so also just before I forget, Pax, 
I did open one of your bottles of wine that you and oh, yeah. um, Mike, Mike Riddle, Riddle made yeah, together yeah, the yeah, other night. Yeah. I shared it with the French guy uh, who's, who's still here. Yeah, he those actually me just French won wine. a whole bunch of silvers and gold at the Napa State Fair. We all loved it. Yeah. It's we were real really drunk, good stuff. but we all loved it. Uh, thank you, thank it was a really good bottle of wine. that. Yeah. <laughs> it was nice. Okay. I know that so, guy. <laughs> I know uh, that guy, the French guy. The French guy, yeah. Everyone knows that guy. guy. We just call him Frenchy sometimes, guy. you know. The French guy. Yeah. You'll uh, find him taking a nap. <laughs> is that where he is right now? That's where all French people do. They just <laughs> sleep. He probably is taking they a nap. They sleep and criticize you. So, all right. Like me, no. Pax, did you have some pairing questions to, to see about his Somalianess? Well, no, it's not necessarily your Somalianess, but it, it's like, how do you... Um, you know, I, I look at my dinners, and I am able to pick the beers and then work those beers into the... Into the food and also yep. into the pairing, and then think about you know layers of flavors and where I'm going to compare and contrast and how those flavors going to sure. kind of cr- come across. Where you're on the opposite end because I've already done all the work. Where you're talking to a customer who might be ordering this or that, or, or you're consulting on these different things. What's your thought right. process about flavors? Whether it's compare, contrast, and what are you trying to bring out in the pairing for the customer? Sure. Great question. And, and to tell you the truth, it all boils down to one word. And for, for me, anyway, and it's balance. It's simple balance, much like you would with wine. For me, you never want one side of the equation to outbalance the other, to overpower it. If you find that you're, uh, you know, washing down a, a great dish with a beer that's just sort of eliminating what you just tasted, then it, 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 it sort of, uh, it mitigates the, the entire experience. And so, um, I like to sort of keep both sides, and I'm not saying I can't compare and contrast uh, effectively, but I think that one side should never sort of overpower the other. So that's what I keep in mind whenever I'm, um, whenever someone gives me a menu, say, uh, and says, "Hey, pair beers with with this menu or these recipes or whatever," and I've done that for for recipes as well. So, so along that, just because you know we can't be too specific, but you know. When you look at the wine world, you know, and sommelier mm-hmm. being from the wine world, do you find a lot that, um, you know, that red wine, white wine kind of uh, list that everybody has, you know, do you look at beer that way with lagers and ales or, you know, darks to lights or hoppy to not hoppy? I mean, how do you yeah, look at that you know, as far less, as because, I mean, yeah, I always I, struggle I, with. I, I'm <laughs> definitely, I'm on the same page. I think less having to do with um Dark and light, definitely hoppy is plays its its own role. Um, you think about I think, how we taste, right? I you think know. more in terms of uh, light to heavy, like you know, lighter and bigger beers. I sort of look at the entire beer spectrum as a bell curve, and if I'm dealing with a lighter type food, I like to pair it with lighter beers. And if I'm dealing with you know rich chocolate mousse, I like to pair it with something from the right side of that bell curve, like a big imperial stout. You know, so I, I think in terms of of uh, weight and characteristics and body of a beer, rather than you know just sort of color, I look at the entire sort of style guidelines, this whole style kingdom, and I also no matter for whom I'm doing this, I still need to keep in mind the availability. So, for instance, yeah. if I'm doing it for someone here in Atlanta, I know exactly what I'm dealing with. But uh, if I'm doing it for, you know, for instance, like uh, Rachel Ray, Everyday Magazine got in touch with me and said, we've got these recipes to do, and uh, but they have to be nationally available 
craft beers. And that sort of limits, you know, my ability to um, pair effectively. But I, sure. I still make do. You know what I mean? It's the lesser of two evils. It's not like they said it has to be all paired with something like, you know, pay a lager, like Bush Light or something. So... Um, well, this is where I struggle, too, is because you look at, I mean, even within a style, there's so much variation. You know, I mean, yep. each brewer has their sure. own interpretation of that style or what they no like question. and what they don't like or their water or their hops that they can get because, you know, it's a crazy market out there. And, and uh, yep. so, I mean, I always look at that, too, where, I mean, I struggle when people ask me, well, what should I pair with this? Well, it's kind of so mm-hmm. generic. You know, it's like, well, what can you get? Because I've found that when I've written articles where I can't get that beer and you're like, oh, yeah, huh. Oops. Yeah, you can't get that everywhere. Right. Um, so, and you know, if you can, that's great. But then it's like, do you want to dumb it down? Because it's also that's what's I think fun for you and I is is that we do have these sellers, and we yeah. go out of our way when we're on trips and whatnot to bring stuff back to keep it fresh. And you know, I I think it's always an interesting thing to look at beer. You know, as far as okay, how do we put it on the same level as wine, if not better? And then how do we promote not only our friends' beers but also beer in general for the average you know person that they can actually understand these things even i i can't tell you how alike we're thinking we're like we're exact we're not only playing the same ball game but we're in the same dugout i'll tell you i've had the the exact same um the same trains of thought so many times and people say you know a lot of people in the beer community say you know hey it's just beer but I, we, I, I don't know about you, I'm an old guy. And so, I, I mean, I grew up in the generation of mi- extremely funny, but still like Miller Lite commercials with the athletes, you know, like Terry oh, Bradshaw. Yeah. But that's how beer was sold. And that's the generation. Well, now it's just that, sold with horses with, you know, yeah, I mean, hooks, that's, you know, that's I mean. the, and, and the beer swilling fat dude is how, America and the rest of the world sees American beer drinkers. And I always said, you know, we need to actually um, take a step beyond the perception that the public has of wine, and then we can back off. So how do you think we do that? Because, I mean, this is where I struggle every day. I think we're doing it doing it in baby steps, but how can we do it on everything that's... I mean, but we're, on, a bigger we're scale. on the road to create... I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just... I'm like, I'm, you got me on a train of thought. Go and I'm for like, it. So... I'm like so like passionate about this is everything that that you and I are doing and everything that um, the the new craft beer uh, movement is doing. I mean, there are new brewers that are cropping up all the time, and they're not creating, um, you know, they're not creating pale lagers anymore. There are nano is that brewers. order by color. And, I mean, I always like it too because like. I love it when I can go to a place and they don't have, you know, the IPA, the pale ale, the porter, the stout, and a wheat beer. Right. Like, they actually have something outside of that. And, and that's Like where... an IPA? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> right. I just burned you, Keep Paxton. in mind, though, I see how just it remember, it's a, double, it's a double-sided coin, and that really it's a, it's a double-edged sword is a, is a better analogy, because <laughs> when we go to the beer store now... And we look at the shelf, and we don't see one ninety nine and two ninety nine for those beers, and we see thirteen ninety nine and sixteen ninety nine for those beers. We, we all we can do is look in the mirror and say, "Hey, listen, this is the you know the monster that we've created." But we kind of have to. You have to sort of 
it, it's it, it's capitalism and it's supply and demand. And if but they can the get thing these, with a, you know, a restaurant. get these prices, then then more power to them. And again, this is sort of a a, a creation of our own making. So but still, um, I look at it know, like at, gotta, at a restaurant. Kind of just sort of like go with it. But I look at it a restaurant. If you go to almost any restaurant in the U.S. The beer page, if there is a beer page, is maybe four to maybe ten beers on on average. And then you look at a wine list, and they got 300, 200 bottles of beer or wine. And right. that's where I struggle because it's like, yeah. wait a but minute. But it's changing. It's it, changing. It's and, changing, and, but also, like, how can we make that change faster? Because well, this is where I'm yeah. trying to look at. If I could just jump in here, especially because i got to shut you two up for a minute. <laughs> Uh, it's right. going to go crazy with the two of you. Uh, I would love to put you guys in a room together. That would be great. And just turn on the microphone. And then walk away. <laughs> We're having a tasting Saturday. If you can fly out here for next ta- next Saturday, I'll put you up. Man. Oh, man. I appreciate oh, wow. that. Good invite. There you it's go. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a lot of fun. you got to come out. Well, the, I, the only thing I want to say is I, I know how passionate Paxton is about speeding that up and, and making that happen, but... Um, also, just the education piece. But I have to kind of jump in and, and say, and I, I think we we differ just a little bit on this, Pax, is that I'm comfortable dumbing it down when when the time is right. Because oh, I agree. I feel like uh, you, you again, kind of what we were talking about at the beginning, that you do have to know your audience and you do have True. to know who you're speaking to. And I would rather dumb it down to some kind of a gateway type of a beer than lose somebody entirely because Absolutely. I've gone off on this tangent about how it absolutely has to be the best every time and no and, question you know and, and, and that's and that's another reason that I'm very selective when I'm approached by uh, some sort of uh, national entity I need to be careful that I'm not trying to geek out I really need to bring it down a, you know well we watched at a level eight, you know I need to be at about a level three sure kind of thing. And, so, I, and we saw some of your clips in fact uh, give us your website so people know where to go um, oh, I appreciate it. It's uh, it's just thebeerexpert.com. Okay. Thebeerexpert.com. If you go to thebeerexpert.com, you can see a couple of clips with Matt. Um, and he did, you know, one clip that I watched, Matt, was you on uh, ABC News talking about the, the stupid, uh, you know, beer. Uh, yeah. The beer summit. Summit. The beer summit. Yeah. And I got to tell you that I appreciated the the way that you did it. Um, and, and for two reasons. For one... They didn't give you any room to to talk about beer. That's not what you were there for. <laughs> I mean, they they talked to you about the three beers that were given, but you you really didn't cave in a subtle way. You kind of said, um, in fact, for one of the guys who chose the Blue Moon, you said, um, "I wish I could really have some time to uh, help him explore real craft beer." And you just you 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 answered the questions about the beer in a in a in an honest and diplomatic way, and, and I just thought you did a good job because when you're on a forum like that, they would have just cut you off in about thirty seconds if you went off on a tangent about how none of that was anything good and they needed to go to craft beer, you know. And I'll tell you this though, and I appreciate that. I, I, you'll never hear me bashing. The big boys. I may say that they're uninteresting. I may say that they're not really very experimental, that they're, you know, refreshing and and all that. But the fact is that they make consistent products over and over and over again. And they still do fit into the style because they serve a purpose. You know, they are refreshing and they're very light, but they are refreshing. And when you get done mowing the lawn, they're great to pound down and whatever. They serve a purpose. And until you've had a really flawed, I mean, diacetyl filled DMS or, you know, just a nasty POS beer that's just been completely just tr- trodden on. Yeah. 
you don't you don't really appreciate everything else. And we talk about Blue Moon, and I'll tell you the the Blue Moon line actually makes a pretty good product. And in fact, the Grand Cru. I think the Grand Cru is downright tasty. I love that beer. I think it's really pretty good. Well, I so, haven't had that yet. Uh, we ha- They were a sponsor of our TV show, too. Um, yeah. Now, none of us ever necessarily bash the big ones either. We say kind of the same thing that you say. There's a place for that beer, and there's a place for people who like that beer and, and everything else. Yeah. I guess what I just mean to say is there are also others who will, if you're if you're put in that spot, you go, well, listen, you know, Bud Light's a, a, just a fantastic beer, and I'm glad he chose that one. And might yeah, go on, yeah. and you didn't really do that, uh, but you also didn't bash the beer. And I think that's kind of the point that I'm making is that you did say there's a place for this beer, and it's you also, in your own way, said it's not a craft beer. <laughs> so it, uh, and I think that's what I mean by sometimes you have to dumb it down because you right. don't want to turn everybody off. Now, no, I agree, and and thank you, thank you for noticing. I appreciate it. So I've got another test for you, a, a question. Uh, it's a beer okay. reco- a beer recommendation question for you. So okay. let's say, for example, that I was a dirty hippie and that I was okay. going to Burning Man in a couple just, of weeks. Just stretch this. And so hypothetically, I'm going to Burning Man in a couple of weeks, and yep. uh, I'm bringing lots of beer with me. The temperature is going to be between 95 and 100 all week long. It's very dusty. It's very dry. Sounds real fun. Um, what beers, a beer or a couple of beers, would you recommend I take not only uh, for, to enjoy myself, but maybe to share with other burners who who aren't craft beer drinkers? I mean, there's so many. I'll, uh, let me, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I'd say um, because of the canned aspect, I'd go with say uh, Mama Little Mama's Little Yellow Pills from Oscar Blues. You get the cans. You get a great light, relatively light pilsner that's still got a ton of flavor. Easy to tag along. You can crush them up and then and then recycle them afterwards. You don't have to worry about breakage. And um, you know you can put them on ice, and everybody will be happy. I, another nice. one, and I'm telling you, and, and I never curse when I'm being interviewed, but I'm going to tell you this: I'm drinking the shit out of some Dogfish Head uh, Festina Pesh this summer. Oh yeah, that Berliner Weiss is an awesome, fabulous. Song. It's yeah. just a fabulous Berliner, Weiss, you know, American style Berliner Weiss. It really is close to a German Berliner Weiss. It's fantastic. Really like about what, like four and a half percent, little tart. So refreshing. You can drink half a pint of that in about four seconds and just ask yourself where the hell that beer went and then drink three more of them. I mean, it's, right. it's a great beer, you know. Those would probably be the the two, and there are so many. I mean, I don't even know where to – I mean – Those are two you know great recommendations, recently? actually. I like that. Go I ahead. I just had um, a Pilsner or Quell in yep. a can. It, like I think it was a 16-ounce can. Oh, yeah, the Tall I Boys. Those are good. Fabulous beer. It's fantastic. And again, it's maybe five, five and a half percent, but so flavorful and none of the skunkiness. It's just a great, great beer. Yeah, the you only problem I have with that beer is that I can't find the damn thing. You can find those green bottles everywhere, but that can, which is the best way to do it, I can't find it. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll have to work a trade out. I'll, I'll, I'll trade you for some of those awesome Russian River beers that you guys get out there. And I'll send you some of those along with uh, some great, awesome Georgia beers. Like uh, there you go. You know, yeah. We have a, we have, a, we have new, a bunch of new breweries now. We got uh, Monday Night Brewing. We've got uh, 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 Heaven. What, what do I think? We got Jailhouse. We've got um, uh, what else? Obviously, we have Sweetwater. We have Terrapin. Um, we like Terrapin around here. We've had yeah, some I'm, good Terrapin. Got um, you know tons and tons of great. 
beer being produced here in uh, in the South now. And okay, so, if you stack the deck a little bit, we're not going to trade you Russian River for Pilsner or Kell straight up. <laughs> Tasty you almost s- had a heart attack. If you, you stack the deck a little bit. <laughs> That's a state resource here. <laughs> we can't get anything over on you guys. No. <laughs> yeah, Tasty especially, just a big fan. Uh, uh, Vinny over there has brewed Tasty's beers before, the Janet's Brown what? Uh, over what? there. Yeah, so, I've never uh, heard of this. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> I know you guys never heard that. No. There's a picture of it over there. Um, I think you need the PA system. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt. Well, listen, I appreciate your time with us. Uh, is, is anything to plug? You got some events coming up you want to let people know about in the area? No, there's actually not a whole lot. I just finished. Um, I, I had a huge client. I just finished doing a lot of work with them. And um, uh, I got the Beer Expert app that's uh, that's on the market now. So right What does now that do? The, the Beer Expert app basically tells you all about the beer that you're about to buy. It's very simple. Now we're thinking about expanding it because we are, we're powered by rate beer and we're going to be, um, we're going to have more of a, uh, sort of a, a focused, uh, um, symbiosis with rate beer. So we're going to be having a lot more features relatively soon and we're going to be out for iPhone next. But I think the next, uh, most comprehensive beer app in queue has something like, with uh, ten, eight, six, eight thousand. How many beers do most beer um, do most beer apps have? Like, what is it? Beer Cloud. How many beers does Beer Cloud have in its database? I don't know. Couldn't tell. You. I don't know. Yeah. So, but ours has three hundred thousand plus. Almost every beer on the planet. That's great. And so, it, you, you basically you, you type it in, or you can even scan it or speak it. But those are kind of weak. You know, kind of like the app you were talking about before. They don't always work. So you type it in. And it gives you the uh, the description. It gives you the ABV, the style, the rate beer score, the weighted, not the unweighted score. So it really compares apples to apples. Gives you a picture uh, and user reviews as well. And you can save it to favorites and all that kind of stuff. So I like this for, enjoyed, for for traveling because when I'm traveling, I always want to buy the local beer. Yeah, but, no, it's perfect. That's what it's meant for. It's meant to yeah. be able to walk up to any brew pub, any uh, uh, you know cold cellar door uh, at a at a. Um, at a, a gas station or at a supermarket or at a beer store or a, a liquor store, wherever you are, if you don't know about the beer that's sitting right in front of you now that you're getting ready or thinking about buying, look you it look up. it up. And if it's in the rate beer database, it's going to be on that app, and it's going to be a lot quicker and easier to find that way. Just look at it. I like it because I'm pretty loyal to buying the local beer, but i got to admit, you gotta be. I am burned so often because, you know, there's maybe three of them. I'm picking one, and... Kind of go, oh shit! I guess I should have gotten one of the other ones. It's like an HC yeah, for me. Yeah, and that's the thing, and that's the position. You know how many times I've walked into a a package store and seen some person? I was going to say dude, but it's women too, and they're just staring at the cooler, looking left to right and up and down for minutes at a time. And I'm thinking, man, right. if I had something that these poor people could actually sort of like distinguish among all of these beers. It would be such a help, and so sure, you know. Okay, but, so the so beer expert over on on uh, is, is your app that you can find the beer expert app. It's the beer expert app, and it's it, you can get to it from my site, or you can get to it from the Android Marketplace, and okay, wherever. I mean, it's it's there. So that's a good point you make about the staring at the beer selection. I'm so happy about beer selection, but but picture this, beer geek. If you want to put yourself in 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 the new beer person's shoes, uh, go to a wine store. And then tell me how intimidated oh, yeah. you are about the selection of wine. You don't know where to begin. 
You don't know what's going to pair well with your dinner. You don't. There's a hundred. You're you're kind of you end up picking the nicest label versus price. Yeah. You know because you don't. So now sure. Now think of 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 being that way with beer. And I'll tell you that most of the people because we don't. You know everyone we know are beer people, so we don't get to see it that much. But the majority of the people. That's how they look at that beer shelf when they go and see that big, you know, all those doors full of beer. Oh, yeah, they're picking off oh, label half the time. But I'm going to throw a gauntlet out there because this is a true story. This just happened to me just the other day. I was at my local place, and there was, was a the guy like? doing the same thing. And he was like, I don't know what beer. And you could tell, like, he was picking up a bottle, and he would set it back down. And I asked him, I'm like, do you need some help? And the guy, like, he's like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, well, I know all these beers. What are you looking for? What do you like to drink? Yeah. And it was really fun to get him... Like, all of a sudden, he's like, well, I like Racer 5. I'm like, okay, well, here's some, you know, Double Jack. Here's some, you know, Union Jack. You could go over here. You know, here's, you know, Blind Pig. He helped a brother out. We went all the way across, and he's like, wow, I never even heard of these beers. I didn't know what to try. And he actually checked out behind me in the grocery store just by happenstance. And he had, like... the, the whole cart was beer. It was like, <laughs> wow. You know, you and he, said, he looked at me and he's like, thank you so much. And it was really fun just to even have that conversation because we forget. Like, right. you know, I mean, you know, and this is where we can actually help them to actually explore new things where sometimes that intimidation factor just right. disappears. So, I, go ahead, Matt. I was that guy the other day. Uh, <laughs> oh. I'm standing in front of the, the, the thing just looking at it and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm brain dead after work on a Friday and I'm, I just need something. And then there's... And at the local shop right next to me, it's got a plethora of awesome beer. Yeah, I'm just a, I can't decide what I want. And I know everything in there, and, and two of the guys come up one after the other. Can I help you? Help you out with it? No. <laughs> oh, so you couldn't even yeah. be helped. I couldn't even be helped. You don't See, I want to. I don't know who I am. I want a mat <laughs> at each one of these stores to help. Not not me, but to help. The people coming in who really want to tr- get into the beer world just don't know where to start. Yeah, well, just pick Why one. Do staff education. <laughs> I'll see there. Oh, hey, I'm glad you mentioned that, Matt, because I had a question come through from one of our listeners when he saw that you were going to be on today. Uh, yeah. Let me see. Let me find it. Be but it, it basically was about. Let's see. Uh, oh, Mills yes. wrote in. He said, "Hey, yes, Matt, I'm naked right now." <laughs> yes. No. Okay, that's it then. I guess we're done. <laughs> Uh, no, he wants to know, uh, how would you go about training the staff of a brew pub how to properly handle and serve beer? Do you have any tips or tricks? In detail, please. <laughs> well, the, the, well, Thanks, brew pub is, is a little bit different than, say, a, um, a package store. But my staff education really so, sort of covers all of that. I've got um, a PowerPoint presentation, and we, we talk about uh, everything from grain to glass. I've got a 30-page little mini book that I've written, and, um, you know, we touch the, the ingredients and smell them and taste them. We talk about styles, and we talk about, um, you know, the equipment, how it works. And once they sort of get the whole brewing process and how what, what it all involves, and, um, and we do styles tasting throughout the entire thing, so we taste... Uh, a whole bunch of different styles, and they can see the difference across that entire bell curve of the of the style spectrum. Um, that's the the basics. And then talking about an industry <clears throat> in general, what I would do is um, uh, talk to them about serving temperatures. Make sure that the the temperatures of the specific styles are are correct for those styles. Make sure they keep the lines clean above all else. Keep the lines clean. Um, you know, talk them a little bit. Touch on um, uh, the, the the volumes of carbonation and things like that. But I don't go into a whole lot of detail about that. Just generally 
speaking because uh, most of the people to whom I cater don't require that. But um, uh, serving uh, serving vessel glassware is extremely important. Uh, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and I've got a whole list of um, uh, programs that they can enact, uh, beer clubs and uh, all kinds of things that they can do to en- enamor their clientele uh, of of their uh, their location and and of the the beers that they're serving as well. So okay. there, it's there's a whole sort of plethora of stuff that that can be that can be sort of imparted. Sweaters. All right. All right. You can go to thebeerexpert.com and check it out. Matt Simpson is our uh, the beer sommelier and our guest today. If you go to thebeerexpert.com, you can find out what he's up to. You can see clips about what he's done. Um, you can probably book him uh, for any one of these educations. Uh, I know that that uh, a particular listener is opening up a new brew pub, so he wanted to know uh, cool. too about how to how to train the staff. So, um, uh, Matt, thanks for hanging out with us today, man. I really appreciate it. Um, You're welcome. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you. Uh, you- you allow me to blather no it's very cool and, and for me <laughs> yeah. it's i have to say to you that it's cool to see another guy um just kind of carving his own way in the in the beer industry and i like to uh say this to our hey, listeners buddy. you know not everybody has to be a um a brewer in this industry you know you can go carve your own thing you can be the homebrew chef you can be the beer sommelier um so uh, i just like to see it so i appreciate you coming on um, Anytime, and I'd love to love to do it again sometime. And please do let me know if any of you make it out to Atlanta, and we'll um, we'll definitely have some beers. Okay, and one last question, just coming through for our chat room for you right now. They want to know if Matt's going to be at the Savannah Brew Fest at the end of the month. Um, I you want to know? I don't think so, only because I've got something that's that's planned. I think for that date, but if it falls through, then I may. I may very well make it down, and you'll be there. All right. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Thanks very much, Matt. I appreciate it. Thanks again, guys. All right. Cheers, brother. Take it easy. Cheers to you. Matt Simpson, the beer sommelier, carving his own path in the beer world. I like to see that. How do you know him, Pax? You just met him at uh, a different event or something? I'll follow each other on Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. Oh, you, you're friends. And I think we've met at GBF. Okay. It's been a while. Got but, it. Uh, yeah. Plus, I, you know, I'm always looking at other sites and what other people are doing, and I check out his site. Stealing shit. Right. right. Not stealing, just seeing what oh, other people are doing. borrowing. Not even borrowing, just, you know, admiring. Okay. Call it whatever you want. (laughs) Bevo wants us all to know that it's official. She's too fat for her booth. All right. Both of her legs have fallen asleep. We're going to have to carry her fat ass out of here uh, at the break. (laughs) I want her to have the baby over there. Just right in the studio. I yeah. kind of want that too. That's gross. You know, I've been asking for that for years, Beef. So, not not from you, but hey, for, I tried. for somebody. I know Paxton Live tried. Birth. Are you going to stay in here like right up until like? Heck no. What? You're going to take your leave early? Yeah, you and I are going to talk about that tonight. Actually, <laughs> I want to sit in on that shit. Wow. Well, I'll tell you right now. Tonight oh. is not your last night. No, I know that. No, well, none of this no for notice bullshit. Time. I'll give you two weeks. <laughs> Why don't you do it right up in two? Imagine how great it would be. Do you be. know how uncomfortable I am right now? Well, I, well, I, Anything I'll, we could do, we could hire some just like, say, we'll sweaty no-shirt guy to rub your back. You want a back I'll, rub? I'll take no. my shirt off right now and rub your back. How is I'm be- around that's that's sweaty people right now. It's cool. <laughs> how is being uncomfortable any different than How about some hot guy you don't know? I don't know. That might no I think answer. you should stay right up until... I think what should happen is uh, I should go uh, shoot her delivery, and we'll make a. That'll be, be oh, being yeah. on the road. Lovely yeah. Nicole just said she could fill in for me, but she can. Nice. 
Yeah, I got to talk to her and Gabby. I'm gonna have. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have them trade off from Tag week team. to week. I want to see the crowning. Oh, gross, Aww. Doc! I don't even want to see the crowning. What the hell is? What wrong is that? With is you? that when the head comes out of the yeah, joint? Yeah. 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 Oh man. I think I get the choice of having a mirror or not. Yeah. You're not. Going, you're going if, it's, no if it's breach, I'll reach up in and turn it. I'm cool. Is, w- wouldn't you rather instead of having a mirror, having a videotape of you know for the you special can moment? Forever? Yeah. Definitely not. Um, is Sam going to go in and watch? Sam is the only one allowed to go in. But, I mean, is he going to watch on your end or on the Vajoin end? Oh, I don't know. I think the Vajoin end will ruin him. I don't think that he... You know... I've heard you should never go on the Vajoin end. No, well, it probably looks like an inside-out version of what happens when you have sex. (laughs) Things going in. (laughs) It's not that bad. Shouldn't Sam be in the waiting room passing out cigars or something? You were on the... Pacing back and forth. Yeah, I was on the receiving end. You were on the receiving end, Doc? (laughs) Yeah. It It didn't ruin your sex life? Oh, hell no. It's just... You're a doctor, though. You're used uh, to at that point, that. it was already ruined. Oh, I, just, I had him put in a couple extra stitches in. Uh, <laughs> you instructed them. <laughs> Tighten that one up there. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. The no, father, the, no, the in, father's not. Yeah. No, in the bee hole, not in the front. Okay. <laughs> Beav, are you uh, are you doing natural uh, birth? Yes. Nothing about that birth will be natural. Does, now, what I don't even know what that means. No exactly. Does it mean no painkillers? Uh, not necessarily, but it. <laughs> means but it means they're not going to cut. I don't want an epidural. Just you and God. No, an I epidur- don't want to be numb. Oh, but know. what about the? Well, they slide. They cut you. I don't know what it means. But I don't they, know. Maybe. What are you Mexican? Because that's not natural, will right? They cut you. <laughs> they're like doing it. What's it called? I mean, a natural C-section? in the sense of well, or the C-section or episiotomy. Oh, the episiotomy. Oh, natural in the sense of drugs. Get these episiotomy. They can. Alleviate any sort of. Oh, you don't want to do a episiotomy without an uh, epidural. Uh, they can use a topical, whatever. Uh, okay. <laughs> what's the What's the problem with the epidural? I don't. It's just doesn't it, seem. You're still gonna scream. It's pretty I'm sure intense. Scream, they go yeah. into your spine. They put in. They the yeah. They they would stick a shunt into my you spine. You should see the needle yeah. that goes. Okay, shut your nervous system down shunt? a little bit. By the way, I bet six hours in, she's gonna be thin. Give yeah. me the fucking. Uh, I'm sure I will, but yes, I know. Can you, I what kind of birth you have too, though? I will say. I don't want. Are you allowed to give the epidural to Sam instead if you don't want it? Is <laughs> oh, he allowed yeah. to have it? <laughs> oh, it hurts! It hurts! Ow. It hurts! Ow. It hurts! Ow. Ow. I can't stand here. I'll bet he's, I'll bet he's mm. on the floor in no time. <laughs> he's gonna pass out. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh man. And I don't want like I want to I want to experience it. I don't want a machine to tell me when I'm having a contraction. Why? Why do you want to experience no, she forcing say, something inside no, of a I mean, watermelon at your vashashash? The, the machine says, "Oh, Why? it's coming." I have a I, it hurts when I take a big shit. I can't imagine what it's going to feel like if you're pooping Jimmy, a watermelon. You're more of a girl than I am. Yeah, well, I, well, she does make a good oh, point. That's it. That's a, nothing there's a lot of insight right there. <laughs> that's all I got to say. <laughs> huh. So, JP, do you need an uh, epidural? <laughs> Sometimes I feel like <laughs> it. On Saturday? <laughs> I've eaten a lot of peanuts or like almonds or something like that. Yeah. yeah you know. <laughs> colon scraper. Oh. Sorry, Matt Simpson. We're going to edit this out, right? <laughs> and they can mess up, hit the wrong thing, paralyze you, you can die. Uh, no. When does that happen? No. It doesn't happen often. I just had to sign a paper saying that I was aware sure. of all of well, the things that, that could go and wrong. And your kid could have birth defects, but you still have it. And one. there's that. See? Yeah, so well, don't you worry about push it. it hard enough and they got to grab the kid's head by the tongs <clears throat> and, and pull. Yeah. Tong to tong, tong. It's already going to be Sam's kid. If your uh, baby don't is... Don't blame the tongs. If your baby is retarded, do I have to stop calling people retarded? No. You're still here. I hate that. Blessed by Jesus. That's hey, what we what? call it. 
when people have special kids and they stop using the word retarded and start using the word special, incorrect, right. just okay. It's I'm just those checking. parents that just saying because with Sam as the dad, parents are more retarded good. than the kid. Is your son retarded? Shh, we don't say that. It's just Sam's <laughs> or just kid. using it. In, I don't know. It just bothers me. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, I got some beers to try from the Pacific Northwest. Um, Some of the beers that we did on the the previous shows over the last couple weeks. So we'll do that, talk to you about them, and we got a new game to play. All that and more when we come back. Okay. Session. You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Hi, this is Push from the Brewing Network, and I want to tell you about the Brewmasters Warehouse and how you can get 10% off your next order. I'm a pretty techie guy, but I've never seen an online store like this. It's awesome. Go to brewmasterswarehouse.com and click on Brew Builder. You can whip up a custom recipe so easily even Sven could do it. Seriously, it's slick. You can share your recipe with your own logo and notes to the Brewmasters database if you want. And the best part, it keeps a running tally of the beer you're building while you're doing it. Then, bam, click Buy Recipe and your cart is filled and ready to go with helpful suggestions in case you forgot something. This thing is amazing. Brewmasters Warehouse is run the way a home brewer would do it with great service, fast turnaround, and $6.99 flat rate shipping. Brewmasters Warehouse and the Brew Builder blew me away. Check it out today at brewmasterswarehouse.com. I'm serious. And don't forget to put BN Army in the discount code box for 10% off your order. Check out brewmasterswarehouse.com. Cheers. Downtown Joe's, located in the historic Oberon Building in beautiful downtown Napa, California, offers an award-winning brew pub experience from 8.30 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day. For 15 years at the corner of 2nd and Main, Downtown Joe's has been voted Best Night Spot seven times and Best Brew Pub for the last four years in a row. Brewmaster Colin Kaminsky's handcrafted ales, like his Tailwagon Amber Ale and Double Secret Probation IPA, are the perfect accent to Riverside dining, live music, and a relaxing outdoor patio. Don't miss the Beer of the Month, special rotating taps, and the BN Army Member Special. Wear your BN gear, get 10% off your beer. Visit downtownjoes.com to make reservations, peruse their extensive calendar of events, or just read more about their fantastic beers. Come enjoy the fine beer, food, and music. Downtown Joe's, the award-winning brew pub where you'll feel at home. Here's a bite for beer lovers. Soft caramel made with real craft brew and coated in chocolate. And hop drops. Hard candies made with real hop oil. Introducing Beer Candy from BeerCandy.com. Beer Candy's amazing caramels come in four mouth-watering flavors. IPA, bitter gold wrapped in smooth white chocolate. Lager, made with a familiar beer from Boston and coated in milk chocolate. Lambic, soury Belgian goodness full of fresh raspberry and dipped in dark chocolate and stout roasty cocoa chocolate insanity hop drops are made with fuggles or cascade hops and are known as the candy that bites you back choose from sampler and full sizes of both and make your mouth jump to life all at beercandy.com hop drops and beer caramels satisfy your sweet tooth as only a beer lover could with beer candy visit beercandy.com today Hey, what are you doing, man? Writing a review of WLP 400. 
What? You're reviewing yeast? Yeah. White Labs has home brewer reviews of all their strains. Are you new to these interwebs? Check it out. That's awesome. White Labs, your source for great yeast, invites all brewers to visit whitelabs.com to read and write your own reviews of all their yeast strains. Get real-world tips and tricks from other brewers who have made the most of their vials and post your own experiences. It's another way White Labs brings you closer to the best yeast on the planet. And send. There you go. You misspelled flocculate, dude. What? Ah. Uh. White Labs. It's all in the vial. What's funny is, brewers just say, yeah, I don't brew to stop. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a sports beer. Sports beer. The home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. The name of Charlie Muff, and he invented a wonderful drink and he made it out of hop. Five short seconds. Remember Charlie Mops. One, two, three, four, five. It's only eight and eight the pot and one and six attacks. One, two, three, four, five. Thanks for sticking around, and thanks to the beer sommelier, Matt Simpson. You can go check him out at thebeerexpert.com and find out all about what he does and where he does it and how he does it and everything else. So thanks for sticking with us. Uh, this is the session, and we got a few things left to do for you tonight, including a new game by Moscow. 
What is the game called, yeah. uh, Moscow? It's called Does Joe Schmo Know? This one was easy to think of a title for. It just does, came to me. Does Joe Schmo Know? Mm-hmm. So we'll be doing that in uh, just a few minutes. But first, I wanted to share some of the beer from our trip. Um, I know one of the downfalls that uh, that the studio sees of me hitting the road and, and bringing back the show is that I'm getting all these great beers uh, while you guys are back here. So I did bring some of it back. I was pretty uh, honest when I said I'm. I think that the that that was it was some sort of karma that the you guys felt like the listeners while while yeah. I was at Hair of the yeah. Dog. Yeah, we were just on the outside, you know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So here's what I did. Um, well, and and not just me. Let's face it. Alan Sprints, uh, there, the the owner and, and brewer at Hair of the Dog, just a nice guy. Yeah, and Alan before. Awesome dude. You know, they got a brand new tasting room down there. Actually, it's where their brewery is too, but it allows them to have a real tasting room with a small restaurant. So I highly recommend you go do that. It's in um, downtown Portland. I always forget the the east west situation in Portland. Nate, can you help uh, me out? Don't even remember exactly for sure, but if you go, know where sure it's on the east side. You know where Cascade or Green Dragon are. It's not too far from there at all. And for that matter, right then over. if you know where Sassy's is, because right. that's right behind. Yeah, Cascade. that's you know the next important stop. So, so here's what I brought for you guys, and uh, I know Moscow has some glasses. Uh, let's do this. I, I want to at least go through two of these, and then of course I'll let you guys have some off the air too. But here's what I brought first: is I brought Adam, and then I've got Cherry Adam. So. Um, Adam is a hearty, he has it as a hearty old world ale. And um, this one is made with Northwest hops. It's organic Pilsner malt. Um, as you know, all of his beers, um, most of his beers are aged quite a while. And, and Adam was, was one of them. Um, this one is in memory of uh, Adam uh, Kirchhova. Um, he was a brewer and a friend. Uh, so why don't you open that one first? It's got to warm up just a little bit in the glass. So just pour small amounts in those glasses for these guys. The next one that we'll do, just I wanted you guys to be able to compare, is Cherry Adam, which is Adam from the wood. So this next one, um, he actually put into a wood barrel and put the cherries right into that barrel with it. Oh, that's a real nice one. And this is the one where, what did he say? He does something like two pounds per <laughs> Gallon? Yeah, two Wasn't pounds, that two, what it is per gallon? At least two pounds per gallon. Did we say? Did you say what New. year this one was from, Jay? The, the Adam? It would be on the bottle, oh. so I don't know. These very well. So the the cherry Adam I have here is 2011. Uh, let me see it. It's it's in the green underneath Adam. Um, this one is. Oh no! That uh, all this one says is batch 82 in the same place. So I don't know what year. Okay. Uh, it's a good 10 percent beer. Though, I'll tell you that right now. Here, uh, the dogs on the east side. By the way. East side, that's what I thought. Southeast or something like that, or east side, yeah. I just forget. Not good with directions. No. There's too much good beer in Portland, you forget where you're going anyway. (laughs) You're a hippie anyway. Hey, did did Alan bust out one of the super old Adams? Because he he told me that he has them from like 94 on. Did you get to try an old one? We did. I don't know what year it was, but he did open up some older ones. Yeah, I don't think he opened... I think he still has batch number one available on the menu if I had... If I remember correctly, but like I don't think he opened one of those. Yeah, it was seventy five dollars. Pretty cool that he ages those and has that available. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, but he opened up a real nice aged one. Um, it was awesome. Yeah, if you go to that tasting room and you check out the menu, you can buy the aged ones. You're going to pay a pretty penny for a twelve ounce bottle. Just, but you don't have to just know somebody that knows somebody. Yeah, exactly. You right. can go get it. Or yeah, it's available. It room. No, it's a really good point. And so I had known about Hair of the Dog, but I hadn't really experienced Hair of the Dog. I hadn't had the beers that I should have had. And uh, at this particular time is where he really, I got to learn the philosophy about the brewery and, 
and and then we talked about how small the batches are. And, and he's and so he's, hands-on. He loves the process of brewing. Yeah. He will brew four or five times in a day or more so you can fill one of the fermenters, and it's not... I'm sure he could buy a bigger system or get his hands on a bigger system if he wanted. He enjoys that that process of actually going through the brewing. I think he's right. particular about doing that for these beers and wouldn't want to change that at this point. Yeah, that's the, and he seems to have, like he said to us, he really built the brewery with himself in mind. He figured yeah. out how he wanted to brew and kept it that way. So here's kind of the, as you guys are tasting this, I want you to think about it a little bit because here's the premise of this tasting. So this was kind of the first time where I'm out there doing the show and doing the interview without you guys and tasting the beers. And in some ways, I felt like I was out on a limb um, talking about what I was tasting with these brewers without my guys there to back me up. Um, you know, without you guys there to, to, to also kind of say you taste this. And um, so really, uh, you know, with every tasting where I was trying to tell these brewers what I was picking up, uh, it was a unique experience for me not to have you guys there. Of course, I've done it off the air. But when you're on the air, you're kind of looking for topics and you're looking for ways to talk about it. I like how you said unique and not awful or great. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, just, it it was, was different. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you draw the line. Well, I'll tell you this. At times, it was difficult because I like being able to look across the table at you guys when I'm picking up on different things. It kind of helps reinforce me a little bit. So, so my point is, I brought these beers back to you, not just because you deserve them and I wanted you to have them, but I want to know, uh, I-, I want for my own sake to see how close I was with some of the things. So I want to know what you guys think about these beers. You don't have to remember what I said. I just want to know what you think about them, and then I can kind of go back and inventory how I did without you. You know what I mean? So um, what do you think of this, Adam, this, I, this I first pretty one? pretty much whatever you said was wrong. <laughs> that was yeah, easy yeah, you must have been drinking something else. Because <laughs> yeah. I said it was real good. No, it is definitely good. Uh, getting it's really uh, it has a lot of complexity. It's a lot of vanilla yeah. character in it. The Adam, uh, this yeah, first Adam. one, yeah, yeah it's really good. Great mouthfeel on these beers too. I mean, it's not just alcohol. It's adding a huge mouthfeel to this beer, of course, but yes. there's a nice big malt backbone and not syrupy or under attenuated type of backbone. Just a great <laughs> mouthfeel. Well, you can tell it's a high alcohol beer. Yeah, That's these right are aging beers, the bat, man. And it's in it'll age really well yeah. yeah and but the the malt behind it really gives it that uh the support what is it it's it's complex too yeah for for a strong uh, you know well I, I guess i shouldn't say for a strong ale but it uh well, i think very he complex. says strong ale on there yeah. well i know i, I mean I, w- I was gonna say it's complex for a strong ale and that really doesn't make any sense so it is very it. right it is very complex there's a lot going on uh and it, it, it's more of the interesting uh, commercial examples. Well, shit. Any example I've had of a strong ale. Yeah. yeah. It's it's one of the more interesting ones. I love hair of the dog. They're great. When you, when you brew great. something or even design something, you know you're going to roll into a lot of hot alcohol. Yeah. And yeah. you better know what you're doing to offset that. And with a beer that's going to age like this, you better know what you're doing, that what it's going to taste like in two, three, four years from now, if you can keep it around <laughs> that long. Not necessarily you're going to be able to do that. Justin just ripped the B load. It's got a really clean ethanol flavor for as much Uh alcohol as the beer has. This has got a little bit of time on it. Yeah, and... My question about the the hot alcohol part is how does... My impression was that the hot alcohol in this case really plays well against the rest of the beer, whereas sometimes I kind of shy away from that. But that little bit, it's it's not too much, just a little heat back there. Yeah, but it's... You know, people always think that oh, a lot of ethanol is just going to be hot, heat, burn you, or whatever. But ethanol is actually really sweet. Yeah. And you're going to get that sweetness coming off. And if you have too much uh, malt that's cloying behind it, 
not just maltness, but just the sweetness. It maybe didn't finish down far enough. Uh, you're gonna get it, that's where it comes into cloying, and you're gonna have this double layer of super sweetness on top of it. The okay. mash is really high too, which is really pretty yeah. interesting that these beers have this, you know, pretty well attenuated profile and have mm. you know a malt flavor, but it doesn't come off as syrupy or sweet when he's mashing it near 160. It's closer to 160 than 150. Yeah. Yeah. It's about 157 or 156, if I remember correctly. And he really you know. said that he was looking for a very dexterous malt. He wanted that stuff to stick around. Yeah, if, you, if this, if big this beer really came out. too thin, yeah, it would be hot, like you th- you're talking yeah. about, overly sweet and thin. And that's what I mean is, in this case, because it's dexterous, I thought that that little bit of alcohol heat kind of cuts through it. And yeah. and that's what I really I think appreciated about the you know sometimes I, I maybe what I mean to say too is that sometimes people make high gravity beers just to make high gravity beers. Yeah. They want a high alcohol beer. This is really designed to be a high gravity beer is what yeah. I mean. Every part of it kind of plays together. There's a reason for being 10%, not just to have yeah, a 10% Yeah, it's not beer. just an alcohol oh. delivery beer like yeah. JP mentioned earlier, complexity. Yeah. This beer is just huge with complexity. It's got like chocolate Licorice, slight, almost like a slight smoke character in the flavor. I'm not sure if he's actually using smoke malts. I don't, I don't believe so. But this all kind of blended in with this really big alcohol presence. But it's not there just for alcohol's sake. You got to think. A, you got to think a lot before trying one of these beers. Mm. Uh, trying to trying to design or brew one of these oh, yeah. things. This is not something that you brew a batch of five gallons and, and pound it down in three months. Right. Okay. Try this next one. While I tell people about it, because I think you guys are going to be excited about this one. This is one of those ones that oh. we were raving about while we were sitting there with them um, and talking about. So this one is the same beer. It's Adam, but this one's called Cherry Adam from the Wood. So he's taken the Adam-based beer, and then he's put it in wood with cherries. He actually put oak, the cherries yeah. right in there. I can just smell the oak. And this is where he that. talked about the, yeah, like we said, you know, two pounds per gallon, just a crazy amount. Yeah. You'll find, if you listen to the next show where we were at Steamworks, and we're going to taste that beer too, the Frambozen, um, he, uh, that brewer put in a, a pound of fruit per gallon. So we might be able to do a little compare and contrast. Plus, that frambozen that we're going to try is a Belgian triple. So it's also a high-alcohol beer, but his philosophy was a pound per gallon. Alan was really firm about saying two pounds per gallon uh, because he, he just felt that you really, if it yeah. was fresh fruit, you really wanted to get it out of there. And it depends on the beer you're backing up, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You're backing up Adam here. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I need the, the pregnant girl wants to try my beer. I'm oh, sorry. try Hold it, beef. Yeah. <laughs> Does the ten uh, percent sip for Latronda? Oh yeah. <laughs> so is it the cherries? So why is the cherry one not at all carbonated, like the the Adam was? Well, part of that I think is is how long it was aged in a barrel. <laughs> um, so the the from the wood series, my impression was, and especially when you're, you're adding fruit, it had been in the barrel for quite some time. Um, and he, he doesn't uh, artificially carbonate, does he? Uh, did not our, no, he only naturally. Yeah. He, he does bottle condition. Now, well, a beer like gonna, this doesn't need to be carbonated hardly at all. Yeah, exactly. It just, right. it just goes really well without that. Now, I will say this: there is a possibility that this beer was carbonated uh, when oh. we were rushing home um, from from Vancouver to here. Um, we had stopped putting ice in the cooler, and everything just sat shaking for twenty hours as we as we drove home. So there is some possibility that I even shook and heated the carbonation right out of these bottles. Uh, that's real good. Um, this tastes, <laughs> but it's great, yeah, right? That's real, you, you can't real you good. can't shake yeah, carbonation out. No, I don't uh, mean that. I mean, no, it'll go right back in. If yeah. What I mean to say is, some of our other beers recarbonated. 
are half empty from yeah. when we left BC. Do you see what I'm getting at? Things actually came out of the caps on yeah, some of our other beers. Yeah, so cool. I don't know if that's what happened to this one or not. I'm just, I want to throw it out there that it I may have. This, this is, this is a like phenomenal drink, beer. It's like drinking a really nice port. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's yes. not as, as harsh, not that the Adam was harsh by yeah. any means, but oh, um, the alcohol's gone, or the alcohol's subdued. It's very smooth. You get only a couple flavors. It's still complex. Uh, very sherry-like. Yeah, but you know what I mean? It, you know, you get the, the fruit and the wood and the malt and, and a little bit of the specialty, and then that's it, whereas the, the, the unfruited stuff, the straight th- stuff, is... Yeah. Um, there's a lot more malt going on, a lot more malt uh, character malt. Yeah, it, sure. didn't, it didn't flatten the complexity. It just made it more direct for the fruit. Right. It's really interesting right. how that right. happened. Yes, Bevo. I'm just saying. Oh, turn yourself on. <laughs> You're used <laughs> Back to there it. Behind Never mind. No, I wasn't. Um, just saying, baby shower gift. Nobody gets the mom anything she wants. <laughs> it's all for the baby. There might be another bottle of this in the fridge. That's real good. For you. It's nice, right? Yes. Yeah. It's funny to me. I, I really wow. like how we started with the atom where the, the words seemed to be complexity. And then we moved to this one because it kind of went from complex to holy shit complex. Like, it just yeah. has even more of yeah. it. Yeah. And I think that's a testament to the, to even the base beer. This is one of those that you could give to somebody that's not real beery person and say, they, first thing out of my mouth, that's beer. Yeah, that, yeah they wouldn't is, even know it's yeah. beer. Yeah. This is the kind of beer I like to give and not even tell them it's a beer. Penny dropper. Give them in, in a little, uh, give them in a little snifter and just say, sip this and, and don't tell them you're giving them a beer. And then afterward, you can go ahead and tell them. What's a beer? You know, yeah, and they'll be blown away. Yeah, it's a great dessert beer for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah really you, well with some cherry yeah. dish. Where's yeah, that bottle? with a little vanilla or something like that yeah, too. Like cherry really cheesecake or something. Draw out or the chocolate. Oak. Or chocolate. Ooh, chocolate, yeah. So Sorry, I probably I should agree, have tasty, fantastic. Can you give me that theory. bottle, please, of the, the cherry one? It kind of tastes like blood. Right? Are you getting the iron flavor? Thank yeah. You. I'm real sensitive no. to that flavor, and I don't get it. No, I'm, no, I'm it's not a reference that. Oh, you're to, talking yeah, about yeah, the Oh, got it. <laughs> talking about, there, he's talking <laughs> about different cherry. Sorry. Sounded like a joke I would make. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so the next one I probably should have started with, because it's, it's the lighter beer, but uh, I wanted to just get right to the good stuff. But uh, this, the, What do you mean? Well, the next one's great, too. This next one's called Ruth. And this is the one I think that was named after his grandmother. I think it was think Ruth it was. Buzzy who was named after. Ruth Tasty Nose. Right? I don't understand that joke. It's but not a I joke. I think that was about his grandmother. Yeah, yeah. I hung with her. Um, and go, yeah, go ahead and pour <laughs> it. She, uh, she was have any glasses over there. These are twist off, twist off caps. That just shocked the hell out of me. Uh, All that, of them? Oh, hell yeah. I don't, well, uh, is no, just, just the Ruth. Just see, the you, were draw, you were painting that, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. It's pointing at my oil painting of a beer <laughs> with the um, twist off. Yes, it was Hair of the Dog, exactly. Thank yep. you. Isn't that a, a Portland kind of thing? A There's there? a lot of beers that... Twist offs? Twist offs. I don't know, maybe. Might be a lot of hippies in Portland. They don't want to own extra stuff like bottle openers and everything. Yeah. Twist <laughs> well, I can go and, minimalist. I'm going to uh, open it with lighter, man. <laughs> Uh, are there any other clean glasses over there? I don't want to chug down my uh, cherry atom. Yeah, you do. Um, you know you do. No. Well, yeah. Here, sip it. No, that's right. Yeah, it looks like the Frenchie's going out to grab another one. So we'll be all right. So this one, it just says on here, pale ale. But my... Um, your take on pale ale? Well, or? if I had to guess, it's going to be a little more complex than just your average pale ale. I'll see what you guys think. Oh. And this was another one that, that he did share with us on the show and we talked about. Some of the curry. Yeah, he uses the Scottish ale yeast, the YE728, or 1728, I believe it is. And that yeast character really comes across in this beer to me a lot more than the other two beers. So it's kind of interesting to think about, uh, you know, the Scottish... Uh, Ill yeast character with classic American hop components to it. No diacetyl or any drawbacks that you might have from using that yeast if it was used improperly. But 
really really cool. So even like even the smell like is curry. good. Yeah, it's it. Yeah, it has a, a dank hop aroma. It's a little yeah. bit like a you know a blended curry spice or yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's it's like, like, yeah. and it's got curry, a spicy curry leaves in particular. It has a, a spicy flavor too. I think that uh, hop spice. Yeah, I think he mentioned. I can't straight. remember if he mentioned Summit or Apollo somewhere in his brewing process, and I wouldn't be surprised if there was a little bit of either one of those in this beer. But it's not just straight up bitter. It's got a, it's it's almost a cooking spices kind of bitter. Now, Tasty, you're a West Coast pale ale guy. I know that. What do you think about this example of of his pale ale? Well, I like it. I'm I'm a I say I'm, I'm a West Coast pale, but I want to, I like you know lighter pale ales, and this is certainly one of those. I yeah, like the, it's drinkable. It's not over hopped. Uh, the bittering in it is just some unknown hop because it, it doesn't really dominate the beer. Mm-hmm. This beer is more about the the balance and sure. probably lean a little bit towards the multi side. I think. I think it is too, yeah. and and I think it actually has. I would call it a sweet beer, mm-hmm. but not it, oh, in my. in taste. It's sweet, but not in result. If that makes sense, it, it doesn't, doesn't have a sweet finish. Yeah, it doesn't have a sweet finish. Right. It's not sticking all over my mouth. I could easily drink uh, uh, several pints of this beer. Even though it's it has a sweet taste to yeah, it. Yeah, it has a sweet part of the palate, but it doesn't finish syrupy. Yeah. And there's a big yeah. difference between those two. Which it's hard I've not to, had. It's hard to get a grip on it, though, after having the other two, you know, Right, giant, I did it backwards. Yeah. It's but, so um, it, it, And I don't know if it if it's a result of the last beer I had was a you know 10% fruit beer, but um, uh, it's just, I don't know, it's like... Uh, Spi- uh, like a spice. I almost I don't, I don't like, get, like curry. A, I don't get curry. Yeah. Did you just miss? That's no. what Doc said. Oh, yeah. did you say? Oh, yeah. I missed it. I missed I get like a. But like that's a, a good palate. I get like a coriander, uh, lavender kind of and nonsense going on. I don't. I don't really get. I wouldn't. If you gave me that to, to me now, which oh, yeah. clearly you did, uh, I would say it's more of like a spiced. Like a Belgian spice beer, like a wit beer, like a wit. I could say that without the wheat, like a Belgian pale. Yeah, I can't get a handle on it, and I don't know why. I mean. Yeah, it's, there's some interesting hops going on there, and it gives you that coriander impression, or like yeah. fenugreek, or like curry leaves, or yeah. turmeric almost in a way, a little bit. It has this nice, complex spicing. If somebody had said, this is a spice beer, a lot of people would probably be inclined to believe that. The curry is crazy pronounced. I did Doc's cover the thing and then smell it technique, and it smells like an Indian restaurant. Yeah, well, really I pronounced. love that. This uh, is wait awesome. a second. Don't, uh, whenever Doc tells you to cover the thing and smell it, I wouldn't listen. <laughs> I need to listen. Close your eyes and smell it. I don't I get mean, curry at all. Oh, I, totally I do get it that spice just Maybe a little, a little lemongrass, but I don't know. Oh, totally curry. All right, open that next one that yeah that you have there, Moscow, before we get into the frambozen, the one in your hand there. And this is the one from Hub. Now, we went to Hopworks, and we just kind of surprised them and showed up, and they were real nice to us. And spec, you can see the video right now on the brewingnetwork.com if you go to the BN Army blog, or if you go to youtube.com slash brewingnetwork, you can see the video with spec. And he gave us a couple of their... I've, I've been a big fan of Hub for a while anyway. I just really like their beers, and, and he gave us a couple of their unique ones. And right when we were about to leave, he gave us one of their um, aged, kind of sour beers. And then before we left, he bottled uh, he bottled me one up and said, "Take this back to the studio." Now this is one of the ones that was half empty by the time we got home. So I have to apologize to Spec and I have to apologize to you guys. We were rushing home just to get back to the dog, and I don't really know what happened. The cap was still on the bottle, um, but it just didn't. Uh, so I. I don't know. My long story short is I hope the beer survived. It wasn't half Because full. the beer was wonderful at Hub, and so I hope well, that it survived. Here we go. Smells Cheers. Great. We'll find oh, out. Jeez. And uh, yeah, this is one of their one-off beers. Uh, is that why it's an unlabeled bottle? They don't bottle it at all. Oh. In fact, I went up to eat dinner after our tour, and he showed up and handed it to me. 
And I, I just thought, that now that's one of the nicest things you could do. He went and hand-bottled it for me that day, which is why I feel like a real dick that it kind of right, got right, halfway empty. No, it's good. I, it's, wow. Shut up. It's empty. halfway full, Jerry. <laughs> Come on. You got a good half, whatever that other half was. Full. Classic Brett aroma. Oh, it still smells like it did back there, so hopefully yeah, this will be yeah, all right. Yeah, it's working. Got a lot of uh, French oak in the aroma, too. It's pretty neat. Oh, yeah. This is how I remember I haven't tasted it yet, but even just the aroma is how I remember it. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not big, but it certainly has a lot of oak uh, character. Mm-hmm. Sure. This is one that they kept on oak for a really long time. Mm-hmm. In fact, I was surprised at the amount of time. Yeah, I, t- yeah, I taste. You got it. Well, it might not have been new oak, oak yeah. but what does really long time mean? A year, five years? What does that mean? I think a year. A year, uh, but if maybe not new oak. But okay, so it does definitely. taste like it tasted, except flat. Yeah, but it, it, it t- had carbonation when he gave it to it us. It tastes like a Chardonnay bo- barrel. I think it is. Yeah. And it's really nice. It's a nice beer, right? Yeah. yeah. I wish it had the little bit of carbonation because that actually cut through the oak just a little bit, too. Oh, just The oak is still subtle, and it's it's not in-your-face sour, either. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah, it's more of like a Brett complexity, yeah. slight sourness. Yeah, than yeah, a, yeah. Not a big it's lacto or no. PDO type of sour, too. Yeah. It's, it's a, the Brett. a Brett-driven, like, yeah. slightly sour kind of component. Are the cameras picking up any color, JP? Because the color of this beer is another thing. I don't know. They did They did notice Terrence came in the room, so I, it must be working. <laughs> Pick it up a little color. <laughs> See, we're coming in in color. <laughs> uh, you try holding it up to the one behind you, because that one, you just get a bunch of shadows. Like a reddish Because it's got color. a great, deep, yeah. reddish, amber color yeah, to it. Yeah. It's, it's also like clear. It's unfiltered, but it's... It's clear and like Terrence. Yeah, it's there got a very go. slight. Yeah, that that camera's the best to it. Like, okay. yeah, brown, red, ruby. Yeah, it's really cool. Your arm is looking very muscular. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I I jerked off a lot of my fingers on the road. <laughs> hey, we'll just say you even shift. Because the other one doesn't look that way. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> it's a shifter. It doesn't get as much yeah, work. It's shifting shifter. a lot. Oh, it's yeah. his working hand too. You know. <laughs> I want more. I, I, that, more. And you, see, if we had a whole bottle, we could have gone around a couple times. I don't know how much. If there's more, share it. Have more, guys, because oh. there's really well, we sort of There's one little taster left. It's good. It. Yeah, sometimes a beer that has this much uh, Brett component to it will get big and phenolic. Yeah. This doesn't have any of that you know, medicinal quality or anything harsh from the yeast. It's real smooth as well, which is pretty cool. They pulled that off. You know? it's, it's one of these beers that... Uh, you don't off, In my opinion, I don't often call a Brett or a Bug beer clean. Mm-hmm. But this is yeah, a beer that I would clean. call clean. Yeah. The rest of the beer is totally clean and crisp and dry, but it's got that awesome, uh, like, Brett, and also a little kind of a sherry note, too, kind yeah. of a fruit note yep. also. Like and a slight cherry almost. Yeah. So when I've been a fan of Hub, uh, it was always for their Pilsner and their IPA, and, you know, they make regular beer styles, but they make them very, very well. And so when he handed me this, I was just excited to see that they're also doing these extraordinary beer styles. That are just oh good. This good, is good. this would be tough to pull off twice. Yeah, I I I would agree with you. It makes it nice and interesting to have it that special. It's cool that we got a bottle of yeah. it right here. Yeah, best to open it now while we're leaking a little bit out of it. Right, it's an excuse to open. Well, it. Well, that's that's my that was my other thought when we pulled out of the cooler. I saw it half empty. I said, all right, that's it. That seals the deal. We're doing the segment this week because I, <laughs> I it's the only chance for this beer to still be good. Leaking like the biscuits veg. Yes. So you I'll, like this beer too, JP? I was only thinking that. I do. You do. I do. Oh, you don't? Well, I it's. It, I thought you had said it in the beginning. Sorry. No, I hadn't. It, it's very hot. 
Oh, you think so? I do. I really do. And then, uh, but it's probably without the carbonation, it, it's hard for me to really. I don't know either. Either if it's my palate's all screwed up, or I'm just there's, a, an there's quite a bit of oak tannin. If, if yeah, that there's part a lot of, it, of that puckering to but it. But I see. I don't get any of that at all. But I get a lot of alcohol, like hot alcohol, oh. um, and then it tastes like juice, hmm. which is fine. Um, but you're right; it is very clean. Um, it does. Have, I would like a little tart. I would like a little does, more tart. Definitely does have that the cherry ciderness to it. Yeah, but um, it, yeah, it's got the tannin that that drying, puckering kind of. See, I, I get, get the tannin, but I don't get the heat. And um, I wonder if it's mm. sometimes I don't, and and I'm not no. saying this is what your palate is doing, sure. but very often I'll pick out a flavor and say it's one thing until the brewer or somebody who knows more than me says, no, that's actually this, and then I can go, oh, yeah. and to oh, me, yeah, it has me all the time. I wonder if the tannin is the heat that you pick up. Even mm-hmm. no, you definitely get the heat. I don't. I don't get very any. different. I don't either. I'm not, I'm not really getting heat as well, mm-hmm. but it it could be there, just not. We had a lot of high alcohol beer right before this too, so it might be tough to take a to tell take a right. take a big sip. Don't sip on it, but take a drink, and then just drink it. Open your mouth. Yeah, let, you yeah it still comes across as oak tannin to me, but could mm. could be alcohol hot. I or think it could be oak tannin. I don't know. I, that, that's just what I because I think the oak tannin too is similar to like a bourbon flavor, which I would tend to go, oh well, that's high alcohol. It, mm-hmm. it tastes like bourbon, but it doesn't give me any of the phenolics that heat normally would. So I don't, yeah, I don't get that one. Well, anyway, uh, it's all right. It's, pr- I mean, I, look, I appreciate you bringing it down. No, I know that I didn't. You know? I didn't need you to love it. I just care. I, this is why I wanted to know what everybody thought about. Sure. Because there I was out on my own tasting these beers, and so I was just was real curious what you yeah, guys well, don't thought, listen yeah. to me. You would have spit it back in poor Speck's face. Yeah, I would have pulled a cliche <laughs> on him. <laughs> spat. It's good. Spick spat. Okay, so the next one that you guys have in front of you now. This one is from Steamworks, and that was last week's show. Um, that we went to, and this is his frambozen. Now, a lot of the beers at Steamworks were were uh, again kind of your your pretty basic styles, which I think he did a great job with. I really liked his pale ale, I liked his IPA, I liked all of it. Um, but then he had this one, which was basically their panty dropper. And <laughs> Doc, yep. this is the one we you know you and I yeah. kind of went back and forth a little bit about it on the air, where this is his Belgian triple. So I think. My opinion, if you, I just want you to remember what I said so that I can, you know, I, I want to know your impression. My impression was that this tasted to me like a Duval. The base beer tasted dry and crisp and like a, like a Duval, but yeah. then of course he added his own thing to it. Uh, but that was just me. So I want to know what you guys think about this frambozen. It's like fruit punch. I um, think I said that to him too. Did you? Is that it had a fruit yeah, punch um, character? What, what's the yeah, metery in uh, San Jose? Is it Rabbit's Foot? Yeah, rabbit's foot meat. It, t- it yeah. tastes like his uh, black cherry cider. Oh yeah, which is uh, carbonated, clean, right, and very cherry. And super dry. And it's super dry. Yeah, and it's a panty dropper. Yeah, reminds me of New Glarus beers. This yeah, one? yeah, big fresh fruit flavor. I would, I would say it. he'd probably think that's a compliment. Yeah, be reminded of yeah. New Glarus. Oh, well, yeah. it's like without. Without the syrupy extra sweetness of like a Lindemann's beer, but yeah, a lot of yeah, a lot right. of like you know fruit forward character is like fresh fruit. It's excellent. Yeah, it's, it's very nice. It, it's fizzy. It's dry. So what do you, so what do you think, Doc? Uh, would this be maybe the dual yeast strain or some? It's belt. You can smell that there's a Belgian yeah. yeast character to it, but it's a really clean and simple style of Belgian yeast esters. It's not. It's cleaner highly... than a triple. Uh, it's, it's definitely. It's not as bitter as a triple by any means. Uh, yeah, but, but you know, being like a a very 
Yeah, Dubal is probably maybe five seventy or yeah. maybe not five hundred or five thirty. No, one no, of the, it's, one it's, of the it's Trappist not, it's not, strains. It, yeah, it's not. It's not over Belgiany at all. It, it, I, you, you'd be tough to really pull a Belgian character out of this. Yeah, it, it does not taste Belgiany. So it, it's more fruit forward, clean, dry. How old is this beer? With uh, age before he. It must Gave not be very old because yeah, apparently really he young. can't keep any beer on okay, tap. Okay, got it. So there, it, it was just you know served out of his bright tanks at right. the at the pub. Oh, if I was on a first date, this is what I'm feeding her. <laughs> <laughs> it says on the side of the the Steamworks growler. I don't know if it applies to this beer, but it says uh, consume your beer within 48 hours, and then it says avoid exposing your precious beer to sunlight. Right. I like that. Yeah, we didn't do Labeling that. Oh, his own no, beer this precious. beer would never see sunlight. No. 20-hour Westie trip, yes. Yeah, but at least it was in the dark. <laughs> yeah, it might have endured some heat. We actually lost a growler of it on the way home. To we drink it. He gave us... No, no, he, uh, no, no. we were driving the, the whole border, time. Man. The border guards got thirsty when you it were broke. at the border. It oh, broke. It broke. It got put oh, into oh, yeah. a box. Um, that one wasn't my fault. It, the, actually, the, the brewer just... I think he probably assumed I was going to do something better with it. and I put it in the box. We put it in the back of the trailer. Woke up the next day. Drove away with the pop top up <laughs> to go see my dog, basically. You know, air out the beer smell. Yeah, and um, so he had given us two growlers to share with you guys. He really gave it to to us for you guys. Wow. Um, one growler survived, and then we have two growlers of. Is it the pale ale yen that he gave us in the other one? Can you check what that is? Bring one in. Let's let's just do it anyway. You know, even, even if we don't talk put about a little it, caffeine in this, and I might be loco. It's a little four loco yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I agree. <laughs> now here's why, and I made the fruit punch. Comment myself and i think i maybe even off air told him the four loco situation there's a if, if there's more in the growler oh, yeah. yeah there's a ton more. yeah you can have a bunch here. here's why i don't uh, mind how fruity <laughs> i'm sleeping with somebody tonight it is it's all because of the the duval base that triple yeah, base because- i don't mind i don't even mind the fruit punch flavor and i don't really like sweet stuff at all but it still comes out as dry to me it's very dry yeah so it's got a good Belgian beer backbone um, to it. it it'd it's be almost a good beer like on its own. It, there's a, a honey backbone. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he actually used honey malt. Uh, it, it, it's got a honey kind of complexity to it. Not not up front uh, like a Oregon honey beer or anything, but it's it's just got that that honeyness to it. It's and and the dryness that comes with that. Yeah. I th- we'll have to listen back to the interview, or folks at home, but I'm pretty sure he said that part of his uh, base beer was with, with some honey malt. So, Yan, what is the next one? Do you know? IPA. It's IPA. Oh, okay. Now, this was uh, maybe this was the IPA that I had said JP should try because I felt that it had a nice balance to it that, uh, I that get a lot of, we weren't uh, seeing. Cherry. Fruit notes. <laughs> Did it just get poured into your frambozen <laughs> glass? Yes. <laughs> well, chug it. I mean it. Chug it and 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 rinse the glass out and get a fresh one. Okay. That's now that it's been clean, because uh, I want to taste it as it should be. Yeah. So very nice of him to send home a couple of these growlers for for you yeah, guys. Yeah, growlers to try are like and, a ton uh, of beer. We're... Yeah. Well, they don't bottle anything at Steamworks either. Everything's this, sold out of the pub. It's right there at the pub. You can find it down the street. They took us to their their local beer bar. That's a really good beer bar. Um, just a, a few blocks away from from Steamworks, yeah. and I guess that's their only good spot now there in Vancouver. Uh, they told me you got to go across the over River. to the island. Um, Bainbridge? Is, no, no, that's in Seattle. Um, Victoria. 
Victoria, British Columbia. That's where they said the, uh, a better uh, beer scene is. But the, but you have Steamworks, which I recommend going to. And then just a couple blocks down, there was another beer bar. I wish I could remember the name. Um, I'm totally going there when I visit. Those are the only awesome. two places that Steamworks is available. Totally. So totally. you guys are having beer that you totally can only broke. get in two <laughs> spots in British Columbia. So uh, right. we have to send the West to get beer. I know. we got to go back. <laughs> I'll tell you. So coming through the, you know, I said that we had to ditch some tasty cookies uh, coming through the border. I was more worried. Even I didn't even care if they deported the Frenchie at that point. Well, I was more would? worried about the beer that had been given to us because, you know, we're over the limit. It's unlabeled. and yeah. I had all those hair of the dog beers we just tried. I had four growlers of this stuff. I had the hub. Um, there's two bottles of his stout. Uh, from Steamworks, also the espresso stout. Six cases of Cuban cigars. When you said, I didn't want him to take all the beer. I would have felt <laughs> Wait, like such a, a limit? such a failure. What's the limit? For, well, it's for the same back. as like flying in. Yeah. It's two liters, maybe. If yeah, that. it's like a, a quarter hard alcohol and really, yeah, two bottles of wine That's is basically the limit. Stupid. When you <laughs> said you lost a growler, I figured those guys wanted to. No, no, to they give one. If that had happened, we'd have lost almost everything. Yeah, they would have no, said I'm you joking. can pick yeah. two bottles, and that's that. I wish right. growler was like code word for a gay, like gay, like a bear. We're gonna go pick up a couple growlers. Maybe it is. Did I ever tell you about? Ever tell you about our trip to Montreal? My father, where he brought some rolling rock for a friend of his. He's a big fan of Rolling Rock, right? This Canadian guy. We bring it up there. He doesn't run into the guy at all, so we bring the beer back. And on the way back, you know, across the border, they're like, what's all this green bottled beer? Like, well, what is this stuff? You know, where'd you get it? It was fucking Rolling Rock. <laughs> they had, like, the biggest problem. They almost didn't let us back over. You mean <laughs> just because it was in green bottles? Or yeah, it was he was beer? like, what? I've never seen this before. What is this? What? Yeah, it was really weird. And that was the U.S. The U.S. Customs have never seen Rolling Rock. Rolling Rock. On the really east weird. side. It was really weird. Okay. But anyway, my father was more nervous about the Cuban cigars he had stashed in his uh, little uh, pull-down <laughs> visor. Oh. Yeah, he stashed oh, a couple Cubans. Smuggler. He was all sweating. He was like, oh. Smuggler. <laughs> oh, I, I, came, I came back from Did Europe. Did they take the beer? No. Oh, they, they were just questioning him, like yeah. crazy about well, it. I came back Meanwhile, from Europe, and I had, some, I had some Cubans stashed in my luggage, and I had that little schnauzer come dancing on my luggage. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, a cute little dog. It's not the, it's not the big German shepherd you got to worry about. It's this yeah. cute little schnauzer. Right. And he dances on your luggage and dances over there, and he comes back to my luggage, and I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> and, and, he, and, he, and he gets... And, I got nothing. So. Then he went away. He's yeah. not looking for cigars. You know, or he was no. looking for any smell any contraband. I I, and I didn't, didn't. I didn't know what he was trained for. And, right. You know, I had no bombs. Well, the dogs were at the border when we crossed too, which is why we were kind of thankful that we we tossed out the couple of cookies. You know, because well, well, the dogs love the cookies. Eh? <laughs> I just think it's a treat. I, yeah. You know. <laughs> Watch walk sideways. Actually, well, I think guys, that's that's maybe that's the way out. When the dog comes up, you just go, "Oh no, no, no I make dog biscuit. I'll yeah, give him one if yeah. you, if you want." Yeah, <laughs> I, I <think laughs> fucking dog. Yeah. The, the French stank. You sitting on like, your pocket. Blow it, him off the track. It might have, but we didn't risk it. it Yen would have gotten deported. And, you know, we don't want that. Well, you'd have taken a fall for him, wouldn't you? Come on, no. I French too. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be like, I don't even know him. I just picked him up up the road there. Hitchhiker. <laughs> you take the French guy, give him a beer. Right. All right. Well, the guys, when you cross the border, it's a good idea to have a big stack of green bottles to distract the... Right. And then you can have all the cookies you want then. No, the, good the point. The rolling rock method. Good point. All right. Well, anyway, there you have it. Uh, there's some more that we can share with you guys off the air. Um, but just okay. very generous brewers that, that sent down that yeah, beer. Yeah, thanks for, for uh, you know, sharing for the beers with us. Yeah. Great. Oh, my oh my. Guys. That, those are uh, great. 
Growlers all the way from Vancouver. That's awesome. Yeah, good guys that wanted you guys. They felt bad. They could, they could hear it in the voices, and they went, "Oh, here you go, here you go." Did we sound that dejected? I I hammed it up a little bit for you guys too. Well, you know, after I was like, "Oh man, they're such good guys, just sitting back there holding down the four. You know, and Thank the next you, thing you know, they're handing me like boxes of beer. So, <laughs> and one of them has cancer. <laughs> yeah, and the other one is gay. And, so. and one's about to have a baby. She, you know, it's just it, she can't even drink <laughs> until soon. Yeah. Right. One of them has pretty hair. <laughs> it's pretty, yeah. Thank cool, you, Con- thank you Conrad. Hair. Thank you, right. Conrad. We appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Let's do feedback, shall we? Can we? Yeah. yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> what the feedback? Hell? I thought that was Bebo. I looked no. straight at her. Like, what the hell is that noise? No, it's Something my, my Jimi Hendrix feedback. <laughs> Definitely mm. not me. Can I hear it again? <laughs> Oh, it's yeah. kind of good now that good, I know right? what it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is Blobber calling in or what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Blobber actually told me he's trained in taxidermy. So if you send the biscuit up, it's too late. Wow, biscuits it's on fire somewhere. Uh, can you taxidermy? <laughs> can you can you taxidermy ashes? He's from rural Canada. You know what? Knows what is wrong so that is kid? He? Why is he trained in taxidermy? Because he's a creep. <laughs> he is a creep. I love it. So my mom was cremated. And uh, yeah. I got her in a box. You do. And then one day I went looking for it, and it was gone. <gasps> what? Yeah. No. So don't lose the box. Wait a minute. You oh. never, did you never find it? Never found it. How what? could it be? How could it be gone? Never found it. Someone I don't know. stole your mom. No one knows. Yeah, not my dad. Was it like no. a cardboard <sighs> box? Like, that it was a look. It was a little, it was like my stepdad's room and shit. And like he died, and I'm like, I need to find the box, dude. I want to do something. nothing. Wait, no wait, way. Wait, can Hold I ask on. more questions about yeah, this? Yeah, okay, yeah. so hang on. So what, your dad stole it because he wanted to burn up twice. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. <laughs> so your mom had passed and yeah. was cremated. And, well, she kicked the bucket. She didn't pass. And lived with your step. Uh, uh, well, your stepdad still had the house or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was still drinking himself. So mom death. was there, and you were somewhere else. You uh, were living yeah. somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got okay. unappreciated. So then, stepdad. The how long later? Two. Two years later, stepdad kicked Thank it. Thank God. So you had to go get everything out, and you you knew that at one point mom was like in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> and you went back, and mom wasn't there. And she's gone, man. I, I thought she fucking you... bounced out on me twice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. Because uh, I thought I thought you had the ashes. No, I didn't. And then didn't have the ashes. No, you no. never had them. I never had them. They were in the house. Know. Okay, well that's a bonus for you. Did you look? I want to say. Really? <laughs> I didn't know we were tallying well, points. I just feel like if I had lost mom. On right. my watch, I yeah. feel real bad. Yeah, right. But Did it wasn't you look under your the watch. house. I didn't look under the house. No. Do you feel like he went and had his own yes. memorial service yes, without you? Yes, I do. Fuck that and guy. cast her out on the sea. Yeah. That's fucked up. I wish I could revive him so I can kill him again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not that I killed him the first time. No, no, there's no evidence. What's the statute of limitations? You got off. You know, beat that rap. Should I? I could beat it. You beat that. I could beat that. Do you have his ashes? So. You, no. you really think disposal no. action? Yeah. You really think that motherfucker went totally. and had a ceremony yeah. without her son? Well, he's too drunk to have a ceremony, so he probably just like threw him out the window. You know, <laughs> driving saw the, through Concord. Yeah, saw, well, Livermore oh. saw the gutter. You know, after a rain, probably oh. just washed them all down. <laughs> that's that's the yeah. burial at sea. Yeah, go out to sea. Uh, hey, it says oh, drains oh, oh. to bay. Oh god. <laughs> I figured, yeah. that, figured that would save a trip. Just dump yeah. it down the sewer. <laughs> yeah. oh, so don't shit. lose the box I'm, because then you'll yeah. fucking hate yourself. How and big, then take it out on everybody. How big is a mom box? It's a what's it urn? Is it urn? No, it was, it was in a box. About six six inches by six inches. Yeah, if, if you don't if you don't give them a container, they don't they just put them in a little plastic bag and put yeah. it in a little box. That's how like my that dad. Big. That's how my dad showed oh. up after he kicked the bucket. He yeah? showed up in a plastic bag in a box. Right. It was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Do you still have your dad? 
I think he's still there. I should double check now that you tell the story. Dave. <laughs> Wait, did yeah. you just move? No, I don't have dad. My oh. mom does, so I'm, uh. assuming he's, I'm assuming she still has him. You'll eventually you'll inherit dad. Uh, exactly. I'm surprised yeah. you don't put him in a little bit of dad in every brew. <laughs> I should do that. Yeah, yeah, I never thought of that before. My <laughs> sister brewer, my dad. He didn't drink; it probably ruined the batch. Uh, <laughs> he might appreciate. So the biscuit's going to be like a tiny little box. If, probably. If mom oh, no, is like no, a four no. by six. Well, it was like a. It was oh. like you know that. Dude, Dude, I don't know like how much a 12 was by 12. Yeah, so, yeah. Hey, I've, I've got chinchilla-sized boxes. Oh, you do? Cat boxes and big dog boxes. Oh, so, so she might still be a big box. Oh, yeah. She'll oh. be a good-sized box. Yeah, just like in real you life. You won't lose this. It's not like... you <laughs> a good-sized box. Yeah, it's... it's just, <laughs> I feel like the box should leak box. ashes every now and then. <laughs> Can I tell you the joke that I wanted to leave on your Facebook ready for page this. now? What's that? Can I tell you the joke I really wanted to write the day <sighs> that Biscuit died? Uh, all right, yeah. On fa- it was like I yeah, looked at my headphones. Look at the thing, and I was like, "Oh, sixty-seven comments. That's pretty good." He's gotten enough love, and I was like, "Oh, hey, I didn't know. I, I wrote it all out too." I said, "Hey, I didn't really know you were in the Limp Biscuit anymore." And then, um, and then I uh, erased it. I'm glad. Yeah. It's, yeah. I'm glad it's not a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't really, but I'm sitting there going, "That's for me. That's really clever." <laughs> right. And uh, I was hoping that no, I was telling Schumann. I was like, "I hope nobody fucking takes it because I really want to say it." Oh man, yeah, it wasn't really good. Usually, but I, I really yeah, wanted. Everybody to. else had sympathy and felt sad and right. But it's not, that's not JP. Whatever, oh, I still cry. <laughs> Fuck that. Usually, I'm not happy for you when you bomb jokes. <laughs> I, I I root for you. You do on that one though. I you look good in a cheerleading outfit. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. All right. Wish Don't me luck in box. my playoff game, guys. All right, see you, Moscow. Well, uh, we're gonna play Moscow's new game after he right. leaves. Rule it, Moscow. Um, he's got to go play. What do you? What is it you play? Lacrosse. Track and field. Or uh, bingo. What? Track no, really. Field. Track and field hockey. Bocce. What? Bocce ball. I would say hockey, but I, I, you're just going to shut the mic off. Pretty much because, yeah. He can't, he's only got a can't skate, so he's the goaltender. Yeah, watch the five holes. Yeah, thanks for all the, the huge beers from the uh, the trip, yeah, by the oh, way. Oh, you're going right. to right. kick ass now. Yeah, you can't awesome. feel it. All right, bye, guys. You're going to be Yeah, you're going to throw your knee out doing some weird drunken stupid thing. Oh, wait. And then you can talk about the rest of his life. All right, let's do feedback. Oh, my God. You've got mail. Kick ass. All right, feedback's brought to you today by craftbeer.com, celebrating the best in American craft beer. You can go to craftbeer.com right now and check it out. So the first part of the feedback uh, I had given to Doc and Nathan, did you guys have a chance to look that over? Of course. All right, I'm not going to read through the whole thing, but essentially uh, Kyle wrote in and said, Hey, guys, first I want to thank you guys for all the work you've done for the brewing community, uh, et cetera, et cetera. I'm a, I'm a donor. Thank you. Um, uh He's going to produce a batch of beer, but he has a question about uh, water chemistry. And the interesting thing about this, I guess, is that it's his first all-grain batch. Yeah. And he's already um, caught up with with water chemistry as he's doing it. Um, Okay, so quick and dirty on the beer I'll be brewing. I'm brewing a Saison recipe, which includes six pounds of Belgian pills, five pounds of white wheat malt, eight ounces of Cara 20, eight ounces of unmalted wheat, and a pound of sugar. I've listened to both water chemistry talks from the session, read John Palmer's How to Brew, um, et cetera, et cetera, Charlie Papazian's book. I'm thinking about sticking with distilled deionized water, which um, looking at the water reports from Deer Park, which is where he is, I think, in in North Carolina, um, both have essentially a zero uh, minerals. So I'll be building up the water myself. He provided you guys with the concentrations of his city water, uh, he says the task seems a little daunting uh, since my previous batches have been extract and I haven't had to do it. So anyway, he's unsure about a couple of things. 
If I decide to go with city water and use Camden tablets to remove the chlorine chloramine, does that affect my chloride levels? And if so, is there a way to know how to adjust for that? Should we just start with that before I do go to the next one? Sure, yeah, that's actually... Go, go through the whole thing, and then I, I've, I've answered this question uh, to him personally on email. Okay, well, there's only one other question. He says, I think I want to lean towards the sulfate side of the sulfate-chloride ratio, okay. but I also don't want my beer to turn out astringent or too harsh tasting, and maybe when you look at the Excel sheet that I've sent, you can tell if that's going to happen. So I think what he did was he gave you his base water, he told you what he was going to do, right. and now he wants your opinion. So what do you think, guys? Um... And 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 tell the listeners at home what the base is because they don't know they obviously don't have the sheet in front of them. Okay, well the first thing I said to him was I can't read your spreadsheet on this computer because I'm at work, so and I couldn't open the one he had. Uh, Good story, you know. <laughs> All right, but now you have it in front. of you. Who cares? Now you have it in front of you. I, I don't have it in front of me. Do I? Oh shit. Um, e- either way. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I can't. Still can't read it. All right, Nathan, help uh, a brother out over here. Did you have a look at it before? I thought I saw you guys looking at it during um, the show. Otherwise, I would not have brought it. I hadn't up. seen the stats so, on his water, but sodium's kind of low. Uh, <laughs> eh. You guys didn't look at this during the show. Uh, I looked at you the just first were page. making notes at other things. I no, I, I no, we were making notes, but I didn't see the second sheet. Oh, and I had already um, pretty much. Emailed him. Well, he's got he's got more chloride than sulfate. He's got about 169 parts per million chloride and about 107 parts per million uh, sulfate. So, if he wants to go lean more towards sulfate, I would do a water addition of uh, of gypsum to bump that up. He's gonna get he's got 52 parts per million calcium right now. Yeah. So if he does it enough to get beyond, do does about double uh, sulfate to uh, to chloride. He'd probably be hitting at least 100 parts per million calcium and have probably at least 200 parts per million sulfate. I'd recommend starting there with his own water and stripping out the uh, chloramine and uh, chlorine with a carbon block filter instead of the Campton tablets. I'm not sure if the Campton tablets would affect no. the the, uh, the chloride. The chloride. I don't think it would. No, but what do you think, Doc? Tasty. So does yeah, he the chlorine, want? Yeah, but the chlorine. Let me yeah. let me start a little more simple because the two things are he's asking if he should go distilled water or go with his city water. Yeah. Well, he has, and he has his city water in front of you there. Exactly. Do you think he should go with the city water? I think he should go with the city water first, especially if the first time he's doing all grain, just to keep things simple. And he's not yeah. trying to buy a ton of distilled water. Okay. At the, the same time, the, the well, you want your city water to work too. I mean, you should. Go, yeah. Your goal should um, be to get your city water to work. Yeah. That's what you. It you know. goes back to my 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 uh, main thing is. You trying something new? Try one thing new, not five things new. Okay. And and what I kind of told him was, uh, you're you're doing a hard beer to begin with. You're doing a saison. There's a lot of things that go into a saison to make it good. Uh, and you're doing your first all grain. Okay. Right. And you're starting to tar- starting to change the water chemistry. So it's all a lot of things. How are you get to know where you screwed up? Right. You can make a great beer. How do you know what you did was great? That kind of thing. Um, so uh, I, I couldn't read his spreadsheet, so I didn't know where he was coming from. So basically what I told him was uh, when he's building his water, to uh, first thing is, is think about where he wants to be, his target profile, and then figure out how to get to his target profile. So if he's got all soft water, he starts from there to build up. Uh, and then choose his base water from that point on. 
Is he going to do tap water? Is he going to do RO water? Or is he going to do a mixture of well, that? Well, that's what he's asking. I think you guys should just start him with his with his tap water. I, I would start with your tap water and then think, where is he, where is he lacking? And uh, what... what uh, he's proposing to add 4 grams of gypsum and yeah. 0.25 grams of baking soda to his city water. And I think that'll get him exactly where he wants to be, as long as he can get the, the uh, chloramine out. He should start there, especially I, I, if it's his first all-grain batch. And yeah. he has a... a baseline metric which he can use to proceed to try another batch okay um i, I told him i would stay away from the uh baking soda okay uh, he, he needs to add he, he wants to- <laughs> yeah let me just summarize because you've already answered the question it's fine uh, let me summarize this two things doc said i'm just summarizing two things stop fucking with your water it's your first all grain batch just fix one thing at a time right. yes go to all grain and just do it and live with your live with the say something that you make now if you're going to ignore that part of advice, just do exactly what you proposed you're going to do. Because Nate just said, I think your proposal is going to get you right where you want to be. And then you can brew that Saison. So it, those are your two pieces of advice. Go for it. Yeah, it's easy to have to second guess yourself. And, and you know, it's tough yeah. to make that leap to all grain. But I think he's thought about the things he needs to think about. He's set. Right. Well, yeah. And then the, the last thing, just to reinforce the first comment. I think we've said over and over and over again, even when we start the water chemistry shows. It's the very, 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 very last thing that you Yes. Think just figure out everything else, and then do the water chemistry last. Obviously, you're an overachiever, so I, th- I think you're going to go cool. a little bit forward. But Nate says, just do what you said you're going to do, and you're going to be fine. Yeah, I think he's going to nail it. Let's make this go. a general question for people that may be already halfway there. Let's make it a show. Oh, wait, we've done this. JP, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Why? Pretty much. Why? We've got too many shows already. Yeah. <laughs> I have ADD, and you're going to get me on some kind of tangent. Stop it. I'm going to get you? Exactly. So you're saying I control you. That's pretty well, good. Well, no. Only but, with uh, ADD. Yeah, right? Sometimes it's easy it's just to do. Yeah. one word. Okay. What do you think of the color blue? Shut up, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, in other words, he was talking about boosting, up, boosting up the sulfates. <laughs> just helping him um, there's, there's, uh, You want to you boost sulfates without boosting up the, the sodium. And uh, if you do that, if you boost the sodium up and the sulfate at the same same time, you're going to get harshness, which is what he said in there. I don't want to push the harshness. Okay. So he, he needs to find a different salt to put in there that you're not going to get the sodium in there. And um, I also mentioned that he's got a lot of light grains in there. So he's gonna, his, his pH is going to be on the high side. Okay. So um, to get that back down, he's going to need to add more, cal- more calcium in there. To have enough calcium for the the yeast to pull it back down, and what if uh, you added chalk at that point instead? Um, the, the, well, that's calcium carbonate, which is yeah. great. Sodium carbonate, which is baking soda, you're adding sodium and carbonate, so you're going to get the pH back down with the with the carbonate, but the sodium is going to go up. And if you boost the 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 sulfates up too, because you want to add to maybe. Um, the hopness yeah. to it, uh, you're going to boost both the sodium and the sulfate, and you're going to get that harshness. Okay, the music's over, so I'm sorry that we're out of time to okay, answer well, this question. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to add this <laughs> to everybody. It's fine. Just leave it alone. It's bit. fine. Leave it. Jesus, okay. it's enough information already. My, my, Why don't you just fly to his house, Doc, and hey, give him a whole personal lesson? Okay, here's the last thing. Hey, just, he just has brew, ADD. Hey, just brew with the water you have. You're gonna you're brewing a difficult beer. You're doing in your first all green brew. Are you just reading your email to him? Too many. Yeah, exactly. Too many variables. <laughs> okay. Uh, chloride and chlorine are two different things. All right. What's all green? Hey, mean? remember that time when you specifically gave Doc a question and you thought it would be a good idea? <laughs> <laughs> Yep. 
that just happened? Viva, well, that, that was, was a good. fail. Doc, you have to admit that was good. All hey, right. You uh, didn't yell at her. I'm here for a reason. I love which you. Is, Let me live out that reason. Which is... <laughs> All right, fine. I'm moving on to the next question. We're out of music, but I have one more thing. Play it again. Fuck it. Oh, Jesus. Roll the theme again. All right. Morgan from Collinsville, Illinois, wrote in, Dear Brewcasters, I hope you'll actually answer my few questions this time around. I'll answer it. (laughs) Or I call it quits on emailing. He says the third time's a charm. I don't remember uh, receiving your emails, man, but uh, we've probably read them on feedbacks before. Maybe just haven't listened. We tend to not ignore questions. Well, he didn't forward them to me because so. he knows what happens. Uh, okay. He says, my first question's about my upcoming BYO subscription. My wife wanted to get me a subscription for my birthday, uh, but got me the free trial because she wasn't sure if I'd like it. Um, I told her that she had to go directly through your website because I wanted to show a little support. When I pay for the remaining year, will that automatically be credited to you guys, or do I need to do something special when I send the check? You know, if you could send an email over to Brad uh, or any of the BYO emails that just says your subscription is through the Brewing Network, it it goes the same for renewals because there's no renewal option um, through the BN, but they said they would honor renewals um, if you send them an email and say this is a Brewing Network renewal and those kinds of things. So if you if you would like to give us the credit for that, which means we do get paid a bit of cash, um, you just have to send them an email over at BYO that says I'm renewing my subscription or I'm I'm actually making my subscription uh, through the Brewing Network. And, and Brad's pretty good about stuff like that. I've talked to him about that because I had the same thing. He's a good dude. Yeah, he's a real good dude. He's very hands on too. He's so a good kisser. I like that. <laughs> I've, I've watched that. Okay, uh, here's the second question. Um, he says, I have trouble with keeping my temperatures regular during fermentation. I like to keep it uh, my carboy in one spot sometimes. Um, but occasion- Sorry, I, I like to keep my carboy in one spot, but sometimes I have to move it, which completely sucks. So his question is, what is more important, keeping the temperature at a steady degree or not moving the carboy during fermentation? Tasty? Uh- <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> uh, uh Tasty's here for a reason. Smart well, man. I'm not. I, I'm, I'm not adverse to moving the carboy. I rouse my for, uh, my carboy during fermentation. I, it doesn't matter. I'll right? take it for a ride in the car. <laughs> Fuck no, it. Because once 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 things, if you're worried about like uh, shaking it up and you really want it to be clear, in a day, if it, once it's everything like uh, starts to drop out, you can you can just rouse the whole thing, shake it up. Twelve hours later, it's it's clear again. Right. So, and, and the pluses for rousting it, you get all the. There's like if you're hot, dry hopping, or if you're trying to get that last bit of fermentation, you're like bringing the yeast up, or you're bringing the hops up. You're trying to right. get the whole thing in suspension. Are you rousing it or rousting it? R- rousing it. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm I just checking. I'm I sorry. I'm, it's like a farm I'm, term. Make up my own word. If rousting term. is like a. I feel like it's something that happens at a rodeo. <laughs> yeah, with a bunch hey, of chicken. Oh, and in second place in rousting, <laughs> junior category. Yeah. Justin. Me, I feel like it happens with white people at a rodeo. <laughs> this whole this whole uh, uh, rousing thing yeah. reminds me of something new that I'm doing. I'm, now I'm dry hopping in the uh, keg, right? So the first thing I do is I like yeah. you know, I rack the beer into kegs. You just and then I, then I add the dry hop. Then I turn the keg upside down. I, I, I thought to myself, I, bet, I wish craft beers wish they could do this. Because when they add the, the dry hop to the to the top of the, the, the fermenter, yeah. they're going like, yeah, it's, it's just going there. right to the bottom. And it, as it goes down, it's getting... That's where it's picking up the. Uh, so wouldn't the you then just like flip it back and forth every day? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's getting, yeah. getting a tremendous amount of aroma. Out of right. It's kind of hard to get the beer out of the keg, but I'm I have my ways. I see. Yeah. I'm so using they're the, loose. Are you using are the short dip tube? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I use a bag. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no bag. No, they're loose. Yeah. 
You could put a a uh, stainless steel screen on the end People of the dipstick. People are doing that, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm more of a uh, set it on a side and because uh, you don't want because your oh, worry is right that, the, that oh, the I hops, like that idea. The hops yeah. is going to plug He's back the to filtering too. again. Yeah, I'm back to filtering <laughs> this week. I, yeah, I've had some bad luck with the gelatin. I'm getting these big like big. Takes you floaties. Uh, when are you going to go full circle and just go back to buying beer? <laughs> yeah. I feel like you're you're like on your way. It's inevitable. You're right. <laughs> I know, right? I, I, yeah. yeah, my circle's not. It's got. Yeah, it's got. It should be more open. <laughs> well, a tasty circle is more like a figure eight. A figure anyway. eight, right? Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I answer the question. Oh. You did answer the question. <laughs> and tasty, listen to me. If you stop coming in here, switching what you're doing every week. You're fired. Because right. I love it. I well, I have an open mind. I, yeah. I, I feel guilty about filtering all the time without trying findings. Right? Right. So I went like right. nine months of findings. I yeah. gave it a good try. You did give it a good try. I and I like that too because you didn't just go – because in the beginning you I'm just said, well, bigger. fuck findings for no reason. Right. But then you gave it a good nine months. And exactly. Well, and a lot of people do that. I'm very guilty of doing that too where it's like you have one thing. This is how you're taught. And this is how you do it. Right. But uh, Tasty's probably the only person I know that changes everything all the time. <laughs> but it still always works. Right. That's the beauty. <laughs> that's of it. still yeah. that's true. right, which is why he stay. He's like, no, see, it works great, right? Yeah, <laughs> and until, until something it doesn't work, on. right? I thought you were doing this. Oh no, that was last week. Yeah, yeah. Bevo's <laughs> given this baby thing nine months too. I don't know if you noticed. And, <laughs> you know, yes. Yeah. Eventually, she doesn't want it in her anymore. It'll come out. <laughs> she might get rid of it. She might keep it. Who knows? Yeah. Let's Hopefully, uh, CPA will take it. All right. Well, to me, that answers the question. Uh, so, listen. Keep well, the no, temperature it, of your carboy steady. It, Don't yeah. worry about moving it. That mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Yeah, temperatures. As long as you got that uh, cap on it, and you're not spilling it all over and exposing it to anything. Yeah. Keep it covered from light and move it wherever you have to move it to you keep the temperature like consistent. A lot of up and down temperature at all. No. no. Yeah. All right, that's all for feedback. Thank God. <laughs> Thank the good Lord above. Come on, Thank we, we worked it. <laughs> we sure did. Uh. <clears throat> That might be the longest feedback segment. With two, two emails. Two questions. <laughs> Jesus. I think we got H2 on the line. Oh, yeah, there's my a, God. There's a lot of old school Texas? folks in here. Really? Yeah, there's Hennings in the chat. Really? Bitching uh, about Mrs. Henning. H2's in here. H2, what's happening, brother? Not much, man. How you been? Been all right. How you been? How was Texas I think doing? Brian, I think H two got gay since last time we talked to him. <laughs> He's like a gay minister. I just want to thank the Lord right now. No, no fencers. Yeah, nothing. Nothing strange, guys. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, brother? I mean, good. I mean, good. Working my butt off, and you know, not brewing as much as none uh, at all, actually. So. Oh, oh, I, so. I figured we hadn't heard from you in a while. I know it's been terrible. Right. <laughs> what are you driving? Uh, and I sold the H two to get a uh, Ford F two fifty. Is that right? Uh, sale. Yeah, out. I got to drag. Yeah, I got to drag trailers and tractors and stuff like that around right now. I'll bet it's a crew cab. Yeah, oh yeah, no, it's it's a big badass one. So, yeah. are you not in the cable business anymore? No, we're still doing that. We're oh. still doing that. Just everybody needs just, cables. Uh, <laughs> Cables, harnesses, you know, all that, all that good stuff. I see. Yeah. You just have to drive that shit around is what you're saying. Yeah, no, I've got, uh, you know, other projects beyond that that uh, just require, you know, of course I've got several acres like, you know, Doc does. But, yeah. So. Bebo just right. peeked out yeah. of the curtain and goes, oh, I thought he worked for Comcast. <laughs> <laughs> Probably sells to Comcast. I'll bet he sells to Comcast. Right. Well, get back to Brewing H2. That's, that's important. 
Yeah, I will. I will. I'm going to. I got, a, uh, daughter's, got, got my daughter's wedding coming up, so I got a, uh, want to do a brew for that. And now also she wants me to do a mead, so I'm going to have to do my first mead. And what is mead? That one. So what's, what's what the chance that we'll see you in Seattle? What's that now? Will we see you in Seattle? Oh, hell no. I'm not going to be in Seattle. <laughs> Come on, the, the NHC's in Seattle. I'll, I'll, see you, I'll see you down your way before you see me in Seattle, I promise. Right. Fuck those city folk. Right. I don't need all this small talk on the air. Uh, all right. H, you, thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. It's good to hear from you. Yeah, good to talk to you guys, too. All right, brother. Take care. He all right. Have one. All right. He didn't sound very sincere when he said that. Oh. Well, it's good talking to you. He hates you, mostly. I told him to call in for you. Good. Now yeah. who hates who? Why'd you do that? Come on. Uh, I like H2. I don't know. I figured he's one of those lost people that we should get back in touch And we with. should. I like we, him, we too. Need some, we need uh, some old school stuff back oh, in here. Are, are you paying me back for any of the dead air that you had on your <laughs> shows while I was gone, JP? Are you trying to... Drag it. Hey, I'm a newbie. And come to a screeching halt. Yeah, it's not like it was on a fucking fast train or Fuh something. fucking least. After that feedback segment. Were you kidding me? Right. All right, uh, I think what I'm going to do is take another break. Excellent. Oh, thank goodness. My bladder looked glad. Yeah, there's some boobs walking by. Sweet. So we're going to take a break, and uh, when we come back, we're going to play a new game from Moscow, and it's called uh, G Does Joe Schmo Know, yep. I think. Yep. And uh, then also, uh, here's what we'll do. We'll take uh, callers to play along. Um, you guys can play the game with us, and then we'll do Drunk of the Week, and then we'll get out of here, and then fun will ensue. So uh, hang in there. It's the session, and we'll be right back with uh, a new game from Moscow. We'll be right back. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. BN Army, Hop Tech has a great discount waiting for you. Do you often find it difficult to find specific specialty ingredients for your homebrew recipes? Well, listen to this. Hop Tech stocks 59 different grains to choose from, 39 varieties of pellet hops, and 8 kinds of whole leaf hops. And Hop Tech not only carries Y yeast and White Labs yeast for you, but also Fermentus, 04, 5, 6, 23, 33, and T58 Belgian yeast, plus Cooper's Nottingham and Windsor yeasts. Got your recipe ready to go? Pick up some great brew gear like new long and short sleeve shirts, games, and more. HopTech's new website is being updated every day with new items. If you don't see it, call the shop. They're open six days a week. BN Army and AHA members get a 10% discount, and active military personnel get 15% off. Visit HopTech.com today for great selection, great service, and a great discount. HopTech.com. A heretic is anyone who does not conform to an established attitude, doctrine, or principle. If you love craft beer, you're already a heretic. The very first thing we did when we started looking at the beers that we would brew, we got rid of all those recipes. We started from scratch. We've been pilot brewing the most creative things that we think of and the most interesting things. We've completely gone away from style. Heretic Brewing Company is opening this spring in Pittsburgh, California, and you can be a part of it. 
Visit hereticbrewing.com and facebook.com slash hereticbrew. Get the latest updates on the brewery and upcoming beers. Show everyone how you celebrate great beer as a heretic. It's a fairly powerful word. Being a heretic, that means you're not settling for ordinary beer. You are going with flavorful, creative, bold, interesting beers. A heretic is looking for the best beers out there. Be a heretic. Don't drink ordinary beer. When you hear Blickman Engineering, think innovation, passion, quality, and customer service. Blickman Gear is designed by brewers to give you a sense of pride in your equipment. At Blickman, they know what makes brewing a pain and build gear that makes it fun. Like the Intuitive Beer Gun, a completely different approach to filling bottles. The Therminator Wart Chiller, a new take on a plate chiller that's sized for flow, performance, and the high groundwater temps homebrewers face every day. The Brewmometer, a brilliant weld thermometer design with brewing parameters right on the dial. The auto sparge, ultimate simplicity for preventing an overflow or running your mash tun dry. And much more, like the modular top-tier brewing stand, conical fermenters, and their boiler maker brew pots. With more cutting-edge equipment coming soon, keep up with the latest from Blickman at BlickmanEngineering.com and stay on the cutting edge. to the city. It's in ruins. Only one man has the ancient knowledge to restore civilization. Uh, I need a drink. Oh no, the liquor store's been ransacked. You looking for beer, stranger? (laughs) Boy, all the liquor got drunk up in the first 25 minutes of the apocalypse. Wait, there's still some bottles over... Oh, no. Those are non-alcoholic beer. (laughs) I reckon you better stick to arrowroot tea and a desperate nomadic existence like the rest of us. People, I'm a home brewer. I know how to make alcohol. with me if you want the beer. Okay, I'm going to need some big plastic buckets. He is the chosen one. The prophecies say that he's going to get us wasted. Someone start heating water. And From the creators of Northern Brewer, the people who brought you $7.99 Brew Saver Shipping, massive selection, and superior customer service comes... Hey, y'all. Scott the Jew here with another round of the BN's announcements. These are for Sunday, August 14th. First up, Oklahoma City's Learn to Brew and the Oklahoma Brewers Association are hosting the Southern Plains Craft Beer Festival on October 15th at the Learn to Brew store in Moore off South Interstate 35. It will feature Oklahoma breweries, regional breweries, and all of the local homebrew clubs. The event includes, of course, a homebrew competition. Everyone is welcome to submit an American Pale Ale by October 1st, and there's no cost to enter. The event itself will be $15, but all proceeds will go to the Second Chance Animals Shelter. Tickets will not be sold at the door, so be sure to get yours in advance. You can friend them at facebook.com slash learn to brew as they are constantly posting info specials and other pointless stuff. 
Next up, the Peninsula Oktoberfest returns on Saturday, October 15th to Courthouse Square in downtown Redwood City. Over 10,000 people are expected this year, and a portion of the proceeds will go to the Redwood City Education Fund. Enjoy an afternoon of great music, food, and of course, Bay Area craft beer. Go to PeninsulaOktoberfest.com for all the details. McHale's Monthly Mashout, organized by Barley Mob Brewers in Chattanooga, Tennessee, is now accepting entries. The deadline is August 18th, so get yours in today, just a few days away. It's $5 per entry. There's a 6% ABV cap, although basically every style is accepted. Judging will take place on August 20th at McHale's Brewhouse in Chattanooga. Go to McHale'sMonthly.com or call 423-544-9685 for more information. And last but not least, the Mountain Maryland Brewdown is taking place August 27th in Cumberland at the Mountain Maryland Beer and Wine Festival. All entries for the competition must be received by August 21st. It's $7 per entry for non-Clean City Homebrew Club members. If you're a member, it's only $5 per entry. They are also looking for volunteers to work as stewards for the competition, and the festival itself needs volunteers. So if you're interested in any of that, email queencityhomebrew at gmail.com. All right, that's it for this week's announcements. You can send your events to scott at thebrewingnetwork.com for a spot in this segment. And until next time, this is Scott the Jew saying l'chaim. Mix me your 100-grain amber recipe, and I'm going to eat it. And then it can ferment in my gut. It totally works. The beer is almost identical to the grain sandwich. Your colon won't know what hit it. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. You're listening to The Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for sticking with us through the break. We've got a couple things left to do, including a brand new game called What Does Joe Schmo Know, written by Moscow, and bringing it in here. I think it'll be a good time. And uh, basically what we've done is gone out and asked a couple of regular guys, not beer geeks, uh, not even, not even, uh, maybe not even craft beer guys, um, some, some basic beer questions. And so what, what we're going to do is I will play the question, and then um, we'll stop. And we'll we'll basically bet or guess on whether or not Joe Schmo knows the answer to the beer question. Oh yeah, yeah, that was the point of the game. Where did awesome. he find we these wanted, people? We wanted people who had no beer. Okay, good. Not even they don't even know. Styles. Awesome. I think it's a good test to put us back in our place. I I've been saying it a lot lately. We surround ourselves with beer guys. It's what we do. It's it's yeah. our friends and it's our business and everything else. It's our bartenders. But, but I think it's good to remember. But not always. <laughs> I think it's good to remember. That's why I talk to you anymore. So. Yeah, that, they're my best friends. I think it's good to remember that not everybody knows the things about beer that we know. That it's right. not a commonplace thing. It becomes very no. commonplace for us when yeah. you talk to somebody. They expect to know. Well, I made this beer. It's got Simcoe, and it was it came through about ten sixty two. The residual alkalinity is blah blah. blah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I wanted to see if, what 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 does the average person know about yeah. beer actually? Yeah. Yellow. What are the misconceptions? Are yellow, we doing a good beer. job as craft beer ambassadors? Okay. You know Sommeliers. So you this will. will be a I good will. gauge to see what's happening. So, I think so. So did you help design this, this game? So no yeah. questions about nice. horse racing or anything? I don't know. Or World, World War II aircraft? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? So 
Who was in the cabinet when Lincoln was shot? Was it Van Buren? Sorry, I have anything um, else? I don't know. Archduke Ferdinand, Aaron Burr. Um, can we have everything I know? Can we have some demographics at all? No. Mm, You'll I'm, figure it out. It's I'm, within the. Oh uh, yeah, we'll we'll wander around. Here. Oh, really? Were, were yeah, these can all we, Jewish people? Can we guess where the guy is from? Too probably. What's that supposed sure. to mean? Well, it depends on where he got the. What he wants you to pay for his answers? No. <laughs> you think <laughs> Moscow did this at a synagogue or something? Yeah, yeah I do. Went to temple. Uh, and oh. I, I think he asked all his parents' friends. That's supposed to mean they're all Jewish yeah. and they don't know anything about beer <laughs> or care. <laughs> I just want to point out that Doc's Schmalt? never met Moscow's parents. Yeah, this <laughs> is all and just the. Uh... And we've also had Jewish people who own breweries, <laughs> right? In this in this very room. All right, let me just get to the game here. First of all, let's uh, find. We, we have three contestants. Uh, we, we did announce uh, we did have room for four, but apparently Bevo says the chat room's real slow tonight. Um, and by slow, I don't mean timing-wise. Retarded. <laughs> I like beer. Yeah. No, I can only ask for calls so many times. Right. All right, so here's what we have. Uh, let's Hit go refresh. to the front and get everybody we got here. Uh, Spider Wranglers on the line. What's happening, brother? Hey, how are you? I'm doing great. We got you. Him. We got you in here. So that's Spider Wrangler. And then we've got uh, Rob on the line. Rob, you with us? Yeah, I'm here. All right, there's Rob. And then finally, our third contestant will be Corey today. Corey, you with us? Uh, yeah, I'm not here. All right, so we've got Spider Wrangler, Rob, and Corey. Uh, here's the deal, guys. I've got uh, nine questions in front of me. I will play the audio, and it's Scott asking two different dudes um, these basic beer questions. I will pause after the question, and then you guys can guess uh, whether they know the question or not. Uh, JP, can you help me keep score, please? Uh, uh, sure. Pull up a, open up a word file yeah. or something. How about just a pad and pencil? I don't know. I don't like being pushed around. A you've whole got lot. Spider, you've got Rob, and you've got Corey. All right. Now, Spider, Rob, and Corey, as we do this, um, you know, I'll let each of you answer whether they know it or not. And if you would like, you can take the brewcaster's uh, opinion about whether or not they know it. And in some cases, we'll probably give it to you anyway. In other cases, you can ask for it. Is that like a lifeline? Yeah. Ask for it, bitch. Yeah, we're your lifeline. We're, okay, I, I want a lifeline. I want Tasty to answer that. But you don't have to go with it. So, no need to buzz in or anything, guys. I'll just go down the line. I'll start with Spider. And maybe I'll, I'll, I'll you know, change it up who get the order and everything. But, but it's pretty straightforward. Everybody clear? Yeah. Are the yeah. two guys answering as one? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I haven't listened to the audio because I'm not supposed to know the answers. We want to know. We'll How about this? Way around. Yeah, we'll find out as we go. I suppose I should have asked. What do you want to know? It's a good question. Uh, he asked if the right. two guys are answering as one, or it's like each question to a different guy. Some some of them are answering as one. Some if of them are answering as as two. If so, is Moscow standing you... there asking one question to two people yes. at once? Yes, so he is. Yes. Are you saying one guy's more dominant than the other? <laughs> yes. Uh, if, they're, if they're a couple, the answer is one. Oh God. Well, yeah. so how am I going to know? <laughs> I don't know. Who's the big spin? I think there's only one. I think there's only one answer. That comes, but I think one Jesus. guy gives. This is why I, I didn't have time to do it. Is, there, is one of them it's, French it's or black? There's one answer that comes, but what? <laughs> but like one guy, let's say if it was Chad and I do it, he would answer one, and then sometimes I would answer one, and he. But there's only one solid answer. Okay, so they're a team. Yes, they're a team. Okay, that's all I need to know. That's okay, a good guys. way to put it. Okay, so, so they're guy, guys. So drink. the two guys are a team. Okay, so you're just guessing. If, they're a team. You're just guessing if the two of them together can get the answer right. Tag team, back team. In. which, by the way, was a very simple answer. 
I'm very simple-minded. <laughs> I have ADD, so don't fuck with me. Oh, that is a, it's an easy excuse, isn't it? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so, JP, the answer is, what? <laughs> huh? Okay. Spider, it's Rob, and house. Corey, uh, do you understand the game, and are you ready to play? Uh, yeah. uh, yes. Okay. Here's what we'll do. I'll play the first question. We'll get an idea. I'll press pause. I'll let you guys vote. Here we go. What does Joe Schmo know? Oh, hang on. That didn't work very well, did it? Joe Schmo is JP running the board again? Joe Schmo doesn't know how to put the pot up. Here we go. I'm here at Seven Mile House in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Got a couple guys having lunch. This is Evan and Corey. Okay, first question, guys. What are the four main ingredients in beer? Sounds like a really nice day out. I hear the seagulls. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in a tree right now with Evan and Corey. (laughs) What is he, in the Ho Rainforest, Bevo? I I definitely hear birds. I think they're swallows. (laughs) Okay, Spider Wrangler, the simple question is, what are the four ingredients in beer? Do you think that Joe Schmo and Joe Blow know the answer? <laughs> Spider like to make a call. Please hang up and try again. Amazing. This is good radio. This is amazing. I fucking love this game. Is that Spider? All right, just put him on hold. Spider, what the fuck? You're killing me here. I I, I didn't do it. All right. I think you did. Did you hear the question? Uh, well, uh, I know. I heard nothing. Okay, here's I'll, it's it's pretty straightforward. The question to the two guys was, uh, "What are the four main ingredients used to make beer? Do you think they know it or not?" Okay, uh, I'll give them benefit of the doubt on this one. Say that they they know it. Okay, Spider says they know it. JP, uh, Rob, what do sure. you think? Do they know it or not? I I think they have to know it. You have to be a retard not to. Okay, and Corey, what do you think? I'm gonna go with no. Okay. Corey playing the game, I think. It's the way to do it. you got to score points here, right? That's right. Yeah. All right. Let's find out the answer. Any, guys, guys in the studio, we haven't heard from them at all yet. Does anybody want to cast a vote? I, I bid $1. I think no. I don't Docs, think the average Docs person would not A dollar for what? They know it or well, they don't well, know? That, that means like everybody overbid, and I'm, I'm going to come in low. <laughs> but, but He has ADD. <laughs> um, don't tease my snowflake. He has ADD. It's not that he's not paying um, attention. My remember, snowflake. Yeah. Remember that time like, again when you <laughs> asked Doc a question and you thought it was a good idea? Remember when you <laughs> did it twice in the same hour? Um, no, they don't know. They, they got something they have says, No, no. They get, it's like... The, Naming the seven dwarfs. They're, Ter- yeah, they're not going to get it. Yeah, they won't know. If, somebody if, somebody will say... Yeah, somebody Terrence will say hot. also says no. I bet no. you could. I also don't say no. The East. Bevo says no. Uh, okay. Somebody. I don't know why I'm going to do this, but Sam, what do you think that they will answer? Yeah. You might as well just ask Doc. Sam thinks they will know. I think we should ask Sam. Does Sam know? Does Sam know? <laughs> yeah, it all should be. That's a new game. Oh, oh that's a fucking great game, oh JP. Write God. that down. I'm, uh, don't worry. Moscow and does I will be on this new game. Does Sam Well, the know. answer would be the same every time. This could be the But this could be the best game in the history of BN Games. Yeah. I, I just see the potential of that going through the roof. Yeah, so did his parents. <laughs> does Sam know? All right, guys. Let's find out if uh, Evan and whatever the other guy's name was know the answer. Here we go. Malt, water, barley. I'm saying water, barley, hops, and yeast. Oh, water, barley, hops, and yeast. That's correct. Oh, that's right. Wow. Wow. That's I think, yeah. Sammy got it right. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, that I didn't. Know I'm gonna. That. Here's what, you know, for yes. the sake of of entertainment, I'm gonna change the rules of the game, guys. Okay. Uh, Sammy is your only lifeline in the room. You're not allowed to ask the rest of us, but you are allowed to ask what Sam thinks about. Uh, uh, so, so Sam, get in here and uh, pull up a chair, or whatever you have to do, so you have a microphone, and Just and we'll all probably left. still give our opinion. But Sam is your is your only lifeline. So who won that? Spider did not win. Corey won. No, no, no. Corey, Corey lost. lost. Corey's the only one who lost. So Spider, Spider and Rob got a point. Spider and Rob both said he would know it. Corey said he wouldn't. I'm glad I'm keeping track of the score. Thank you. Okay. Here's the next question, guys. Pay attention. And Sam, you probably want to pay attention as well. Huh? <laughs> what? Okay. Oh, yeah. Blue. Here we go. Here's the question. That's shiny. True or false? Craft beer accounts for 25% of all U.S. beer sales. Hmm. Scott digging deep. True or false? Craft beer accounts for 25% of all beer sales. Uh, Spider Wrangler. Um, I'm going to say they get it wrong. Okay. And who's next? Uh, Rob. Rob? Will they get it right or not? They're not going to get that. Okay. And finally, Corey, right or wrong? Will they get it right or wrong? Sam, what are you feeling? Sammy? I'm thinking 35%. <laughs> but will they... Will they know it? Now we've established that. We know you know. But will Evan and what's the other idiot's name? Corey. Will Evan and Corey know the answer? Yes or no? Yes. Uh, I'm okay. going to say they... So, well, agree with that. Huh? Corey, Sam says they'll get it right. They're going to correct him? Uh, I'm not going to go with Sam. I'm okay. going to say they're going right. So you all think that they're going to get it wrong? Okay, I'll have you know right now, the answer is actually false. Craft beer does not make up 25%. Yeah, it's dismal. So, let's see what our players say. 35? That was a lot less. False. Fucking false. Oh! They got it right. Wow. So they all lost. Wow. And Sammy was right. So everybody lost, that's right. It's, except I was Sam. right. I won. Everybody lost but Sam, man. That's, Sam's a, he's a gentle genius. <laughs> you know, he's, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Sam, got it, Sam still got, got it wrong, it but he got it right. <laughs> That's right. He did still yeah, get it wrong. I, I win. That's Sam's MO. He always gets it wrong, but somehow right at the same time. I always win. All right, guys. Here's your next question. Well, you never lose. <laughs> okay. Okay. I get you that. I got you. And here's your next question. What country has the largest per capita beer consumption rate in the world? What country has the largest beer per capita? Uh, better than a yes and no question. Consumption. Crap. <clears throat> Spider, will they get this right or wrong? By the way, the answer is the uh, Czech Republic. Czech oh, Republic. Yeah, they don't know that. All right, Spider says they don't know it. Rob? They don't know that. And Corey? We're not going to get it. Sam, what do you think? Czech Republic. <laughs> awesome, Sammy. You got it right. Damn, you're I good. I think they'll get it right. You got it right. I think they'll get it right. Well, how'd they come to you so quick? I think I'm there's sorry. no way they'll get it right. No way in hell, man. No, no, they're gonna, gonna no they'll pick Belgium or Germany. Or America. I think they're going to pick America. 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 And I think next time we ought to get uh, Sam's answer first. <laughs> I got five bucks that says they'll pick America. Who wants in? 
Oh, they're, they're definitely going to say that. Sam, you don't have five bucks. Put your no, hand down. No, no, I, I, I'm picking Germany. That they're going to pick Germany. Yeah, so you want in for five bucks? Oh yeah, I'll pick. The, you're if, wrong for if, five bucks. No, no. If Germany, I give you five bucks. If America, you give me five bucks. Anything else? Nothing. All right. Anybody else? Anybody else in? I know, I know, I know. So I'm not in. Yen, Yen wants in. Yen wants five bucks for England. Over the Frenchies. Do we both have to pay him five bucks if it's England? Yep. It's too complicated. And he has yes. to pay us both five that's bucks if it's ours? Yep. That's I think that's goes. right. That's how Yeah, okay. All right. Anybody else want in? It's getting expensive if anybody else gets in, so I hope not. All right. Let's find out. Uh, all right. The, 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 everyone said they won't get it, right? Is that right? Yeah. yeah they won't get yeah. it. Right. All right. Here we go. America, number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby! <laughs> That's ten dollars to the J Man right over here. Ten dollars, <laughs> gentlemen. That's America. Just, that's so wrong. I just knew it because America. Joe Schmo coming out of bar out of a bar in downtown San Francisco. Oh, oh. America. Um is he at twenty one A? I think it sounds like the Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, but he's at two one A right next to the Right next to the ball field. Right next to the ballpark. Yeah, man. Oh, they're all way too Americana. All right, but they did get the answer wrong, which gives a point to everybody on the score. What are our scores, JP, after three questions? Um, Spider has a flower, Rob has a circle, and Corey has a truck. Okay. So basically, you, no, uh, Spider has... <laughs> everybody's a plus, I'm buying five bucks. Right. <laughs> I think Terrence is dying. Right? <laughs> um, Spider has two points, Cor- uh, Rob has two points, and Corey has one point. Ah, okay, thank you. All right, let's go, let's go on to the next one. Pay attention, please. Here's the next question. What U.S. state houses the most breweries? What U.S. state houses the most breweries? Oh, I don't know I, the answer to this. Can I, I just compliment Scott on how he presents a question? It houses the most breweries. What are you reading, The Economist? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's He's trying to be clear and concise. He's but, doing a good job. What would you say? What state has the most breweries? Or yeah, that's a good point. Or how about... Uh, <laughs> what, yeah. what state... What does the state have to put them in a what? house? I mean, <laughs> what? All <laughs> right. Put the it's, emphasis it's on the right thing. What state houses the most breweries? It's the houses. Okay. Just for the record, when we right. drove down to Southern California with Scott... I'm pretty sure he was reading The Economist in the backseat. Yeah, he does kind of read The Economist. You know, yeah. All right, guys, hang on. All right, anyway, that's enough. All right. I'm going with Forks. <laughs> Forks is the state that has the most breweries. <laughs> uh, is it California? I'm going or Oh, yeah, California. Oh, or is it Colorado? Yeah, I, mean, talking I think number, it's Colorado. Per capita is probably... Uh, per capita maybe Oregon, Oregon or something. He didn't but, say yeah. per capita. He no, said... He yeah, Wait, he said, Nebraska has yeah. like two people. It's probably it. California then. I think California. Yeah. Per capita. Yeah, if it's not per capita, I'm guessing... I, I would say, say Oregon. I would say Oregon. Mm, Oregon too. Mm. Even Yanner says Oregon. Yeah, Portland. the Frenchie says yeah. Oregon too. And he's Remember, learned he's it. He Portland. has two languages. And he just knows it's not France. Anybody want to bet on their state? I don't know if I know this or not, so I'm not going to bet. How about a buck? We'll bring it down to a buck. I don't even know if I have a... Done. All right. I bet. I bet they say <laughs> Oregon. Come from? Don't worry about it. Okay. So <laughs> you and Yan are for Oregon. Man, that's a good. That's a good guess. Um, Colorado's good, and Washington's yeah. not bad. Well, no, I don't think it's Washington. I do Should think Colorado is first? good. Should we get the callers answer? Well, they're just answering yes or no. Oh, that's so, true. That's oh, it's something true. stupid like Florida. No, 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 no. I don't know if I want to bet on this one because. I, I'm, I'm already at five bucks. You might lose. You guys picked a good... All right, you know, I'll, fuck it. I'll take California. There we go. I'll take California for a buck. It's Anybody else buck. want in? Pick a state for a buck. 
Confusion. <laughs> Pussies. All right. Uh, I'm in California for a buck. I owe each of you a buck if it's Oregon. Yes. Um, okay, Spider Wrangler, will they know this or not? No, they will not. And then what state do you think it is? Um, I say, I think it's probably going to be one of the smaller ones. Like, that has, doesn't have as much people. It's not per it's capita. Not per capita. capita. It's, just number. it's not per capita. So pick a state, you shithead. I thought it was per capita. <laughs> no, um, he didn't ask the question right. Well, maybe he did ask that the question right. Got asked, what, was, what was the actual question he asked? San Diego. Can we rewind it? Right, here you go. Here you go. <laughs> what U.S. state houses the most breweries? Okay. Um, You're not going to lose any points. I just want to know your opinion. Okay. Uh, well, if it's per state, um, I think they'll probably, I'd say they're probably going to go California. I think that's probably it. So Jesus. I'm going to say they'll get it. Okay. okay. So you're saying they will get it right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Rob, will they get it right or wrong? I think they'll get it wrong. Okay. Now, aside from what they do or what anybody else has said, what state do you think has the most breweries? I think it's Oregon. Okay. And, Corey, what is your guess? Will they get it right or wrong? Uh, what's Sam's input on this? Uh, Sammy, are they going to get it right or wrong? Yes. <laughs> so, yes. One of those two. So, yes, they will get it right? Yeah, why not? I, yes. I got burned last week. Go Sam. Okay, I think Sam yeah. says, yes, they'll get it right. And, Sam, what state do you think has the most breweries? I'm thinking Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold. They need beer to right. And Corey, beer. what is your guess? What what state well, do you I think? He's gonna go with Sam. Okay. <laughs> good man. Good man. Good man. Good man. <laughs> All right. Let's find out if they know the answer. California. Yeah, I'm gonna go with California too. Okay. They guessed California. The answer is California. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh man, I'm up six. On the, you can't, JP. That's fucked up. For one, yeah. that's defacing yeah. government property. That you ripped that dollar in half. Prove it. It's also out. poor sportsmanship. It. You can tape it back together. No wonder your dad got rid of your mom without you. Oh. You're a poor sport. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's sporting about that? I don't know. He, well, you said he chucked it out the window. He probably did. <laughs> you can tape it together. Her. I've Lush done it, it before. It's oh. just always fun to tear up someone's money in front of them. Well, I knew they'd pick California, right or wrong. They pick America, so they're going to pick California. So what's too. the right answer? Uh, California. Well, it was California. Is it, is it so the right I answer? won. That's the right answer. Okay. Right. I won. They also won. Um, what did it, did everybody say that they would get it right? I did. Only Corey did. did. Corey and Spider said they got it right. I, I, Rob said, said no. Okay. So I said, I said Sammy, of Sp- course. Spider's in the lead. Corey's in second. Sam no, no, Corey good. and Rob are tied for something. Okay. All right. Here's... Sam's, and Sam's a douche. Hey, <laughs> yeah. hey, hey. Terrence, I want you to whisper in Sammy's ear the right answer, please. Thank you. All right. Here's the next question. Here we go. How many gallons of beer does a barrel contain? <gasps> oh, boy. Oh. Gallons of beer does no, a barrel they, contain? They will get it wrong. They're not going to get this one right. Couple. All right. <laughs> Spider Wrangler, will they get this right or wrong? Um, wrong. And, wrong. And do you know the answer? Uh, 30, like 30, 31, something like that. Okay. So no, you don't know the answer. This he does. Yeah, basically. It's 31, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, he but he said 30, 31, something like that. No, I'm like just that. asking for my own sake. <laughs> it's 31, right? It's close enough. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, Rob, uh, will they get this right or wrong? Uh, they will get it wrong. Okay. And Corey? Oh, they'll get it wrong. Yeah, most people <laughs> think of a barrel as 55 gallons, that steel drum thing. Right. Not what the steel bottom. What about Sam? Sam, what do you think? Oh, they're getting it right. Sam said, uh oh, Corey, uh, your, your boy's going against you on this one. No way, dude. All right. Let's find out the answer. 50 gallons. I'm going to say 10. 10. Cha. Yep. They said 50. Is the actual number 36 gallons in a barrel? No. No. I didn't think so. 31. 31. Moscow, the idiot, has it written down as 36 gallons, but it's. It's 31. um, 31. Justin. It's like a UK barrel or something. Justin, in a a keg when you went to a party and you're getting a, a, a. Keg. No, I know the answer. Yeah, we don't need an explanation <laughs> of the answer. <laughs> what, a keg is a half barrel. Right. And so how, how your 15 that? and a half keg is a half barrel. Yeah. No, I got it. I, that's yeah. why I said his answer's wrong. All right. Should have bet you on that one. So they got it wrong. Means everybody gets a point, right? Yep. No, they they said that they wouldn't. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Are you doing this okay over there? No, I'm not. I'm good right now. <laughs> it's though. a Moscow game. Just keep up. It's with confusing. It. It's right. I know. It's a just keep up game. with it. All right. Next, next question. We got three more to get through. It's a tight game, right? Anyone can win. But I'm tired now. Here uh. we go. <laughs> what is the oldest brewery in North America? <gasps> okay. Okay. Uh, Will they get this right, Spider Wrangler? Uh, no, they will not get it right. Do you know the answer? Um, I don't know for North America. I know for the for. Uh, the U.S. It's Yingling, but I don't know for. Well, the family-owned brewery is Yingling. Yeah, it's a good point that he makes. It's not just uh, you know when I hear North America, I think America, America. America. Right. But he's right. It's all North in America. North America. Right. America. He said North America. Huh? He said yeah, North America. So it might not be Yingling. Well, that's, that's the family-owned right. brewery is is Yingling. Okay, but you well, say for all of all of the U.S. stock. It's not just family-owned. It's the oldest that's right. still operating. Right. And so you say they will not get it right. I say they will not get it right. Well, my okay. grandpappy's basement. Rob, what do you think? Will they get it right or not? No. No. And Corey? No. He also says no. Sam? Sam? That's so easy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What, yeah, what do you think uh, it is, Sam? Miwok Brewing, 1423. <laughs> Miwok. Miwok, 14. Why do you give him a microphone? Because it's hilarious. <laughs> Does anybody have a guess other than Yingling of what the oldest in North America might be? I think it might I be. I guess. I think it might be Yingling anyway. Yeah, I think it probably. I think even is. yeah, yeah. Cause, yeah uh, because it's not like Molson or something. Or nobody lived in Canada until they. Molson, uh, I think, is old. Still you think it's operating. Old? Still operating and all that stuff. I think it's. I, th- I think it's Yingling. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I think Molson. These guys aren't going to know that though. Nicole says August Shell. No, they're the second. They're the second oldest. They're in Minnesota. Oh, burn, yeah. Nicole. Correct, the, correct the <laughs> yeah. Should we oh, slap down? You want to throw a buck tonight. down on it, Jipper? I don't have any more bucks. You can tear that one in half. I'll give you a quarter. I'll butt you a quarter. you got a buck somewhere. I Come don't. On. You want to see my You walk? can owe it to me. Jesus. What do you think these guys... It doesn't have to be that complicated. Do you want a buck on your answer or not? No. What do you really? think these okay. guys are going to answer? I want $50 on my answer for Molson. Hey, come yeah? On. No, I don't. I don't, want, I don't want anything on it. Come on. He loses. He doesn't eat tomorrow. Right. right. Does that anybody bus- else want to take Molson as their? Everyone else thinks. What do you think these guys are going to answer? Though I think they're going to say like Anchor Steam or something. Uh, uh, they're going to say Budweiser. Oh, they're going to say Bud. Bud, yeah, you think so? Yeah. They're, they're going to definitely say Bud. Yep. Anybody else think the same thing other than Bud? Bud. 
Yeah, they're going to say bud. Uh, All right, let's find American. out. American. Here's their answer. Mark. <laughs> Sam Adams. <laughs> well, in their somebody de- does a good job at marketing. In their defense, the marketing is very old. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like Sam Adams actually carried the beer from the Mayflower, <laughs> grain by grain, in his ass cheek. <laughs> I know well, this is taped, and the can I reach uh, my hand back through time to smack them? <laughs> uh, what's the answer? Well, Moscow has the answer. As Molson. As Molson. Oh, you should have bet the dollar. Yep. I did. No, you did it. You sure said no. I did. No, I said yeah. Good job, Chad. <laughs> That's almost me walk. <laughs> Who says he's right? <laughs> All right, so they That's didn't. Another good point. Yeah. Does Moscow know the right answer? No. In the new game? Didn't get the barrel thing right. So. So once again, that's a point for everybody, JP. Oh, do I get my five bucks back? No, you didn't <laughs> bet. You know, in the future. All right, we'll bet again. Don't make me do math. All right, there are two questions left. Uh, can I get the scores, please, JP? <laughs> Probably not. Spider has three, two, three, four, five points. Okay. Rob has one, two, three, four points. Corey has one, two, three, four points. Pull out your fingers. <laughs> Do it in French. Finger, all right. So it's five to four to four. Okay, so Spider is in the lead with one point, and there are two questions left, guys. So it's really anybody's game, Justin. Someone's going to have to step up and play here. I Back think, to you. I think the last... <laughs> The last question should be worth five points just to blow everybody Oh, double jeopardy. I like that. Yeah. He's got a good idea there. All right, let's play the second to last first. Here's the question. What are hops used for? What are hops used for? Mm, Plug in your badge. See, this is the point, Chad. I know you're throwing up your arms here, but the average person on the street doesn't know this shit. The people you hang out with do. It's also a pretty open-ended question. That's what I mean. It's too general. (laughs) Oh, I see. Well, because I... do, you make, do you make beer with hops? No. I see. Yeah, actually, well, we yes. could accept... Yes, you do. No, I, I flavor not, beer with hops. I it's would not say that beer if it doesn't have hops. I would say then that we could accept any one of the uses as a correct answer, right? So if they say bittering or aroma... Yeah, ice cream. They're yeah. not going to say aroma. Armpit. No. <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> if they said ice cream, I'd want to give it, it to them. No, I know. You're right. Jackson uses it for all kinds of crap. Right? That's my point. No, they're going to think that's where the alcohol comes from or something. Should we yeah. just let Sam be the judge of whether or not their answer is correct or not? No. It's so wrong. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Spider, uh, <clears throat> based on Sam's judgment of this question, uh, do you think they will get the question uh, right or wrong? The answer right or wrong? So so it's based on Sam? Sam, w- <laughs> Sam will be the judge of whether their answer is right or wrong. So I don't know whether whether it's uh, whether Sam says they have to get all three or just one or something in between. That is correct. You do not know that. <laughs> Neither do we. Right. We don't know what Sam's going to do. Yeah. Oh Sam, my I think God. you're a very, very nice man, and you're very smart. And <laughs> oh, uh, you. you did you did fine uh, with uh, making the Latronda happen. Um, that was an accident. I think I think they're going to get. I think they're going to get one of the, at least, like, something. But I don't think they're going to get all three. Well, it's a yes or, they don't have to get all three. Will they get it right or will they get it wrong? Well, that's based on what Sam said. So I'm going to say that they get it and hope that Sam accepts whatever crappy answer they throw out as being correct. So you say they will get it right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rob, your answer, please. Yeah, I think they'll get it right. Okay. And Corey. 
know, I, I, I think they're going to look at that commercial of Sam Adams when he's, like, digging his nose into those hops and just go with it. But, uh, I don't know. They all said yes. Uh, Sam, I don't think, I don't think you're going to accept that answer. So you think they will get it wrong based on Sam's judgment? Yeah. Okay. So Spider and Rob right, Corey wrong. Here's the answer, and then we will let Sam decide. Um, flavor. Yeah, I'm going to go with flavor, too. They said flavor. <laughs> no. That is Sam. wrong. <laughs> Sam says that's wrong. Everyone knows it's used for sunburns and diarrhea. <laughs> uh, Sam, is that your final answer? Final answer. It works for me. So you're saying that they have it wrong? Yes. Okay. Which means everybody gets a, a point? What did they say, JP? I'm fucking confused. What is, did Spider Wrangler say that they get it he right He said they would get it right. Okay. So he, he does not get a, get a point. Okay. Rob said they would get it right. Not a point. Corey said they would get it wrong. Gets a point. All right. <laughs> Based on Sam's. Is it bittering flavor? Yeah. No, hey, no, no. Sam they, said no. They're right. Take it up Sam with Sam. Wrong. I know what I'm talking about. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have a hop grenade tattoo, yeah. remember? Jerry. Yeah. Okay. So now, if I if my Not math great. is correct, we have a tie between Spider yes. and Corey. And Rob. Wait. No, Rob should One, be down a point. two, Sam? three, four. You're right. Terrence. Okay. So Spider and Corey are tied... Rob is down a point. The next question is worth two points. Will that, will that bust out a winner? Yep. It allows Rob a chance to win, right? Yep. If he's the only one that gets it right. Well, you might as well make it three points. Well, make it four points or five points. Uh, the so, next one so is worth 100 points. Okay. The final question oh, is worth points. 100 <laughs> points, if that makes okay. you all feel better. It does. That's four Because shooters. either way, it's the same fucking thing. Okay, let's do it. Can we, can we do this in the metric system? <laughs> the problem is we still could end up with a tie at the end of this. So we might, then Sam picks the winner. We might have to go to Sam for the winner. I'm, I'm good at that. Who played I, the best? Picking. Who paid the cleanest game? That's what it is. All right, here is your ninth and final question. What does yeast do? What is made? Okay, what does yeast do? Spider Wrangler, will they know the answer? What does yeast do? It makes us not have sex for a week. Uh, He's right. I would just like to say that uh, I, I knew that... <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Spider. <laughs> Do we lose Spider again? Oh. oh, let's come back to him. All right, Rob. Uh, will they know the answer? What does yeast do? Yeah, yeah, we'll know that. All right, and Corey, will they know the answer? Uh, what Spider say? Spider hung. <laughs> Spider hung up. Please call back. Spider hung up. We have to wait for him to call back. I'm gonna go with no. Okay. So, Rob says they won't know it. Corey says they won't no, know I, it. And Spider is back on line one. I said they'll know it. Yeah. Cor- uh, Rob said they'll know it. Oh, Rob says yes. Corey says no. And Spider, will they know the answer to what does yeast do? Um. How much do they have to know on this one, or is that up to Sam as yeah. well? No, 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 no. Any one thing that they do. Oh, is it up to Sam? No, this is up to No, me. this one's up to me. I'll, they, I'll give you a fair. They make beer. I'll, we'll, we'll judge together, and I'll make the final decision. Right, we're, we're looking for the for the, as close to the right answer as possible, Spider. 
has everyone else already gone? They've already gone. Rob said uh, yes, and said they won't know it. Uh, said they will know it, and Corey said they will not know it. Right. Um, I don't really think they're going to know it. So Spider says they also will not know it. Every, Sam, every answer Spider's given is a is a kind of a not defined. But I kind of don't think they might not All know right. it. <laughs> JP, here, I'll, I'll make it clear for you. I think these guys are stupid and won't know it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> you that's, that's how you need to talk to me. That's the language JP gets. Yeah. Uh, Sam, does that work better for you, buddy? Yep. Uh, fuck no. Sam, what do you kind think? Of. I think it has dirty sex. <laughs> <laughs> well, in a way, I just don't even know what that means. Uh, except that, well, Bebo oh, you snorted. Know. <laughs> I noticed that Sam has a lot of pent up emotions. <laughs> Only Bebo knows what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> All right, here's the final I answer. I didn't. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's find out if Evan and Kevin know what Evanescence. I think is yeast the name. does. Here we go. Yeast eats the sugar and provide and makes alcohol as a byproduct. Wow. wow! I'll give that to them. They did that. know the answer. And uh, what does that do uh, for our scores, JP? That makes uh, Rob have one, two, three, four, five points. Now it's a tie. One hundred and five points. One hundred and five points. So what Rob, did he have before? He had four points. Before. He had four points. So he has a hundred and four points. Corey and Spider both said that they wouldn't know it. Is that right. what you're saying? And so they got zeros. Rob is our winner of the first ever yeah. Does Joe Schmo Know? Awesome. Wow. Uh, well done, Rob. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, what you win is a poem by Sam. Sam, are you ready to read him? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you ready to read Rob your poem? Yeah. Uh, this yeah. poem yeah, is. I am. I am. Uh, <clears throat> I, want a, I want a video of the birth. <laughs> <laughs> This is what my poem is about. Oh, no, birth video. Okay. At least the screaming part. Okay, Sam, uh, go ahead and please read your poem to Rob. Bevo. Oh, Bertho. <laughs> Vagina O. Baby O. What the hell is wrong with you? Afterbirth. Barbecue. Food for the family. Happy birthday, Latranda. Beer for me, and maybe some booty. Never again. In three months. Thank you, Latranda. Good night. Wow. Wow. Right. I've been working on that one for a while. That was from the heart. Wow. From the heart. Yeah. Rob, Can I go home? You are welcome, sir. <laughs> that was uh, wonderful. <laughs> All right, uh, Spider, uh, Rob, Corey, thanks for playing, guys. I appreciate it. I lost five thanks. bucks on that. Later, everybody. <laughs> okay. Well, Sam, listen, you have uh, outshined yourself on that. As tarnished yeah. as you are. I just haven't taken a shower in a while. Ah, man. <laughs> that just um, oh, that melted my heart. <sighs> melted my wang. In my panties. Ooh. You ain't getting nothing tonight, are you? Sam? Oh, we'll see about that. <laughs> I'll take it if I don't yeah, get it. Probably not. <laughs> All right, drunks of the week, get yourselves ready. 888-401-BEER is the number. We're going to take a real quick break. When we come back, we'll take drunk of the week calls, and then we'll get out of here. 888-401-BEER. We'll be right back. Call now or forever hold your peace because we are out of here. Hang in there. It's the session.
You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. There's an app on the iPhone for just about everything, including beer, apps for finding a pint of beer, apps that look like you're drinking a pint of beer, and now there's an app for brewing a pint of beer. Introducing BrewPal, the most all-inclusive beer brewing app for professionals and hobbyists that fits in your pocket and goes wherever you do. Recipe formulation that can be imported and exported with a customizable database. Mash and sparge calculations, yeast pitching rates, carbonation tables, and more. Available right now for less coin than a pound of grain. See BrewPal in action at brewpal.info and download it for your iPhone at a special introductory price right now. BrewPal, all the brewing software you need right in your pocket. Summertime has arrived, home brewers, and the fine folks at More Beer are thirsty. With the arrival of summer's heat, More Beer's got you covered with great deals on temperature control and some fantastic lawnmower beer kits. Ranko and Johnson temperature controllers, thermal wells, and thermometers, as well as light and refreshing beer kits you're going to love this hot summer. Stay on top of your home brew's temperature and keep your kegs topped up, too. Summer time beer and gears from your friends at more beer and morebeer.com Making me so calm with him. Have you touched me with your warmness? Or have I wet myself again? Are you drinking with me, Jesus? I can't see you very clear. If you're drinking with me, Jesus, won't you buy a friend a beer? Does your head pound with the masses Has hung over you do rise Tell me what does heaven look like, Jesus Seen through holy bloodshot eyes Or should we take a taxi home, Jesus Or should we simply hope it from here I know you can walk on the water But can you walk on this much beer? I can't see you very clear If you're drinking with me, Jesus Would you buy a friend a beer? Are you drinking with me, Jesus? I can't see you very clear If you're drinking with me, Jesus Would you buy a friend a beer? God damn it, won't you buy
live. Beer Radio. The Brewing Network. The Brewcasters. If you're just starting, don't be discouraged by all this stuff. It's exactly. so easy. Just throw it yeah. together. Put yeah. some sugar and some water and some yeast in there. Yeah. Network. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Okay, welcome back to the program. You got go, go, just go. a couple of minutes. 888-401-BEER is the number. If you want to call in for Drunk of the Week, do it right now because we're not sticking around for that nonsense. We mentioned it about five minutes ago. 888-401-BEER. I don't want to hear any bitching about how we didn't wait around for yaddy, Drunk yaddy, of the yaddy. Week. Uh, you got to be a quick drunk. Man. All right, first call we got on the line is Henning, who we haven't heard from oh, in a while. Time. Henning! Henning, what's up, brother? Oh, what the hell? How are you, man? Oh. Back on the meat market, baby? <laughs> Woo! Yeah, Henning's single now, right? Oh, yeah. Good. I could be single with four kids or five kids. Well, <laughs> that's true. I didn't say he was I didn't say he was alone. <laughs> Just said he was single. Occupied. Yeah. Henning's gotta hit the strip clubs now, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying, Henning? Oh, He's got the yeah. test to prove it. Yeah. I'll get you in the front door. Right. Oh. Come on, Annie. Come on. Are you, are you just going to moan through your drunk of the week call? Banter back. Uh, you want my resume, do you? Oh, anything. Right. How drunk are you? How many uh, pizzas have you had? Uh, three cans of bullgrass honeycomb uh, wheat. Two of the right reset in the last 45 yeah. minutes. Can you walk a straight line right now? Uh, no. Let me hear you try. Uh, I'm actually in the front yard trying to watch a daylight. I can't go. <laughs> if there was chocolate on, could you? Are you on a portable phone? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm on my cell phone, yeah. Let me hear you try to walk that, that dotted yellow line in the middle of your road right out front there. <laughs> right on the freeway. <laughs> we'll get this on the main road. You're doing those trucks. Can't oh. do it, huh? No, I'm not going to. Do you have anything for the kids, like a trampoline or something out back? Uh, yeah, that could get me in trouble. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> open, open. Neighbor dog might have a fit about that. About you jumping on the trampoline? <laughs> oh, yeah. They have rules. <laughs> yeah, there are rules in Kansas. <laughs> yeah, you can't jump on a trampoline after midnight. What you, nuts? What the hell? No kids present? All right. If uh, how would uh, how would I know that you're real drunk? Tell me something about you right now that would let me know that you're drunk. Uh, I don't know. He moans. He moans. <laughs> <laughs> no, I met Henning. He moans when he's sober. <laughs> he kind of yeah, yeah. moans. He's a moaner. Uh, are there tile impressions on the side of your face? Uh, no. <laughs> there should be. There will be. Henning, help me out here. You're you're drunking me bored to death, man. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Ooh, drunk. I thought the water tower is a little bright tonight. <laughs> oh. Oh, Henning. I bet they're partying out the water tower. Henning, are you upright or horizontal? Uh, I'm still wandering the backyard right now. 
<laughs> backyard? Uh-huh. What are you looking for? There's snakes out there. I don't know. I don't even know. Pace is alive. Something about a trampoline. I forgot. I'm pretty it's making me drunk. Oh, just to I'm still right. trying to cover up the traces of Mrs. Henning. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? They'll Driving find her. Drinking right now. Oh no, no! Really? Why? What happened? Oh, just bullshit with the kids. That's all. She's driving you crazy. Being stupid. Yeah. What are you guys fighting over custody, or just like who's got to take uh, them for the weekend? No, she's keeping them when it's supposed to be my fucking day and all this other bullshit. Oh. I don't mm. know. Oh. So you guys aren't too friendly right now? Uh, no. Uh-uh. Oh, that's she, too she bad. She did her yearly check on the forum last week, but then I went to hell. Nobody responded, so. You're happy about that, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> So, Beva, who's getting custody of your kid? <laughs> well, we know it's not going to be Sam. And much we love the guy. The state. I'd hate to have to go testify against him, but let's be honest. Kid welfare, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, sorry, Sam. Oh, hi, Sam. Hi. Oh. All right, Henning, you're in the running for Drug of the Week, brother. <laughs> wow. Shit. Uh, okay. Uh, Rommel Magic. What's happening, brother? Not much, man. How you guys doing? Hey, we're doing all right. You calling for drug of the week? Hell yes. How would your friends know right now that you're drunk? My friends, they, they wouldn't know shit, man. <laughs> They're not around. But what I mean is, when you're out with your friends and you get you start to get okay. drunk, how do they know? Like they say, for oh, example, oh, oh your oh, shit face. Oh, your shit face because you started hitting on the fifty year old in the bar. No offense, Doc. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So you see what I mean? Like, what trait do you have when you're drunk that your friends know about? Uh, probably I'm fucking uh, stumbling and slurring my words. You get slurry. That's probably the... Yeah. Oh, come on. Are you standing up right now? No, I'm fucking sitting at my uh, at my desk, you know, watching you guys on uh, JTV. Oh, okay. All so, right. So what's your well, best insult what? for JP? What's that? <laughs> no, let's not foster that. TV? <laughs> let's not foster that. <laughs> let's not play that game. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, how about yeah. this? How about this? Uh, what's your best name for Sammy's baby? Give it name Sammy's baby right now. Give us a good oh, one. Oh, Sammy's baby. Devil's child. What? Uh, <laughs> Devil's child. I don't know. Devil. Now, Sam's, a, Sam's a good boy. He might be an idiot, but he's a good boy. <laughs> how about just in case? <laughs> uh, I have no fucking clue, man. He is slurring quite a bit. All right, just give us a quick resume. I don't need the whole thing. Tell me a couple of good things right. you've had to drink. Uh, I start. I started off with one of the nastiest fucking beverages I've ever had. It was the fucking uh, the Four Loco uh, Raspberry <laughs> Blue <laughs> ra- Blue Raspberry <laughs> shit, whatever the hell it was. The blueberries. Wow, that was nasty. Yeah, you still but, make that but shit. Wasn't then, the color amazing? I think it's called yeah, it was New Loco. Now. Scary. I, I, I'm oh, it, be it just glows blue. Big time. Oh yeah, the whole studio just got off Doc has no rhythm, by the way. I'm white. Parents teach me. Follow 
Terrence. There he goes. He got it raised up. Wow. So you started with the loco, huh? Yeah, I figured I'd, you know, you guys were talking about it for like, a, you know, a while ago, and then I keep seeing it in the stores, and I'm thinking, oh, I need to try that nasty shit. Right. And I tried it, and I was just like, oh, all right, fine. How'd you like it? It was nasty, man. It, it, it was bad. It just well, you're shitting purple tomorrow. Nasty. You're <laughs> <laughs> so shitting fire. Rainbow. And then Rainbow I dude. had... Uh, and then I had a, a six-pack of uh, Spot in Oktoberfest. Okay. Ooh. Good beer. And uh, uh, what's that? I like that. It's good. And then um, now I'm on, working on my uh, fifth of a six-pack of... Uh, the fuck am I drinking now? Uh, the Flying Dog IPA. All right. Sounds like a good resume to me. Rommel Magic, you're in the running for Drunk of the Week. Thanks for calling. All right. Thank you, man. And we haven't heard that in a while. We haven't been in the studio oh. for a while either. Got 30 inches. Did he just announce Lodi? I think he did. <laughs> I thought that was for CCR, not for the, not for the hood. Ah. You guys remember this one? <laughs> this is written just for this show. That's right. Yeah. We should have done this version at BNA 6 or 5 or whatever. I forgot all about it. We have Paxton played on the art card. There's next year if it's not too stale by then. All right. Oh, yeah. I'm really impressed with how good that actually is. I know. Yeah, I can buy that wholesale through a distributor right now. Is it Lewis or Louis? Oh, <laughs> Luis. Yeah. What's happening, brother? Hey, how's okay. it going, my amigos? Going all right, Luis. You calling him for Drunk of the Week? Uh, I am trying to get there, but my repertoire is not the interesting thing. The interesting thing is that I'm at Sierra Nevada Brewing Company at this moment right now. Oh, I like that. Uh, what have you been doing there? Trying their sampler all night? Well, you know, I am driving up. I'm coming from San Diego and uh, headed to Seattle right now. And I figured I'd stop by and, you know, get a sampler here. How'd you like it? Well, it's delicious. Uh, <laughs> I actually kind of start feeling it right now. You know, thinking, uh, this this uh, life in lamb is freaking awesome. Are you staying in Chico tonight? Uh, I wasn't planning on it, but I may have to. <laughs> I think that'd be a yeah. good idea. I think you should stay uh, in Chico. How, how, nice how many co-ed? beers are in that sampler? I mean, is that a 20-beer 20, 20 sampler or It's huge, isn't it? I'm sorry, what was that? Yeah, it's... Well, there's like 16 beers in front of me. Well, empty glasses now, but, um... <laughs> you know, Ovilla, Ovilla said song was really freaking bomb. Uh, you be right, yay is bomb as well. I know you guys don't like ride, but you know it's good shit. And uh, anyway, uh, I actually met you guys down in San Diego this summer. Uh, you guys were there for the BNA Six, and uh, oh yeah, I probably. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you were the guy with the beer, right? You had the beer? With the beer in your hand. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask, are you the Luis I met? 
I'm I'm the Louise that, that the creepy guy who befriended you on Facebook. Yeah, I'm that and you're guy. like, I love you, I love you. Yeah. Hi, he, how are you? Yeah. Oh my gosh, she's, she's actually talking to you. Did he, he was, touch your butt? No, yeah. he was really nice. Oh, well, that's good. I was with your butt. I was really nice. Did Sam touch really your butt, nice Louise? Really <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> actually, actually, um, Bevo talked me into buying a T-shirt that was way too big for me. He was like, "Hey, look, good girl, he's a beef. small guy. He's wearing a large." <laughs> Well done. Oh, you'll have to grow into it. All right, Luis, you're in the running for Drunk of the Week. Cranberry Lambic? Is it really called Lambic? No. Cranberry Lambic? Lambic. Lambic. Oh, Lambic. Lambic. I'm going to make cranberry Imagine Sean hearing that. Lambic is on the side of a four loco. We could send him a can. Here. Here's your next fruit beer target. All right, we got three people in the running for drug of the week. That's it, Bee. You can busy him. There you go. One little something-something at six in the morning. I want cranberry lemon. So, didn't, uh, Doc, didn't you just take your kids to a metal show featuring uh, Nathan Smith? Oh, yes, I did. And, and, you know, we've been looking forward to this for at least a month. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Where was the show? Uh, the, the Metro in the, Oakland. The Getro, I mean the Metro. Yeah, yeah. with the kids. Nice I, work. The funny thing is, I knew what it was going to be all about. It's down in the nasty part of Oakland. In yeah, Oakland. I, it, it was a club kind of thing. <laughs> Did you bring Karen? I didn't even tell her about it. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you tell him you were taking... You told, only brought I, Parker, right? Yeah, I told her I'm, I'm taking... Parker to see okay. my friend's band. Okay. Where is it in Oakland? It's, Sounds it, innocent it, enough. Yeah, it, right. It, it's uh, you know, uh, in the nice part of Oakland. <laughs> right. It's on College Avenue, right next to uh, you know, uh, what's the square? Oh, Meadow. Square down there, right uh, next to that crack whore. Yeah. How, how old is Parker now? Fifteen. Oh, nice. Yeah, oh, he's so, ready. So, well, uh, we we listened to uh, KVHS, which is like. Anger metal. That's the lo- <laughs> we have. We have a local like high school slash college station up here in the Greater Pacheco area called KVHS to play some pretty good music. You get to hear DJs learning what they're oh, learning they're how so to DJ. Horrible. They're real bad. Uh, but um, and my kids, I mean, even my little one goes. Let's, let's listen to some anger. So was it? And then we push like, and stuff, and they <laughs> and, like it. And I go, oh, we're going to see Brain Oil. Brain Oil. Brain Oil, yeah. That's Nate's band. Nate's, Who has Nate's a new album band. out, by the way? Yes. Oh, and What's it called? It's called uh, Death of This Dry Season, and it was released last week. <laughs> um, Fucking it, hardcore it, guys, yeah. man. It's pretty good. So, was it just you and Parker? Oh, uh, no. Um, Who did he bring? He brought his practice girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> what do you mean by, like, you mean he brought his first girlfriend? No, uh, they've been friends Pretty since much. like fifth grade, and, oh. and she's like she's got an older brother that's like eighteen, nineteen, so totally into this. But you figure so she wants like... to be too, and and uh, she, I think she wants to be Parker's right. girlfriend and stuff. But you and, think Parker's just practicing? <laughs> well, he he has no clue yet. Oh, and. Doc, you're giving him all the clues he needs. <laughs> well, I, I'm He's way advanced on the clue side. I know well, how you work it. The point was... You told that, him how to do everything. I, I said, we're going to blah, blah, blah. And and I go, ask Alicia if she wants to go. Oh, you told oh, you me to ask her. Oh, I did. Oh, full on. So you're a good dad. And her yeah. dad says... Her, her dad knows me. And her dad goes, yeah. Okay. Fucking and uh, uh, we, we took him there. We, we get in and there's just... Did you drive him in the Hummer? No. Fuck no. <laughs> Um, oh, is that too much? You don't want to park that down there. That, oh. That's a whole story in itself. At dinner, I say, "Well, I'm I'm going. and I'm taking your car." 
she drove him in the Lexus. Yeah, well, it's it's the it's the, uh, it's the hybrid Lexus that looks like any other car out there because I don't want it broken into. Okay. So we we, we go and we. Drive. By the way, we, it's a super nice car. It's totally gonna get broken into. So we, yeah. we, we drive up and down the hood, and we find a place to park. Scoping it out. Yeah, and, and we, we we walk a while, and then I get almost all the way there, and I go, "Fuck, I forgot my earplugs." No. Yeah, as I warned Doc, I was like, you might want to bring I, him. I knew about him. It used to be a good idea. I knew about it right. anyway. And uh, and actually, the practice chick brought earplugs for her and Parker. Oh, oh that's oh, a good practice chick. Oh, she chick. wants him. Oh, come on. Uh, yeah. But not, yeah, but not for thing. me. So I got some. And, <laughs> she doesn't and want you. The bar's like, ah, you're old. You're hearing shot anyways. She figured you'd be fine. Yeah, so. Uh, the practice chick. But I got. Um, I, I stopped and uh, I got my own earplugs, but I left them in the car. I had to walk all the way back, and then I, I walked right, in. Now, wait, wait, have you have you given Parker like a condom yet? Like, have you gone? No, I it? haven't had to do that yet. Not yet. No. Are you worried? He's fifteen, though. Are you worried yeah. it's going to come soon? Just give it to him. God, if he was doing what I was doing at fifteen, assuming he's doing more, brother. Assuming he's doing more. Yeah. yeah. Doc, just get just those condoms out there. I'm pretty sure JP was fisting broads at fifteen. <laughs> Where like an old sock. <laughs> just assume, just assume that the school took care of it last year in sex ed. But, don't uh, worry about uh, it. So, right. so, so we get in, I, I can't even hear when I get in there. Yeah. And all the guys doing is like shooting me like this. Excuse me, Terrence. Large black guy. Um, <laughs> excuse me, Terrence. <laughs> Terrence got to do um, I don't mean to mention other black guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're the only one for me. <laughs> he was shoot, he, he was just looking at me and shooting angry like. Like uh, numbers on his fingers, how much is going to cost me to get in? Uh, you thought they were gang signs, so you ducked? <laughs> no, I said, I shit myself in I ran. said, what? <laughs> what? And finally, I just I just threw money at him. I threw a $100 bill at him, and he gave me change. Finally, <laughs> he was like, shit, crack it, $6 to get in. Fuck. Exactly. <laughs> just like, that's how Doc deals with black guys. He just throws them enough money until they leave him alone. <laughs> Let me go away. <laughs> take it. Take it all. It well, fucking worked. Your hands are moving. I didn't he know what was going even, on. He did not even... Uh, Terrence loves it. He always walks out of here with a 50. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, he did not even ID my 15-year-olds. Was it all ages? It was. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. They, they, they were only IDing if, if no. you were going to drink. There were two bars there, though, and that was the first thing Doc asked me when... Where's the bar? Me, no, not where's the bar. Oh. He said, is it okay if these guys wander around on their own? I said, well, just don't let anyone give them anything. <laughs> 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 oh, and by the way, they're going to find out what pot smoke smells like. Oh, they right. haven't figured that out. On the way now. in, we were talking about pot smoke, oh. and, and Parker's telling it because we, we, we... He knows about it now. He knows about that now, and he's telling you know the rack chick about that. Oh, he did? Yeah. And Do you think they caught a contact? Well, no. no. There wasn't well, a lot there. When, when, when uh, Nate says, uh, yeah, you can let him run around, I look at him and go, run around for a while. Don't smoke anything. <laughs> <laughs> so they're running around. They're having a great time running around. And they, they we saw three bands going on. Right. And then uh, uh, Nate was just ultimate host to him. My kid was take so, backstage, so enamored. Was, there was no backstage. Not at this venue. No, it doesn't but, exist. But, <laughs> you took him side stage. Would have, yeah. the bar. My kid exactly, was so yeah. enamored at how nice Nate was to him and how he, he just, where's your friend? I go, that, that guy. And, oh, yeah. And he was just so nice to him. Took, gave him stickers, all nice. kinds they of look stuff. Like they, they look like they were a little bit... Uh, fish out of water they're oh, a little, yeah, bit, little yeah. bit scared yeah. so that's at least but, super but, dude but, yeah. uh, you know, were they wearing moraga clothes nate and not hardcore clothes no no, no. they were wearing like high school you know 
Okay. Yeah. Rocker dude clothes. Was, oh, so they were okay. Yeah, I, were, I right. warned them what they're going to see there. Okay. Well, what did you say? What's that warning like? Because I know exactly what they saw there. And I want to know what you told them they would do. I, I, told, I told them, loser white guys, no black guys. and, um, and Only and, working and, there. And, 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 and very few Asian guys. But So it was all racial, your yeah. advice. Right. That's all you can say. I, I, I said, and then I said, trust nobody. I said, yeah, especially the Asians. Well, no, it was kind of a game to see how many Asians they could find. How, what number did they come up with? Did they do a count for you? Like, it's like, it was like Punch Buggy, but with Asians. <laughs> so, anyway, I spy Asian. I am extremely offended right now. for the Asians, not the black. Well, you're not the loser white guy that was there. <laughs> but you weren't At there. least you're just a black guy. Well, my brother had a job, all right? <laughs> a J-O-B. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Did, they, did they, they, he was real did you high, give him too. an album, Nate? I wanted to. Go, I asked him if he had a, a record player at home, and he said no. I said, oh. Okay, well, I'll give you an. I'll give you a CD later because we don't have any here right now. Oh, okay. But I should have known better. No kid under the age of twenty. No, hasn't. yeah. And Doc said he'd given the record player away at home, to so Schumann. I knew they didn't have to one Schumann, anymore. That's right. I, I, I gave mine to Schumann. So it sounds like you got to get him a CD. Yeah, I got to get him a CD. Oh, why do you have records? So that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So why? We, we listened. to yeah. it, it was like two different rooms. No one band, pretty one cool. band, one band, and uh, my kids listened to a few bands. And when Brain Oil came on, they pushed their ass up to the rail. Oh, nice. Yeah. And they were watching it go on. And, and I kid, forget, Nate, are you singing in that? I do a little bit. Oh, yeah. You're screaming in yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got a real good picture Singing, quote unquote. Yeah. You went to it too, Jipper? I did. Yeah, Jipper was there. Oh. Uh, Schumann was there. Sarah Huska was there. Nicole, oh, yeah. Nicole oh, was there. Oh, yeah. Doc. And his, you it was, got a whole like, thing. I had like half the BN folks oh, there. Yeah. So, like, so, it was well, pretty cool. Th- this listener comes up to She knows us. <laughs> okay, whatever. But she the in the middle of the middle of the thing, my, my kid picture, fights his way is. back through the crowd into the back and goes, it's "Give Nate me your phone. Right. I want to record this." I don't see anything. <laughs> and, he, and I've got Nate's on the right. I've got Nate on on video. He's a mess of hair. Yeah, it's a mess of hair and a guitar. Probably. So it all goes on, and then we watch it, and then uh, we watch a couple more bands. Doc's like the Inagata Devita right now. We've been having a whole conversation. Oh, He's yeah. still telling the story. <laughs> but but well, he has but, ADD. But at the uh, end, really, right? but at the end, my kid says. Brainoil was the best. Oh, he liked you guys the best. Oh, and I had to ask him at the end. I was like, "No, don't bullshit me. Is that true?" And he and, and my kid says, "No, I, agreed, yeah, so. I really liked the first song." Oh, which was what? Uh, uh, he didn't know the name of it because yeah. he asked me. I'm going. Well, it's it's yeah. the title track of the record. But he, after that, his ears are ringing. That's when his ecstasy kicked in. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Somebody gave him a little cookie with a caricature yeah. of a cartoon guy yeah. on it. I don't know. Yeah. It like... But he definitely, he definitely, he knew the different songs and he liked the first song and everything. I stopped it. Yeah. It's a lot like this, but just faster. So it's just like this song. Yeah. Right. What else, Doc? Well, the, the, I learned some shit. You did? What did you um, learn? i never been exposed to this genre very much. Oh, the hardcore? Genre. Well, it, it's the metal genre. And, yeah. um, I didn't know you spoke French. Nate, Nate, Nate schooled me a little bit on uh, the differences. Oh, yeah, there are a few different bands for you guys to... Uh, uh, there, there was different, different metal genres get accustomed the whole thing, to. and my kids really hated Laudanum. Is Nicole into the metal? Is that how yeah, you yeah. landed her? Yeah, oh, dude, absolutely. She's like, it was fucking, your, it she's was like your... the East Bay metal punk scene, like Wikipedia, oh my dude, God. Really? On, in sneakers. We're so just, it was your big everything. swinging metal wang on stage that <laughs> helped you land Nicole? I don't know. You have to ask her that. But, uh, <laughs> we'll do oh, that. When, when Nicole saw 
my two little teenagers there, she was just she drew back into her fourteen year oldness when she was yeah smoking and, weed and, yeah. and being mistreated by other hardcore fans. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so she was just so happy to see them there too. So did Parker end up in the pit for a while? Or, or no, no? I, I, he I was pull, always pull, on the pull, side. Well, yeah. When JP comes back, oh, I thought back, you met with the, with the, with a training broad. No, when when, <laughs> when JP came back from the middle of the pit and said. There was guys beating the shit out of themselves. There's a real good and, and fight Parker in goes, there. I'm staying away from yeah. there. I told him about the pit. Don't, just go. He was on the side, on the rail. Yeah. Nate, how do yeah. I get the brain oil? I saw, him, I saw him. I saw. I saw him elbowing uh, people. Go to go to our label, twenty buckspin.com, yeah. and they have the streaming of this full LP there. It's like the probably be about the fifth link down. Their website works kind of like a blog. I, I just I saw my kid yeah. that. Uh, it's, it's very mellow, pushing people out of the way so he yeah, could be on that rail watching you. It's real cool. Good. So this is Parker's first exposure to. It's a real good album, dude. Oh, this, 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 is, like? this is really good. When I was doing work in the studio yeah. while you were gone, I had this playing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It only took us eight years to get this album done. <laughs> and you did a Fuck good it. job. You're not even stoner we anymore, we, Nate. We obviously have day jobs. Yeah, and, and maybe there's that involved, too. <laughs> Latronda is experiencing metal for the first time. Oh, put those headphones. Oh, yeah, B-Boy's got the headphones on Latronda. Nice. Look at that, Nate. That's awesome. That's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> that is, you got to take a yeah, picture a of that for the next ever, album. Man. I need my phone. Headbanging baby. So I think I've lost my JP, child. JP, take a picture of that for Nate. He metal. wants that. It kicks in here in a second. You record this in the studio? Yeah. Our bass player runs the studio. It's a, for his uh, job. Okay. He built it, started it, so we recorded it all there. So this song is called Gravity is a Relic. Yes, it is, though. Not my favorite one on the album, but... What's your favorite? Uh, the third track in. How do I get to it? Can I only play this oh, one? This is, uh, no, go back to the page before this, and you'll see a, a link, streaming link for the full album about halfway down. Keep going. I thought that's what it Keep was. Keep going. No. A little more. There it is. Just click on that. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. click on that, the play button on that. The play button, and, and then, then the forward the tracks. button. Okay. So which which track? To, what's your favorite one, Doc? Do you know the, the third one? The first, the very first one, I think, is the one Parker liked. Yeah, Parker liked the I like death the, of this dry season. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I like yeah. the third one. Oh, the title. Uh, so. I thought I had a little more rhythm. I could dance to it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Doc dancing to this. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. Our drummer does some. Our drummer does some great fills on this one. I think is this all in drop D? Yeah. <laughs> of yeah. course it is. Yeah. I would like to see Sam playing this music. Now, I know he could do it because he's very talented. Oh, it's yeah. just Sam that he would look really like well. a big pussy doing it. Because he would just stand there. Uh, it, the guitar would be up real high yeah. in his chest, like as if he was playing bebop. But he'd still be doing the drop D, all of it. Yeah. Kid is like I don't know why do why write lyrics if you can't no one you have to admit that no one knows what he's saying. Well, yeah, some of the, what the last band that played that night, um, the singer had a funny story. He says I don't I don't actually write the lyrics beforehand. I just go in the studio and make 
noises that sound interesting to me, and then we write the lyrics later. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, so there you no go. There's, your, there's no, a story. Yeah. yeah. So what do hardcore fans do? Do they like sit there with a the booklet in front yeah. of them and, and read them, and yeah. then they go, "Oh, some of the lyrics are actually really that. rad. Some of them are actually really rad." But who cares if right. you don't like it's know an them? It becomes another noise instrument. It's yeah. not really singing. In well, the it simplifies sense, it without obviously. the lyrics. You don't. You just have to worry um, about the look and the sound. Right. You should have been there. I invited you. I was not in town. Next one. We play all the time. I also feel like if you are going to do the screaming as an instrument. How come yeah. it's mixed so behind the rest of it? Mix we do it that up. intentionally. We just like the tones of the the recording to stand forward. I That's the, where we spend all the time and energy in recording the record. We don't want the lyrics to cover that up. I see. The lyrics are just another instrument. <laughs> My favorite two parts of the show it's were like the organ. So the lead singer, the bassist, and he has long hair, and it's like down to I don't know shoulder oh, length, and, and then he has these four like oh, giant dreads that yeah. go down to the floor. Oh really? And then Nate has his hash hair, and then. They're all getting in the groove, and occasionally they whip their hair back in sync. Oh. So it looks like a sequenced move. Like, that's rad. Do you guys practice that? No. It just, it just it, Every happens. now and then it goes in right. sync. I see. We're playing and, to the same beat. And then so. after we go up to, you know, I go up to him and say, like, hey, you know, great, whatever. And uh, fucking look, he's wearing a Dre Fontaine shirt. Fucking beer nerd. <laughs> Everyone else has all these patches and this bullshit on, and, you know, they have yeah. the uniform on. And Nate and just he, has this beer shirt and on. a pair of jeans and a Dre Fontaine <laughs> It's really funny. And you know those shitty little kids are going home looking up Dre Fontaine they probably to are. see who the, who that's, that's like the newest badass band. band. Yeah, they're from Belgium. Oh, yeah. I've had people ask me that about Brewery Network shirts before when I played live. They're like, what is that, bro? And you're like, that's fucking hardcore. Yeah, you oh. don't you know better. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a hop grenade. Look it up. I don't know. Tell them some stupid shit. What's number three called, Nate? Um, Sad. I don't even remember the name of it. Oh, I can't really skip ahead this, on this, this one. link. I just keep saying the same Four's one. Four's really good, too. Oh, here. Th- here's three. your jam, Doc? All right. Yeah. This is jam. This is how Doc bangs his wife right here. Puts us on long and slow. <laughs> Shut I was up, Karen. This in my Shut private up and lay office. down. Not in my private office at the office. And my 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 uh, my uh, front desk comes in. She, she she's walking and she goes, she stops for a second. She's like, what the fuck? She's like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's like, and, and, and it wasn't please, on a little low. professionalism here. It was not on low. <laughs> I like and the tone I, of this and, one. And I'm writing charts. Yeah. yeah, We did a bunch of different stuff for the tone there. This is probably about, like, it's actually t- only two performances of guitar, but it's probably about eight different amps. All really? Unison, so, yeah. It's a really fat really distortion. Fat, thick, oh, yeah. out, yeah. It's not that thin, like, uh, you where you attach one pedal that's a distortion yeah. pedal. It's really thick. Oh no! This 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 Chad Bruce is shit. Chad gets it. You're all getting cut. Re- by reggae Chad. Chad over here. His, his ears <laughs> are bleeding. Yeah. It's kind of like yeah. a little similar, right? You can't understand like Jamaican lyrics. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about the beat and uh, having right. a good time. Yeah. yeah. Doc exactly. doesn't even understand black people in general. So like, yeah. oh, he just gives them money. <laughs> it's like rap. I don't. I can't yeah. hear. It. Right. He yeah. can't even understand. Uh, he doesn't speak jive. <laughs> Stewardess, I speak Excuse jive. me, stewardess, I speak jive. <laughs> <laughs> I think the album's on iTunes now, too. Right? They will put it out there, though, which is pretty well, cool. I gotta say, it was one of the best times I've had in a long time. Only because I was there. Well, that, was, you, a, that was a big fucking plus, I gotta say. It <laughs> really was. You roll liar. in. But I didn't even see you. My kid goes, JP's here. <laughs> He's warning you. Yeah. Doc, can you understand this? 
too oh, much. Oh, yeah. It's not good for you, baby. It's not good for you, baby. But I don't know about that. Is this a Walrus of Love? And it's time. That's his name, right? That's his we nickname, right? Yeah. I don't know. Is it? Yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> it doesn't seem to me like it's enough. What do you say, Doc? It's just not enough, man. It's just not enough, man. <laughs> That's all he can do. It's just not. You get us. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all take our shirts off right now. I'm Chad started moving. You know, baby. It's weird because Doc can't understand black people. Chad only understands black people. I just smile and hand him money. They're two. They're two very different white people in this room. I don't know. It's very strange. Put this on Latronda. Has Latronda heard Barry White yet? I guess Chad figures he can't beat him. Join him. Attaboy. I bet Latrona starts moving right now. Uh, I bet Latrona starts moving that big yeah, ass of hers. You can't start rhythm too early. <laughs> that big old ghetto boom. Latrona's backing up right now. <laughs> she's, she's dropping it. <laughs> making, them, making them cheeks clap. She just dropped it. Clap that shit, little clap it. <laughs> Hang on, I got some $2 bills for Latrona. Get up here, people. Make it rain, baby. <laughs> I need to leave. Sorry, we're getting out of hand. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get out of here. Thanks, everybody, for a great show. Uh, Thanks to our guest today, Uh, uh, Matt Simpson. Who's drunk of the week? Who's drunk of the the week? Okay, you've got um, 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 Henning, Rommel Magic, or Luis. Henning was drunk of the week. Chico Dude. Uh, Luis was the Chico dude passing through Chico. Um, Rommel Magic was um, the other dude. And uh, and then Henning. Henning. Yeah, right, no, it's Henning. All right, uh, raise your hand if it's Henning. Oh, he's pretty hammered. Okay. There it is. All right, raise your hand if it's Rommel Magic. Be- uh, Sam, you're not Bevo. You only get one vote. What? And raise your hand if it's Luis. Your winner today. Ben Henning, everybody. Congratulations to Ben Henning for uh, drinking himself silly and walking around his backyard. Hey, mostly. He's probably still wandering around his backyard. Yeah. At least he did his own yard. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Well done, Mr. Henning. Haven't heard from you in a while, either. Okay, uh, don't forget the next week. Monday. Oh, I don't get emails about that, JP. How come what? only you do? What? Me burping and stuff. I don't know. Uh, a couple weeks ago, it was just like, that's the thing to do, is pick on JP okay, because well, everyone else burps real loud. Well, I, right. look, everybody else, not me, no. <laughs> what? Got it? Huh? What? Is that an abstract poem? Uh, wait a minute. Yeah, pretty much. That was a haiku. <laughs> Sam? Doc haiku. <laughs> yeah. Doc Leaves haiku. fall green. <laughs> not me. Um, Shoelace. Everyone I worked, else. I worked on that for not years. Not me. No. <laughs> that came from my heart. Somebody please make a t-shirt out of that with Doc's face on it. <laughs> Everybody else, not me. Nope. <laughs> oh, it's good to be oh, back in the studio, fellas. It's good to have Augustina Maruna back with us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
so next week it's a Monday show. Don't hang out on Sunday. We'll all be out doing something else, but we'll see you on Monday. And uh, then after that, it's a couple weeks off. We're going to Burning Man. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Don't forget, you can go check out the BN Army blog, and there are three, count them, one, two, three uh, BN On The Road videos there right now. Just go to brewingnetwork.com slash YouTube. All brought to you by craftbeer.com. They're good videos. They're short. They're sweet. Just check them out on your break at work, and you get a little taste of some of the breweries we got to go to. And I got one more coming at you. Uh, other than that, uh, thanks everybody for hanging out and doing a good job over the last couple weeks. We'll see you next time. Cheers. Oh, one more thing. Uh, don't forget to go to Beersmith. You can go to Beersmith.com and get your free 21-day uh, trial of the brand new software. Beersmith 2.0 is out. I'm actually going to brew uh, this week. What? Yeah, I'm going to brew a Sriracha Ace beer. Wow. Sriracha Ace. Because uh, I went and had a bunch of good Sriracha Ace beers across the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. And so I went over to Heretic Brewing Company, picked me up some Sriracha Ace. Yan and I are going to brew a West Coast Pale Ale with Sriracha Ace and some Citra. And I don't know what the... I, I'm thinking one of the other Centennial... Nice. Or, I smell them in the freezer. Uh, they smell great. They smell good, right? Yeah, Can really I good. name them for you? I'm, I'm going to talk to you guys about what other hop I should use as my bittering hop. Because uh, I don't want to use Sriracha as that. Can I have five gallons of that? No! I'm going to bring or it to the NorCal Homebrew Festival. Oh, maybe so, yes. Yeah. Can, and then uh, we're going to bring the rest of the NorCal Homebrew Festival in a couple of oh, weeks. Sweet. Can, you call it, can you call it Ace Hole? Yes, Thank I you. will totally call it Ace Hole. Thank That's you. a good name. <laughs> Thank you. You guys missed. Yeah, are we good with Ace Hole? Okay, we're good with Ace Hole. All right, go to beersmith.com, get your free 21-day trial. That's how Yan and I will be uh, uh, designing our recipe this week, uh, along with advice from my esteemed colleagues here about how to do it. Beersmith.com, everybody. See it. Cheers. Give me a wheat beer on a hot summer day. A mark will do me when the skies are gray. I'll take a Belgian crew any time. And the women say the lamb is fine. But don't you give me that American crew. Boy, I want a real home brew.